The following is a special presentation of Sacred Heart Catholic Radio and the Prep Sports Radio Network. It's time for the Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine pregame show. And now, for a detailed look at tonight's game and to break down other key matchups in the area, here's Steve Bengel, Tom Kennedy, and Mark Bengel. Well, hello and welcome to the Pitted Elder High School, where tonight the Elder Panthers will take on the Mauler Crusaders. And, of course, uh, when you talk about the Elder-Mauler matchup, uh, this is one of those games that throughout the, the memory of most Elder people, Elder grads and Mauler people, Mueller, Mueller grads, it was always a huge rivalry. Back in 1972, the Elder Panthers in a very wet and rainy game. I think, Steve, you were uh, was, uh, yeah. at that game. I, I was there. I was a freshman that year at Elder. If that gives you any idea of uh, of my age. And Elder won that game. It was, uh, it was uh, out of Sycamore. It, it was raining the whole time. Elder punched it in in the first half and held on uh, 7 to nothing with a victory out there. And uh, earlier in the week, the Prep Sports Radio Network posted a picture of 1974 when Elder and Moeller played down at uh, Riverfront Stadium. And a, a very astute observer can, can find yours truly's head popping over the air. You have to look at that when you get the LaRoses. Yeah, yeah, it's like uh, in my helmet, that's about as much activity as I saw that night. But I, I was... Uh, looking over and uh, watching that but i remember my memory of that and why this game the elder moeller game is always special is that it was 1974 we're fairly new stadium riverfront we were heading down there to play it was it was dark it was uh, later in the season and we came down elbron around the curve when you can first see the city and the lights of the stadium were all lit up Nobody on the bus said a word, but everybody just kind of looked at one another like, <laughs> And there wow, was a huge is, crowd for yeah, that game. This, this is big. It's like it was just one of those special, too bad, we, you know, we lost the game at the end. We just ran out of time. Mike Dwyer was run, was pushing the the, the, the offense down to, to with, for a go-ahead score, and we just ran out of time. Um, but uh, two very evenly matched teams. We, we ended up that year 9-1 and one, and uh, Moeller 10-0, and 0, and uh, at that point, it was only four, four, one team per region went, so Moeller went to the playoffs. And, uh, Which is crazy, a team of that quality finishing 9-1, and one, uh, probably one of the top five elder teams of all time. They had a, a, an amazing amount of talent, and they, they stood home. But then that, and not, we talked about the 72, What why this game is so memorable is that Elder did not win another game. Well, frankly, nobody in the GCL beat Mahler until 1988 when the Panthers with uh, Steve Keller, Jeff Meyer, Dennis Pendergast, uh, a lot of uh, big names. One, I think, was 36-33, to 33, a thriller out at Galbraith Field. And I can remember on that game, I was on a, uh, it was one of those tall stacks uh, weekends when the big boats are in town and and uh, my wife's uh, friends they had a, we got a group together and we're on this boat I couldn't get the radio inside the boat so I had to keep going up on top of the deck to get updates 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 finally I got the update that Elder won and uh, I was listening to the end of the game and came back down and one of the people with us was a fundraiser uh, person I don't want to mention her name but uh, she she worked at Mahler and she said what was the final score and I told her she said you're kidding me right and I said no it, it was just one of those things you just were so used to Mahler winning oh. and, and that game kind of changed things so but basically though you don't really have a rivalry if you're always losing so that kind of changed things and and then here we are tonight 
every elder person uh, in their mind, when you say Elder Muller, it's east versus west, two archdiocesan schools, and uh, here we are. Yes, and, and, you know, Muller's taking an interesting road here. They they won their first game against uh, Bishop Hartley, uh, a Division III school by Ohio standards, uh, and... uh, um, they're they're one and two right now, and then they lost their, their next two games to East Central. And East Central, I know, was shaking in their boots, knowing that the Moral Crusaders were coming out to play them. And uh, East Central handed it to them, twenty-one to six. And then they traveled down to Louisville Trinity last week, and Louisville Trinity in their first week of football, because Kentucky just started last week, waxed them forty-four to seven. So they've made some changes and some shakeups that we'll talk about a little bit later in the show, and we'll see what what they're going to offer the Elder Panthers tonight. It's interesting, guys, coming to the game tonight. Uh, apparently, Steve is telling us that it's going to be senior night for Moeller. Of course, Moeller in this uh, condensed season won't have a, a home field and never do, but they won't have a home game. So this is uh, game four uh, for Moeller, just like it is for Elder. And I think the schools got together, and they're going to uh, nice gesture on Elder's part that it's going to be senior night uh, for the Moeller Crusaders. But you look at both teams, and they're both one and two, and we're going to get into the specifics later. But they can't be more contrasting in the way they got here. One and two for the Elder Panthers, losing two powerhouses, LaSalle and St. X, where where Moeller, one and two, and it's the turnover bug. Steve, you mentioned the first game against Bishop Hartley, and even though Moeller won that game, they had five turnovers. They've got 11 on the year, so they had five the first week, three the second week, and three more against uh, Louisville Trinity last week. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out here at the pit. Yeah, and and uh, from what we, we understand, we'll be talking more about this in depth in the second segment, but uh, uh, Muller's going to be starting a new quarterback tonight, and, uh, of course, uh, head coach Mark Elder uh, is trying to make the right changes, the right moves. He's looking at this as a long-term fix to the program, not a short-term thing. So uh, uh, I, I know we were talking to Tony Aceto, who coaches defense for Muller and an Elder grad. He was just saying, this guy's the real deal. Uh, he's the right person. Uh, the Muller people, they need to be patient with him because he is going to be phenomenal, and I, uh, I, I'm sure that's going to be the case. Yeah, I think so, too, and he did mention to us that it was a shame that they didn't get him a couple years ago because this is the third straight year where they've had a different head coach. But nonetheless, uh, it sounds like at least the team and the coaching staff and the school are behind uh, Mark Elder. And, and we guys, we, we know nothing like this is easy. You're only as good as the feeder schools that you, that you get the talent from. Uh, but it sounded like uh, Tony was sharing with us the success that the Moeller football team has had in their freshman teams over the last couple of years. So it sounds like uh, they are on their way. You guys... Uh Kind of like the team locally that wears orange and black. Uh, people are saying, well, we're, we've lost two, but they were good losses. Uh, uh, I don't know about that, but, you know, the Elder Panthers, on the other hand, they played probably two of the top teams in the city, and uh, they've played them both toe-to-toe. And a lot of people looking at the film from last week's game, uh, you know, the score, 38-24, didn't really 
show how close that game was, how how pivotal a couple of plays here and there and field position things kind of caught up with Elder and uh, just couldn't put it away. Yeah, 24-24 early in the fourth quarter, and uh, Elder just couldn't get the, the, their, their offense back on track, and, and defensively they were having some, some difficulty stopping the high-powered St. X offense. But this is... Uh, because of the way the playoffs are going to be structured, and it would be even even in the old system, the road out of our region or in to, is going to go through St. X. We're going to see them again if we're lucky enough to last that long. We'll we'll have another another shot at, at, at the St. X Bombers. I guarantee that they're going to be hanging around. They got a quality ball club, a lot of depth, a lot of speed on both sides of the ball, and, and the Elder Panthers. Um, a lot of, uh, aside from wanting to win the GCL, a lot of uh, Doug Ramsey's coaching and, and preparation for the year is to be playing your best football in Week 10 and 11. And uh, we're not going to have a Week 10 or 11 unless you're playing your best ball at Week 6. So it's a little bit different this year and different co- coaching strategy and, and kind of a different way of, of looking at things. You know, Tom, uh, looking at the stats in the GCL and you look at the St. X Bombers, uh, five of the or four of the top five tacklers in the GCL are all on the Bombers. And, and it goes back to the old Steve Speck defense, defense, defense. They had a, a, a stellar defense. And, of course, Elder really uh, did well against them uh, most of the night. They did. Uh, they they ran effectively, uh, but the week prior to that, the LaSalle and St. X, uh, X had held uh, Jabron Payne, the, the All-State running back for the Panthers, to five yards and five carries. So uh, Elder knew what they were up against. Uh, and, you know, Steve, you're talking about the difference of this year versus last year because of COVID and the whole bit. But there's there's one big similarity that I'm seeing, and I'm, I'm sure other Elder followers are seeing as well, is this team, this Elder team that we have here, and the year 2020 reminds me so much of the 2019 team. On the offensive side of the ball, they're very talented, and they're very talented at the skilled positions. And and because of that, they can they can score on anybody at any time on any part of the field. And I remember all three of us yeah. saying that numerous right. times last year. And the same similarity applies on the other side of the ball as well. Remember last year that you know they were talking about how. Uh, Brett Curran was changing up the defense as, as he was going through the year based on the talent and teams that they faced. And he's, he's got to do the same thing this year. So I think it's just, you know, give them some time. It's going to be more compacted this year on the defensive side of the ball. But I'll take uh, a, a, an improving defense week to week with a stellar offense and take your chances. Matter of fact, that's what Elder had last year. It took him mm-hmm. to the championship game. Right. Well, it is senior night here, and it's not senior night for the Panthers. It's senior night for the Muller Crusaders is, uh, uh, with the way the schedule is and with COVID stuff. Uh, they have no place to do their home senior night. So it's here tonight, and it's uh, going to extend the pregame show. Plus, this is uh, uh, a TV game, uh, and there's going to be timeouts, and the, the start of the game is going to be, I think, what they said, 7 7 So we're going to have a little extended pregame show. Uh, I'm sorry to say, folks, I know uh, 
And, and then another interesting news uh, we have uh, uh, our Phil the Thrill is out this week. Uh, he's on assignment at Bristol. Uh, he's checking out to see if we should cover NASCAR or not. Uh, yeah, so sure. if he says yes, maybe. No, I'm kidding. But uh, <laughs> we got Rob Florian in uh, taking a spot. So a uh, few people know who that guy is. Yeah, uh, he's taken one or two. A few, yeah. So uh, took an, <clears throat> had, had taken Elder to the, uh, the Promised Land twice, 2001, 2002. So he'll be doing... Uh, color and of course, as usual, we will be doing uh, this and having Prep Sports Radio game night live out at La Rosa's on Boudinot. We kind of made an interesting post uh, about on our Facebook page. Uh, big fire pit night is the uh, sun right now. Of course, we're, we're we're behind this glass and the sun is blaring in here, and we're I'm, I'm very comfortably warm right now. But <laughs> yeah. I know. Well it, said. Is it uh, as the night progresses, it's going to get cooler and cooler. So I'm sure fire pits all over the west side and all over the city for that matter will be or the world. Up. you can listen to us anywhere yeah light those fire pits and uh, uh get the kids running around it'll be a great night uh, for high school football great weather it's one of those when you think of fall season fall sports this is what you think of and and uh, we're going to have a dandy one here so we're going to take a time out you're listening to the mercy health orthopedic and sports medicine pregame show i'm mark bangle with tom kenny steve bangle we'll be right back after this on the prep sports radio network hi this is dr matt bosom with mercy health orthopedics and sports medicine we're proud to support elder football and just as proud to provide outstanding orthopedic care to all panther athletes and their friends and families throughout the west side If you have an injury, we can help. For your sports medicine needs from the simple to the complex, we're at 6045 Bridgetown Road, 347-9999. That's 347-9999. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct decision is contacting Coldwell Banker West Shell. With outstanding agents and top-of-the-line marketing, Coldwell Banker West Shell has the tools to provide you with expert service. The professionals at Coldwell Banker West Shell will develop an effective plan to market and sell your home or assist you in acquiring your dream home. Coldwell Banker West Shell, 922-9400, on the web at cbws.com. For an easy shopping experience and unbelievable deals, it's Joseph Toyota on Coleraine and josephtoyota.com. By shopping online, you can value your trade-in and make your own deal all from the comfort of your own home. And every new car purchase includes the Joseph Toyota Advantage of a lifetime powertrain warranty, $500 towards your next trade-in, free shuttles for service, and a whole host of other benefits. Just ask your neighbor. They bought from us. Joseph Toyota, 9101 Colerain Avenue and at josephtoyota.com. Proud to support elder football. Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your favorite team? Do you have a headache from that last-minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional, friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428 and brozartpharmacy.com. Sacred Heart Radio is brought to you by you. Yes, your donations make Catholic Radio possible, so to give a gift of any amount, please visit sacredheartradio.com and click Donate or call 513-731-7740. And thank you. All right, it's Elder Muller night here at the pit, and uh, I was just recollecting all my years of that as I went here. And as Steve, we talked about 
the the year uh, 1974 was my freshman year, and that's when Mueller won 24 to 20 down at uh, Riverfront Stadium. Uh, the fall of 1975 was the first year of uh, Coach uh, Ray Backus, and uh, he loses uh, that game 17 to nothing, and the team finishes seven and three. Uh, fall of '76, Mueller wins big. Uh, uh, 34 to six. The team finishes six and four. But there's a a guy number 20, Wally Welch, that was playing on that team, uh, which uh, in his eyes he was the MVP uh, that over and over again. But uh, but my senior year in, in night, the fall of '77, Muller won that game 14 to eight. It was an unbelievable game. Elder was driving. It was. Uh, uh, it was 14 to eight with minutes to go in the game and. Uh, Quarterback uh, Scott Michelle led the team down here into the horseshoe. Won't do, never will forget it. And uh, they just couldn't get the, the score. Uh, it uh, wide receiver open and or tight end was open, just couldn't make the catch. And uh, at the end, we lost that game, 14-8. And they ended up nine and one once again. One team came out of the city into the playoffs. It's a with a crime. Uh, I mean, you had Paul Drennan at running back. That kid was uh, unbelievable. Mike Ramstetter, wide receiver. We know Mike. He's helped us out with Prep Sports Radio Network. Kenny Lanzalotta with Joe Gramke. There were some big, big names on that team. So uh, that, that you, you always remember that game. That's right. All right. So, guys, uh, looking at tonight's game, Steve, uh, and we'll look at you first with the Mauler Crusaders, uh, a young team. Uh, we were talking with Tony before the game, and he was saying that there's a, we're, we're rating a lot of the sophomores and a lot of those they are going to be getting playing time, and uh, that's just the way it's going to be. It's not going to be the best year for them, but uh, they still have a lot of good players on this team. They, they do, and, and uh, much like uh, we were talking about Elder's defense shuffling people around, Moeller's doing some of the same things. Moeller opened the season with a 37 to, to uh, 34 to 17 victory over Bishop Hartley, Division Three, uh, and they're one and two right now. But since that game, scoring 34 points, they've only scored 13 points in their two following games and their two losses. So they're shaking things up a little bit tonight, and uh, they're moving. Noah Gieselbrock, uh, a 6'6", 205-pound junior, into the quarterback spot. He's not taken a snap from center. He's not thrown a ball once. Um, J- T.J. Rotello has been their quarterback all year. He's uh, been 50. He's 51. For, uh, he's 22 for 51. Uh, he's he caught one pass. The only other pass that wasn't thrown by him, running back Brandon White. Uh, or wide receiver Brandon White threw that ball to uh, Rotello for the one other completion. So on the year, their offense is uh, um, 23 for 52 for 485 yards. So what they've done is they've moved Noah Gieselbrock, number 12, into quarterback. Uh, uh, you know he's cut. You know six six. He can look, you know commanding figure back there. Don't know what he's got or what his history is in his freshman and sophomore year. But as we were watching pregame warmups. You know, you 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 feeling feeling bad about uh, Rotello getting get, getting uh, you know going to the second second uh, quarterback or whatever, and then we notice they've moved number seven to to the backup quarterback, and, and Rotello is now going to be playing tailback. So he could because coming into this game, he's the leading rusher on the team with 35 attempts for 160 yards. So what they, they've done a, a little bit of. Uh, 
of bouncing around talent-wise to see if they can, one, enhance their running game because they've only run for uh, 351 yards on, on the year for three games. So they're, they're averaging just north of 120 yards or, or a game uh, or, or 115 yards a game. So they're not really tearing it up on offense at all. So they're just seeing if they can get some, some fresh fresh blood in there. So, you know, what you're going to see out, out of Moeller tonight is just a, a little bit of a shakeup of different things going on on offense. You know, Steve, it's a little surprising that you – tell me the, the the rushing yards year to date i'm looking over your shoulder across the front of the offensive line for moeller and the and the smallest guy and there is a center at 250 but if you look at who the right tackle is it's luke fickle the head coach of the cincinnati bearcats his son landon fickle is the right tackle and he goes at 270 so it's 270 272 280 and 275 typical moeller offensive line girth across the front so uh, it'll be interesting to see if that trend holds. Uh, the elder defensive line are going to have their hands full just with that size alone. Yeah, and you're right. But you know, just coming down to this game, I, I think you know, we want to look at the, the keys to, to the game for, for Moeller at this point. You know, I, I think with, with the change up on offense, the first key is to sustain some offensive drives. Whether they can put it in the end zone or not, I think that's immaterial at this point. I think they need to sustain and get some confidence on offense. Um, you know, not you know, uh, uh, Rotella's thrown five interceptions. They need to to, to, to reel that in a, a, a little bit, and. Uh, They've, they've been very susceptible to the run. Muller's defense has allowed 175 or almost 176 yards rushing per game, almost five yards per carry. So I think they, they need to focus in on Elder's running game, stopping Cooper Johnson and, and uh, bottling him up a little bit, even though, you know, it's like I don't know that you want to really make Hamilton go to the air because he's got a lot of weapons. Yeah. So it's like pick your yeah. poison. And like you were saying, Tom, they, they've been so susceptible to turnovers and uh, that's been killing them all year. They need to control the football. And I, I think Moeller can, can have a presentable game and, and maybe come out of here with a victory on senior night for the Moeller Crusaders if, if they can uh, pull off those three things. Tom, let's look on the other side of the ball and, and – We've seen, we talked in the first segment about uh, a lot of weapons. Uh, they seem that they can score anywhere. And, and looking at the the completion uh, receiving yards uh, on the GCL stats, the two top receivers uh, in the GCL are number one, Scotty Neiman, number two, Drew Ramsey, two guys that have had a, a whale of a year so far. They really have in their athletic mark. Uh, uh, Scotty Neiman goes 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, so he's got the length. And a lot of times, it's if, if you can, you just try to throw it up there and he's going to out-jump the opposition. But it all starts with, with Ben Hamilton in, at the quarterback position. He's also number one in the GCO in passing with 844 yards. And on the rushing side of the ball, Cooper Johnson, he's number three in the GCO with 170 yards. And here's the all-around all uh, good player, Drew Ramsey, He's number four in rushing in the GCL with 161 yards. So Drew Ramsey's got 160 yards rushing, 250 yards receiving. Oh, and by the way, he's a kickoff for punt, you know, <laughs> returning. He's a backup punter. So very skilled player. Uh, but it just doesn't be on the uh, offensive side of the ball with the GCL leaders. Uh, Samari Freeman is tied uh, in, with the lead in the GCL with sacks. And for interceptions, J.T. Miller, the fine cornerback, as well as Austin Wanstrott, 
also leading uh, the GCL in interceptions. So t- tonight's game, like I said earlier, guys, both teams come in at one and two, but they can't be any more diabetically, diabetically opposed because Elder seems to be off the charts in, in what they're doing. Uh, they're averaging 39 points a game on offense, and, and the defensive numbers are a little bit higher inflated because of last week. They're giving up 35 points a game. Moeller, on the other hand, is only scoring 16 points a game, and they're giving up 27. So uh, what, I, what I'd like to do is just go to the, to the keys of the game. I hear the drum line. I'm thinking it's time for scores. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, Elder has good size up front on the offensive line. Uh, Jack Tucker, uh, Joe fulton Logan, Will Singler, Evan James, and Drew Beckenhaupt. So I'd like to see Elder be aggressive tonight and run the ball and run the ball and run the ball. And then that should lead to one-on-one on the outside, uh, the throwing the ball. But Trinity last week rushed 20 times for 127 yards, six and a half yards a carry against Moeller last week. And uh, Luke Flowers leading the Elder Panthers in defense with 11 tackles. Once again, the second point, forced Moeller to turn the ball over. We said it's 11, 11 turnovers. And with the new quarterback, I think the defensive line and the linebackers should be blitzing, blitzing, and blitzing and putting all the pressure on this new uh, green rookie quarterback. Uh, and I say on the defensive side, Elder needs to stop the run against Moeller. Moeller only rushed for 24 yards last week on 18 carries against Trinity. And, and I think Galen Mitchell, uh, Jack Willenborg, Samari Freeman and David Larkins, who usually comes in on third down for uh, uh, you know defense pressure, should be looking their chops tonight. Uh, but look for the big plays. I like to see Elder, you know, uh, try to make uh, interceptions or fumble recoveries. Just put the pressure on Moeller and see if they can continue that that notorious streak uh, that they have. But I think uh, if Elder can play their game. They should come out of here with an easy one tonight without trying to jinx them. All right, Tom. Uh, guys, uh, we're also going to be looking at scores from all around the city as well, which we will get you caught up at halftime and over at La Rosa. Steve, what are some of the big games we're going to be watching uh, tonight? handful of games tonight that we're going to be looking at, and we'll hopefully get all the scores for you tonight at the wrap up, or at game night at uh, La Rosa's tonight. But Sycamore uh, – travels out to, to Mason tonight. Mason 3-0 and and sitting at the top of the GMC right now. Sycamore's coming off of a 33 to nothing loss to, to Lakota West. It's also undefeated right now. And Mason has a quality running back in, in uh, Nolan McCormick who averages 20 touches a game and he's third in the GMC with 314 yards so far and four touchdowns. So it, it's going to be whether Sycamore, the Aviators, can, can kind of rebound from that loss. Last night in the comments can kind of keep the juggernaut going. Lakota West sitting at first place in the GMC, 3-0. and um, They're the top-ranked city in the program in the city right now. Um, and they've only allowed 166 yards rushing all season. So um, it's going to be uh, Lakota West versus Fairfield and uh, see where, how that comes out. Lebanon and Kings. Kings sitting at the top of the ECC right now. Um, uh, this will be uh, two, uh, two major, the best running backs in the ECC conference. Uh, Lebanon's Keith Fair with 385 yards and uh, Kings uh, 
Ty Stileski with 420 yards um, will be the key to that matchup. West Claremont at Anderson. Anderson is averaging 40 points a game. West Claremont has only scored 39 the whole year, so that game could be ugly early. Ross and Hamilton, um, uh, kind of see where, where that goes in, in that game. And then south of the border, Beachwood at Covington Catholic, neighborhood rivals. Uh, Beachwood uh, at one time made this an, kind of an even tilt uh the, the, the Colonels uh, of uh, Covenant Catholic have won a, a lot of them the, the, the last bunch of years, but neighborhood rivalry, you never know what's going to happen there. Holmes at Newport and Highlands at Ryle. Highlands uh, uh, have won the, the last two of five they've played, so that, those are kind of some of the interesting games we're looking at across the board right now. All right, we'll join us uh, after the game at La Rosa's. Uh, we're going to be talking to Mark and Missy Meinhardt. Uh, the Sophie's Angel run will be all different. There's no uh, Oktoberfest at St. Jude. Uh, they're going to be doing stuff in a different way. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. And I think scheduled to appear, he's going to try to make it out there, is Rob Florian. Uh, you're going to hear him on tonight's broadcast, but he'll sit down with us and reminisce about some of the big games back in the past. I think he played in quite a few big ones. Yep. Uh, w- w- there's a few things to talk about. So I'm looking down at the field, there's uh, our Len Harvey with head coach Doug Ramsey. Let's head down to the field now. Well, thanks, Mark. I'm joined on the field by elder head coach Doug Ramsey. And, Coach, you know, despite losing um, last week to the Bombers and at 1-2, and two, a lot of positives, though, last week as well. Yeah, you know, I, I, we're really close. And, and, and the thing, you know, after the game I told us, I said, I'm, I'm, I'm really I'm, I'm mad. I'm mad. So you know why I'm mad? You know, I, I'm mad because... I don't think our guys are there yet as far as believing how good they can be. You know, and I think that's the thing. Once we have that belief, I, you know, we talk about all the time how good of a team that we can be. Once we get over that hump and, and believe we can be really good, you think that game last week, we're, we're, you were right there. And, and you know, we, we made a couple, we left some points on the field, a couple, couple mental mistakes, and I thought there was a couple questionable non-calls and calls, you know, um, which were big plays. Um, but, you know, we, 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 we were right there. And, and um, you know, so, yeah, there, there's a lot to, lot to build off of. And, you know, we came in knowing this was going to be the case, a very inexperienced team. Um, and, and it's a weird year. Everybody's making the playoffs. Let's, let's get playing really well at the end of the season. And, and I think we're, we're moving towards that. I think we're, we're getting better each week. You can see, I mean, you know, Ben Hamilton's getting better and better every week, too. Ten touchdowns, three games, no picks. you got to like that. Yeah, he's played really well. You know, ben, ben, Ben's one of those kids. He's, he's really cool. You know, he, nothing, nothing bothers him. He's never too excited. Um, he's a very accurate passer, uh, and he's smart. He knows. And I think that's the big thing. When, when you know where to go with the football, you know, usually somebody's going to be open based on coverage. And, and if you know where to go, it makes it, it makes it a lot easier for a quarterback. Now, the defensive side of the ball, uh, Galen Mitchell, Nick Papp, continue to be all over the field in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, you know, Galen's playing really, really well. Um, it's the second straight game where coaches have said, man, that guy's, you know, he's, he's a player. And, you know, moving him from linebacker to D-line I think has really helped him, helped us. And and I think our junior linebackers, um, you know, are, are all all getting better as well. So, you know, again, it's, it's, it's the same thing we've talked about. We just, you know couple mental mistakes in the secondary and you give up big plays we got to stop the big plays and and when we do that i think we'll be fine because really we we did a great job last week against the run until i think we wore out in the fourth quarter you know they were big their linemen were big and and we did a good job against the run and and uh you know and and, and so like i said I, I think we're getting better there too 
Now this week, another GCL uh, South opponent, last one of the year. What, what should we expect from Moeller? Well, yeah, you know, they, they, everybody's like, oh, Moeller's not very they, – they're a good team. They've got some good skill. Um, you know, their, their quarterback's a really good athlete. He played – Varsity tailback is a, is a sophomore. He played linebacker as a junior. He's quarterback in this year. Um, they've got a couple receivers that are really good players. Um, defensively, uh, D line is big. Um, and, you know, they move around real well. So, I mean, they play hard. You know, so I, I think this is a this is a, a game that uh, you know we better play really well, or it, it, we're, we're going to be in trouble. Now, what are what are the um, the keys for tonight's game? Um, like everything I tell you, you know, it's 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 the, we got to limit the big place. We got to protect Ben. You know, I, I think that's that's a key. I, I think I think if there is a, a big advantage, I think our receivers over their DBs is is an advantage. So we've got we've got to protect Ben and and uh, and again be 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 solid in special teams. Don't get beaten special teams. Everybody healthy tonight? Uh, yes, I think we're 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 full go. Awesome. Okay. Well, thanks, Coach, and good luck tonight. You're listening to the Mercy Health Orthopedic and Sports Medicine pregame show on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years, but that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service, and with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace. And they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. Portions of tonight's Elder Game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schoester, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schoester Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schoester, a certified financial planner practitioner with Morgan Stanley, is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney, LLC, member SIPC. Bill Cunningham here, the great American for Robert Jones Plumbing. I only use Robert Jones Plumbing, and you should too. 513-353-2230. Or visit them on the web at robertjonesplumbing.com. Robert Jones Plumbing. Safety footwear. There is hardly a job site or business that doesn't require them. And your local Red Wing shoe stores have them. Red Wing has the popular safety styles you demand, from comfort shoes and athletics to traditional boot styles. With five convenient locations, Red Wing can manage your company's safety shoe program, and we can bring the store to you with our mobile safety shoe truck. Contact the Red Wing store nearest you in Eastgate, Tri-County, Western Hills, Mason, Florence, and online at redwingshoes.com. This is Bill Hemmer, Fox News Channel, Elder Class of 83. No one forgets their first time in the pit, and neither do I. And today, with technology, I can catch every Elder football game, no matter where in the world the news takes me. The Prep Sports Radio Network and ehsports.com. Altiora and go Panthers. I am Father Larry Tharp, pastor of Sacred Heart in Fairfield. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. It's time for the Kelsey Chevrolet Elder Panther Game of the Week. Brought to you by Kelsey Chevrolet in Lawrenceburg. And by Cooper Electric, La Rosa's Pizza, The Urology Group, Rose Art Pharmacy, Joseph Toyota. 
Robert Jones Plumbing, the Underground Sports Shop, Adam Schoester, Mercy Health and Orthopedics, Hoting Realty, Skyline Chili, Coldwell Banker West Shell, Red Wing Shoes, Schmidt Heating and Cooling, Ron's Roost, and Wardway Fuels. And now, let's go down on the field with Len Harvey and Phil Bengal. Well, good Friday evening. Welcome to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. I'm Len Harvey along with Rob Florian tonight, filling in for Phil Bengal, who is on assignment. Tonight it's week four of the 2020 high school football season. Tonight we're at the pit for the Prep Sports Radio Network. Kelsey Chevrolet Elder Panther Game of the Week live around Cincinnati. You're hearing us on Sacred Heart Radio and around the world at eSports.com. Tonight it's the final GCL South regular season game as Elder takes on the Muller Crusaders. Elder comes in at one and two after a loss against St. X last week, 38-24. to St. X with 21 points in the fourth quarter. Ben Hamilton continues to impress with 15-23 to for 282 yards and three touchdowns. He now has 10 touchdowns on the year. Muller is also 1-2 after falling to Louisville Trinity, 44-7. to They are led by T.J. Rotello, normally playing quarterback, but Noah Geselbrock is going to play quarterback tonight in his place. Rotello had passed for 454 yards and run for 160 yards during the first three games. The Crusaders are coached by Mark Elder, who was in his first year after coaching the last four years at Eastern Kentucky. Now, Rob, a tough start for Elder with two losses, but still a very talented team. Oh, it, it's so odd to say this, but they're sitting at one and two, and you're thinking, man, they're, they're right where they want to be. Um, they, you know, they played arguably the two best teams in the city. They've been in a position to win each of those games so it was actually really smart how they did this and maybe that's a nod to uh, Coach Espelich who's the AD to to uh, when they revise the schedule to put the juggernauts at the beginning because now Elder knows what they have they got a lot of moving parts especially on defense now they can kind of settle in and uh, maybe start making a habit out of winning. I talked about it in the beginning you know Hamilton just doing such a great job. Ten touchdowns, no interceptions but 73% completion. Very efficient um, uh, and then they mix it up a little bit with Drew Ramsey coming in. So the offense, I think, is right on par with where they want to be. Absolutely. When I first looked at the stats, I thought these aren't these aren't current. There's a, there's a mistake here. The fact that that Ben has ten touchdowns and zero interceptions. Um, I remember any time I made an interception back in the day, and I was feeling down on my luck. My dad would say, "When you throw the ball, three things can happen. You can catch it, it hits the ground, or they're going to catch it." And and so far, not many balls have hit the ground, and they haven't caught the other team hasn't caught many balls. Now one of the things. Uh, you know, I think uh, Coach Ramsey talked a little bit about it in the interview. He talked about the fact that the wide receivers are going to have a little bit of an advantage. He thinks, you know, and, and in terms of uh, looking at the wide receivers, you know, Drew Ramsey, of course, as a, as a wide up, but Scott, Scotty Neiman, he has had a great start to the season. He's had uh, five touchdown catches and certainly uh, a big guy there. And Andrew Harp has done a good job. So the receivers have done well. Yeah, that whole position group, we could kind of classify them as the classic elder football player. Maybe, you know, they come off the bus and they don't look, uh, you know, they don't pass the eyeball test as much, but they're just gutty kids that are always putting themselves in the right spot. Scotty Neiman's making a ton of plays. Um, so, again, they're, they're just a position group that's a little bit unheralded and not a ton of experience, but they're, they're getting the job done in, in a big way. Now, on the Moeller side of the ball, you know, it's interesting uh, to go with Giesel Brock, who's a junior at six foot six, 205 pounds, uh, hasn't really thrown the football yet this year. TJ Rotello has done most of it, and, and the running game, Rotello. Uh, normally was a running back last year, did play linebacker the year before, and Rotello had 160 yards in 
the ground coming in with 454 yards in the air, but the completion percentage was not up to, to par, so Coach Elder making the change tonight. Yeah, this uh, this is where it gets really interesting as far as uh, 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 something to look for in tonight's game. As you went from Elder has all the film on a, a versatile quarterback that's going to run more than he throws, and now they're getting you know a tall, more of a, a pocket passer. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what defense coordinator Brett Curran did. He probably prepped them for a few different looks this week um, just in preparation for not knowing which quarterback was going to come out. Well, it's a sunny start to a Friday evening. The Wardway Fuels game time temperature is 65 degrees. I couldn't ask for a nicer evening on a Friday night. Wardway Fuels provides heating, oil, and propane for the home and business heating needs. Gas grills and pool supplies are also available, including parts and service. Wardway Fuels located at the corner of Glenway and Bridgetown Road at 513-574-0061. Wardway Fuels, proud supporters of tonight's broadcast. Speaking of tonight's broadcast, the Elder Panthers going to wear their normal purple jerseys with the purple pants, the white down the side, their white helmets with purple in the middle. Meanwhile, Muller is coming in with the white jerseys, the white pants. They've got the blue Muller helmets with the yellow and uh, typical Muller on the road. Uh, Rob Florian, a little bit of color there for you. (laughs) That's right. Uh, I'll say this about Muller. No matter how their teams are for the life of their program, they always look good coming off the bus. They got the history, the classic stars on the pants. They always look good coming off the bus. Then you just got to settle in and look past it. Exactly. And uh, Elder is going to uh, kick off first uh, to start off from right to left. Andrew Mueller will look to kick off. Meanwhile, on the other side, the Mueller Crusaders will have Jordan Marshall will line up back uh, deep for Mueller. He'll line up about his five-yard line. They'll also uh, have uh, Alex Weeder will be back, and the kick is up, and it's going to go into the end zone. So the Crusaders will start off for first and 10 at their own 20-yard line. All of us here at Prep Sports Radio Network would like to offer condolences to the family and friends of Dr. Ken Shore, who recently passed. Ken was a devoted husband, a father, and was loved by all. He was a longtime sponsor of elder football here at PRSRN and loved the Panthers. He's also a huge Ohio State football fan and Xavier basketball fan. Dr. Ken Shore, you will be greatly missed. Getting ready to start this one on a Friday night. We'll have a little bit of television tonight. So that's going to be a, a little bit of timeouts, a little bit more than usual here tonight. But we'll get you get you through it. And uh, Gesselbrack will uh, set it up. He'll go in uh, the shotgun formation, one wide receiver to the left side. They go up the middle, this time across the 25 to about the 27-yard line. Rotello, who was that quarterback, now playing running back, did a good job there. Yeah, as expected, we have uh, kind of a battery swap here, and now we have a new quarterback this week. My guess is Moeller's going to come out pretty vanilla, try to get the new quarterback a couple easy completions, maybe some screens, uh, draws, those kind of things, and try to get him into the, the flow of the game. But I, I, I'm thinking Moeller's going to be pretty pretty vanilla here starting out. Yeah, they're going to try. They'll set up a, a first down at 10. They're going to move it back, though. Let's see. It must have been a flag down, so we'll uh, move it back. So the play did not count. They had a, uh, yeah. We had a hold there yeah. in front. So they're going to move it all the way back to the 10-yard line. So it's a first and 20 for Gesselbrock. He'll line up, and he's got two wide receivers off to his left side. Setting up now with a shotgun formation. Now looks over to the sidelines. Still awaiting the play here. Just underway, 11.35 to go in the opening quarter. Muller with the ball first for the Crusaders, and they'll set up now. They give us to Rotello up the middle across the 15 to the 20, 25, and he's out to the 28-yard line. J.T. Miller on the stop right around the 28-yard line, but a good run, uh, got 18. Yeah, so it, it, you can tell what Moeller saw, and, and they formerly had this running quarterback that's now playing running back, and it's like when he had him at quarterback, he was kind of hamstrung. Now they can let him loose and just let him be a running back, which is probably what he's best suited for, uh, and, and so far so good. 
Tyrell Davis lines up wide to the left side, one wide to the right side. Gesselbrock in at quarterback, and he'll set up this play. They go in motion, and he's got in the backfield is Rotello. He fakes it to Rotello. This time looks to throw down the field. Throws it down. He's got Rotello wide open at the 50, 40, 35, 30. Wanstruck trying to get him, but he's into the end zone for 72 yards and a touchdown. Well, Len, you know what I said about coming out vanilla. I was absolutely incorrect. They ran a little misdirection um, and ran the running back out of the backfield. Uh, so far, what is that? Four plays, and he has touched the ball every single one of them. So we're going to get we're going to get a heavy dose of Rosella tonight. Yeah, Rotello goes in for the 72-yard touchdown. This time, a reception and. The Molar Crusaders strike first, a quick play, and 72 yards later down the field. So they'll look to add the extra point. Noah Hughes, number 14 for the Molar Crusaders, will look to add this extra point. 10.45 to go in the opening quarter. Here comes the snap and the hold, and the kick is up, and this one is good. So with 10.45 to go in the opening quarter, it's Molar 7 and Elder nothing on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Elder fans, Paul Cluxton here with Kelsey Chevrolet, your Westside full-service Chevy dealership and proud sponsor of Elder Prep Sports Radio. Sales, service, parts, and body shop, we can handle all your automotive needs. Thank you, Elder Nation, for making Kelsey Chevrolet Greater Cincinnati's fastest-growing franchise dealer, all because of your family believing in ours. Find new roads at KelseyChev.com. We are Kelsey Chevrolet from our family to yours. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. Len Harvey, Rob Florian tonight filling in for Phil Bengal. And we had a first play with Rotello. Goes in 72 yards after the pass from Gesselbrock. And that was a big play. Yeah, so and that's what happens when you get a personnel switch and, and see some looks that you're not expecting to see is, you know, you, you lose track of um, where you're at and some, get some misassignments. I will say this. We're going to learn a little bit about the Elder Panthers tonight is can they absorb that first punch to the mouth and, and see if they respond. We'll set up here with uh, Ramsey and they'll have Flowers back deep for the Panthers. 10.45 to go, opening quarter, just underway. The Muller Crusaders with a touchdown of 72 yards. They lead it 7 to nothing. Oh, check that. The extra point did not go through. I was incorrect in that. So they're saying no good on the extra point now. So 6 to nothing is your score. Always makes an impact yeah. later in the game. It does make a point. Look good, look good from here with the sun blaring. It looked good. So Hughes will set it up. And now it's looking, it's going to be picked up with a short back at the 30-yard line, and that's about it. So uh, we'll see. And it's uh, going to be Nicholas Paff will uh, get that one. and. Yeah, that's we'll actually in. a pretty big play to field that because if that gets past you, it's it's a live ball. So uh, Moeller lined up and did a little bit of a pooch kick um, to see if they could catch Elder off guard, but uh, Nick Paff in the right spot. 10.40 to go in the opening quarter. A correction, it is nothing. Moeller Crusaders. The extra point was no good, so the Panthers will get the setup here. Panthers getting their first possession. They'll have the football at the 30-yard line. They line up with two wide receivers to the right and one to the left. They go in motion. Cooper Johnson now will line up in the backfield. And now it's Hamilton rolling to his right. Looking, looking. Got a lot of time. Going to roll to his right. Keep the football to the 30, 35. He's out to the 42-yard line. Again, of a dozen on first down for Hamilton. Yeah, that's a big play there. I mean, Hamilton's rolling right. Doesn't see anything. Coverage is pretty good. And he's just going to take it maybe for a two-yard, three-yard gain. And then he got a block that sprung him for a first down. So good start for the Panthers. They're going to move it at the 40-yard line. So it was a gain of 10, 10.32 to go in this opening quarter. Six to nothing, Moeller with the lead on their first drive. They scored on a 72-yard touchdown from Gazelbrock to Rotello. 
And now the Panthers will line up with two big wide receivers to the left side. They line up with Harp, and they've got Neiman to the left. Now they got Hamilton as a wide receiver to the left, and it's going to be, no, check that, it's Ramsey. Ramsey's going to get it, and he gets it to the 40. He's out to the 45 to the 46-yard line, a gain of six yards on first down for Drew Ramsey. You can see Coach Ramsey's doing a lot of kind of uh, his standard window dressing here at the beginning of game. He's doing a lot of pre-snap shifts so that he can get a tell on what Moeller's going to do on defense. So far, Moeller's been pretty vanilla on defense. Um, I think part of that is, you know, you got a fourth coach in the the fourth year i don't know that they're going to have anything uh, crazy on the schemes but then again I, I was wrong on the other side of the ball so you know time will tell second down and three they mark it at the 47 yard line two wide receivers off to the right side and one to the left side shotgun formation for hamilton and now looks he's got time to throw steps up and now here comes the blitz and he's tackled right around the 47 yard line and Moeller gets him and that was number 15 mate perhaps on the tackle yeah we're going to call that a coverage sack Moeller sat back in the classic quarters uh four guys deep don't let anybody behind you and and uh really no place to go with the ball so now they're going to move the football backwards with 10 minutes to play here in the opening quarter Moeller with a six nothing lead they missed the extra point on their touchdown one wide receiver and harp to the right. Make that now three, and they're going to go four wide wide to the right. And they go in motion. It's Larkins. Now shotgun and looking Hamilton. He's got a little protection, but now he steps up into the pocket, rolls to his right, still to the right with no one open, and throws and runs it himself actually to about the 44-yard line where he's tackled up there, and that'll be fourth down coming up for the Panthers. So the Moeller defense doing a good job in coverage. Yeah, absolutely. Th- those are both coverage sacks, and Hamilton's doing a pretty good job at buying time, um, but just not a lot of places to go with the football right now. So the first drive for the Panthers is not successful. They're going to have to pump this one away. Drew Ramsey's going to line up at his 31-yard line. They're going to go back, uh, and Muller's going to line up with Alec Weeder is going to step back at his 25-yard line to return this punt of Drew Ramsey. Ramsey had a couple of chances last week, and uh, this one's a bounce, and he's looking. He's going to going to kick it. It's a short kick off, a left-footed kick to the left side. It's going to bounce at the 29-yard line and out of bounds. So Muller will have it at their own 29-yard line. So they did get a good field position out of it. Yeah, a little bit of a flat start. Elder at least flipped the field. I can see, you know, after that offensive position for Elder, possession for Elder, I think they're going to probably come back and try to establish the run a little more um, next time they get the ball. So we'll be on the lookout for that. First down and 10 for the Crusaders at the 35-yard line. 8.50 to go in the opening quarter. It's Muller's six and the Panthers uh, nothing in this one. A 72-yard touchdown pass from Gezel Brock to Rotello. Rotello was the quarterback uh, the, la- the first couple of weeks, and he was replaced, and Rotello is the running back. The Underground Sports Shop provides the Prep Sports Radio Network with our great-looking shirts, jackets, pullovers, and hats, and they can make your business organization look professional as well. The Underground Sports Shop and owner Sean Mason supports this broadcast and elder football. 513-751-1662. That is the Underground Sports Shop. So a little rough start for the Panthers in this one, down 6 to nothing. Their first possession uh, was a punt, and now is going to have their second time on it. Yeah, and I don't know if it's um, you know the little bit of a different atmosphere, and now the players have been adjusting that, but they've kind of come, Elders coming a little bit flat tonight. Um, you would probably expect that, because going into it, we thought, well, you know, Elders got a, a pretty solid chance to win in this one, but um, a little flat, you got some different personnel on Moeller, and Moeller's probably really trying to pull out all the stops. Um, you know, they're, they're trying to do all they can to win this one, and Elders just got to, like I 
I said, absorb that first punch and, and settle in, just play some football. This time it's not Rotello. It's going to be Daniel Dunlop in the backfield with Gesselbrock. Gesselbrock, uh, quarterback in the shotgun. He's got in the backfield Daniel Dunlop. He's got one wide receiver to the left side and one to the right. There's the, the give is to Dunlop across the 40 to the 43-yard line, a gain of quick eight on first down. I mean, that Moore offensive line is really getting a push right now. Uh, that was that was the seal here, seal here, and uh, he's busting through that hole. They're going to say he got seven. They marked it at the 41-yard line. One wide receiver left, and now one to the right side. They sign up uh, with this second down and three right around the 41-yard line. And now it's going to be again. It's across the middle to the 45, and uh, he's tackled by Nicholas Paff right around the 45-yard line. That's Daniel Dunlop again for Moeller. Yeah, I mean, they're just really going hat on a hat and getting four yards every time. And uh, if I'm Moeller, I would just keep that going right now. And it is it is a lot about winning that first down. They got six yards right out of the gate, and then they had their whole playbook. So let's, let's see if they can win this down. First and ten for the Crusaders at the 46. From left to right, they go. Two wide receivers to the right side. Rotello back in at halfback. And now the give to Rotello up the middle. Rotello across the 50, gets into elder territory at the 48-yard line before Luke Flowers got him. There it is again, hat on a hat. I mean, it's it's uh, it's clockwork right now. I, you know, it's like Elder's got to run a twist or um, do something to kind of change this up right now. Yeah, it's it's uh, the offensive line, as you mentioned, Rob, has just been moving at will and and really pushing away the Elder Crusaders' defensive line. So a second and five, they're going to mark it right at the Elder forty-nine yard line. Two wide receivers to the right side. They line up with Jared Mark to the right side, along with Tyrell Davis. And now Gesselbach going to fake to Rotello, roll to his right, looking, 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 still with it, going to run it across the 45 of Elder Territory, but a good tackle by Flowers. Otherwise, he would have gotten a lot more. Yeah, that was a great tackle in, in space there. That secondary did a great job. Everybody covered, and then Flowers came up and put a nice little pop on, on the quarterback there. 7.03 to play, opening quarter, 6-0, Moeller on top, third and one at the 45, the pitch to the left to Rotello, 45-40, easy to the 34-yard line of Elder, and just like that, he got 11 yards. Man, when you got the big fellas blocking eight to nine yards down the field, that is uh, that is not going to bode well for you as a defense. Moeller looks really good tonight, first and ten at the 35-yard line of the Panthers. Two wide receivers to the right. This drive started back at their own 29-yard line, and it's been one run after another. One wide receiver to the left, two to the right side. Gesselbrock now looks and now fakes. He's going to have to take it himself, and he's going to be tackled in the backfield. Uh, that was kind of a misdirection. I think he was really trying to give it to the running back, and that was number 24, Jordan Marshall. Yeah, that's where you hurt yourselves there. I mean, if you're getting four and five yards of pop, to go backwards just out of a miscommunication is actually big for the other defense. And now now Moeller's out of script, right? Now they're second and 13, second and 14. Uh, I, I'm guessing likely still going to run the ball. Um, but this is a really good opportunity here for Elder. Hopefully they can get him into a third and long. Gesselbrock at quarterback. He's going to line up with three wide receivers to the right side. In the backfield is Dunlop. And now the fake to Dunlop. The throw to the right side is complete. And that's going to be right around the 32-yard line. But a good tackle by Bartley Thomas gets him out of there. But uh, that was Kurt Thompson on the catch. Okay, so you got third and five now at the, let's call it the 30-yard line going in. So you're probably, this is probably two down territory. Um, so again, the whole playbook's still open for more. You could go two runs here, or maybe they'll try to pick up with a pass, but definitely two down territory for Moeller. 5.32 to play in the opening quarter. 
quarter. It's third down and five at the Elder 30. One wide receiver to the left and one to the right side. They've got Dunlop in the backfield. Gesselbrock looking at the sideline to get uh, the play in and now setting it up with still a 520 on this third down and five at the 30-yard line. And now the give to Dunlop, and Dunlop gets to the 29. He's still with it. There's a 20, 15. He's at the 10. He's at the 5. He's into the end zone for a 30-yard touchdown, and they could have had him in the backfield. Yeah, it looks looks like we got a ball game here. Somebody did slip through, but uh, it was the classic arm tackle. He ran right through it, and there was nobody left. Daniel Dunlop, a 30-yard touchdown for the Muller Crusaders, and uh, a crowd, you know, uh, not a huge crowd, of course, in the in the social distancing <laughs> era, but the but the Elder Panthers are, are stunned right here. Uh, 12 to nothing with 5:09 to play, and I'm not going to be too quick to announce this one as being yeah. good. We'll we'll check it a little bit better. Noah Hughes missed his first extra point. And let's get the official ruling as it bounces up. This time it is up, and this one is good. So with 5.09 to play in the opening quarter, Moeller on top, 13 to nothing over Elder. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Skyline Chili, before or after a game, is a tradition that spans generations. And Skyline Chili, like Elder, has its roots in Price Hill. The Lambrinides family carries on this tradition with Skyline Chili restaurants in Delhi, Harrison Avenue in Dent, and Glenway Avenue. So put on your purple and enjoy that delicious Skyline Chili. It's always Skyline time. Together, at last, it's Skyline time. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. Len Harvey, Rob Florian tonight, and it's been all Moeller Crusaders. They've had two possessions. They had a 72-yard touchdown pass from Gesselbrock to Rotello, and now a 30-yard touchdown run by Daniel Dunlop. The only good thing is an extra point was missed, so it's 13 to nothing. Yeah, this is where it's important for the offense now to bail the defense out. If the offense really needs to sustain something, um, you know, you got you're looking down on the sideline of the defense. They're a little bit gassed right now. Um, you know, they, they're getting the the ground and pound treatment taken to him right now so it'd be it'd be nice to sustain a drive here for the offense flowers and ramsey are back at their 11 yard line to return this kick noah hughes for the Muller crusaders from left to right they go waiting for the television with 509 to go here in the opening quarter 13 to nothing the Muller crusaders on top Muller missed an extra point on their first touchdown though so now Hughes will look to kick this one away at the 40 and kicks it to the left side. It's going to be Ramsey at the 9. Ramsey across the 15. He's going to roll all the way to the other side. He's to the 20. And then finally, he's taken and lost his helmet right around the 22-yard line. This is where you're really counting on somebody to step up and make a play. You know, you maybe come out a little flat. You're you're on your heels. This is where somebody's got to step up. Maybe a Scotty Neiman, um, maybe a Drew Ramsey, somebody just to break one and say, "All right, guys, let's go play." Um, th- this is where you, maybe a senior leader, something like that. Somebody's got to step up and make a play here. Yeah, they've got uh, they've got to move the football on this drive. Last drive, they had a lot of problems with the the Mueller uh, secondary was right. covered. Everybody was covered, so Hamilton had to take a couple of sacks. So we'll see here on a first and ten. They have it at their own twenty-two yard line. Four fifty-nine to go in the opening quarter. Three wide receivers for the for the Panthers off to the left side. Hamilton gets the snap and now gives it to Cooper Johnson, and he gets nowhere right around the twenty-one yard line before he is taken down. One of the linebackers, number fifty-eight, uh, for the Mueller Crusaders. 
and that was uh, Ivan Anderson making the tackle. Yeah, this is, uh, like we said, Elder's probably going to come out and try to establish a run here, if nothing else, to keep their defense off the field. Um, but they got to get a little more than that on first down. They, they lost one. Yeah, that, going second, yeah, Cooper Johnson couldn't get much there. So right now, Muller is doing a good job on the run, and they've been able to cover the receivers. So Scotty Neiman is off to the left side. They decided to go with Harp and Ramsey off to the to the right, actually, and uh, Neiman's off to the left side. Second and 11 at the 21. Hamilton's going to keep it himself, and he crosses the 25. He's out to the 30, and he's out right around the 30, 31-yard line before he's taken down by number 30, Nolan Malone for the Crusaders. Okay, so that's part of the chess match right there. In the, in the, the series before, Moeller's dropping everybody back, playing this zone. Well, Coach Ramsey now spreads everybody out and then runs a little draw up the middle, so um, kind of just um, combating exactly against what Moeller was doing there. Third and two from the 30-yard line for the Panthers. 3.50 remaining here in the opening quarter. Down 13 to nothing. One wide receiver to the right, and now Ramsey is going to keep it, and Ramsey gets across the 33 to maybe the 34-yard line, but not much more than that. Yeah, it's interesting. We talked a little bit in the pregame that they have similarities to, this team has similarities to last year and how successful Matthew Luby was. Essentially what you're doing this year is you're taking two guys, uh, a Drew Ramsey and a Ben Hamilton, and kind of getting the same type of results out of two guys instead of one. And that does help, and that gets the first down, so that'll do it. So a first and ten for the Panthers at the 33-yard line, 3.22 to go. Cooper Johnson is lining up as a wide receiver to the right. Hamilton's got an empty backfield. Now looking, here comes the blitz. He throws it to Ramsey, complete at the 35, and Ramsey gets a shoestring tackle right around the 37-yard line. Otherwise, he would have got a lot more. Ooh, that was close to being a game-breaker there. Uh, it, it is interesting. You know, Moeller's kind of staying in the same thing. They're dropping back. Their front line's being aggressive, but the secondary's dropping back, and, and Coach Ramsey's kind of exploiting it here. Um, Dinkin' Duncan right in front of him, um, where we can get some catch and run. Again, like you said, that was almost a really big play there. Second and five for the Panthers at the 38-yard line. Clock continues to run in a quick first quarter. 2.45 to go in the opening quarter. One wide receiver to the right. Now two to the left side. 13 nothing. Muller on top. Larkins goes in motion to the right side. Now again, it's going to be Sabato in motion. And now Hamilton takes the snap. Rolls to his right. Lookout gives it to Sabato on a, on a little pitch pass to the 42-yard line. And a gain of about four. It's going to be short of a first down. Yeah, the, the theme of this series has been screens and draws, right? Uh, Moeller continues to not let anybody behind him, and until they get out of that, I think Elder's happy to just take these four- and five-yard chunks. Third down, and they're going to mark it at two yards. It's right at the 41-yard line where they put the little uh, orange marker here. Can't touch the ball. The, re- the re- referees oh, cannot, yeah, they can't touch the ball. They put it out there. So it's third and two at the 41. Less than two minutes to go in the opening quarter. 13-0 Muller. But Hamilton looks to pitch it and does. To, it's Cooper Johnson who dropped it, got it back, and got to the 39-yard line. So a loss of two for the Panthers. It'll be fourth and four coming up. Man, self-inflicted wounds there. Uh, they, had a, they had a good play but uh, just mishandled the pitch. And now the defense is going right back on the field. Well, watch this play here because you could see a situation where Ramsey, if he finds a little bit of room here, uh, he does punt a little bit late. He does that rugby-style kick. So you could see that. If he sees an opening, he might take it here. Yeah, in a gamer like Drew Ramsey, you have full faith in him to make the right decision uh, at the right time. So it is something that Moeller has to account for, that, that's for sure. And you're what we yeah, fourth and five here. It's a great opportunity to do that. You're, you're almost at midfield, so it's not a terribly risky thing. So uh, we'll see if he's thinking that in the back of his head as well. Fourth and four. They mark it at the 39. And now Ramsey will be at his 25-yard line. Gets the snap roll 
rolls out, looking, 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 and now he's going to run it. He does it. Outside 40. He gets to the 45, the 50. He's into Mueller territory at the 48-yard line. Look at that. Glenn, that was that was a beautiful call there. Look at you. That was fantastic. It's exactly what you predicted. And, man, that felt like it taken an eternity to, to make that decision. And it was it was quick to it – was, it was slow to develop, but it, he saw – he had the vision down the field, and he's like, you know what, I'm going to get this first down. He almost lulled him to sleep, right? He held it like he was going to punt, held it like he was going to punt, held it like – and the whole time he's knowing, I'm going. Uh, and, hey, it, there, that could be the spark, right? I mean, that could be what Elder needs to get going now. First and ten. They mark it at the 47-yard line of Moeller this time. The deepest penetration for the Panthers. Three wide receivers to the right. And now Hamilton throws to the right. It's complete to Ramsey, but he's going to be tackled in the backfield at the 48-yard line. And the, the Crusaders were not shocked at that as Tony Mock and company make the tackle. Well, so Larkins actually had a really good block on the edge there. And Drew Ramsey got a little bit antsy and took the inside route and, and outside. He's, I, I'd imagine his dad's going to lay into him a little bit in the film room on Monday. Yeah, that's going to be, they're going to lose a couple of yards. They're going to mark it back at the 47-yard line. And this time for the Panthers. Tonight's portions of tonight's game are brought to you by Adam Schuster, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith. That's the Lucian Schuster Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati at 513-562-8304. Second down for the Panthers. They got it at 47. Obviously, it's not that on the scoreboard here. They've got to fix something on the scoreboard. It is uh, second down to 47. And I'm going to I'm going to quickly uh, finish this uh, br- this ad for uh, Adam Schuster team as financial advisors. Adam Schuster, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schuster. Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schuster, a certified financial planner with Morgan Stanley, currently uh, scheduling wealth management consultations. Give them a call at 513-562-8304. A lot better read that time. Yeah, absolutely. You know how we're talking about um, making a spark. How about Coach Coach Ramsey right now is trying to light a fire into yeah. him on the, on the, on the sideline. And, and he always does it with respect, but man, he'll, he'll get you going. So, um, you know what midfield now and uh, still anybody's ball game, right? So um, they can sustain this drive and, and get right back in the flow. Yeah, that's uh, that. And, and right now they ended the uh, first quarter, so that was the problem. So we'll, we'll, we'll get you your uh, spot there at the top, but uh, we we missed that. But uh, it is the start of the second quarter. The scoreboard is still having some issues. They've got second down and forty-seven at the thirty-nine, <laughs> which I think is incorrect. Right? You're, you're going to have to go to the to the way back of yeah. the playbook uh, to find your second and forty-seven play. Absolutely. Well, Ron's Roos restaurant and pub a west side landmark for over 60 years and they are proud to support elder football uh, besides the city's best fried chicken the roost also featured barbecued ribs german sauerbraten burgers wings homemade saratoga chips coleslaw and cream pies you're probably getting hungry enjoy the patio 20 tvs every day for lunch or dinner dine in or carry out race road in bridgetown ron's roost it's clucking good Absolutely. So, Len, I do have to take a minute to, uh, you know, thank everybody for letting me come off the bench uh, for Phil the Thrill tonight. You know, he does such a good job. Um, and I will say, you know, half the fans, quarter the fans, whatever it is, you still get goosebumps walking into the pit, right? Mm-hmm. And it's been a long, strange year for everybody, but it's a Purple Friday. We're at the pit, and it's all good tonight. It doesn't get much better than this. And I've, I've told Coach Ramsey this, that, that this Friday experience has ruined me for Sundays because it's <laughs> It's still not the it's not the same anymore on Sundays, right? Right, right? I mean, you watch the game; it's just such a pure game, right, Rob? It, I mean, it, think about it when you played. It, it's, it, 
you do it for the love of the game. You want to play. It's so pure, and it's the community, you know, and the things you don't see. You know, I'm sure there's some guys sitting around a fire pit somewhere having a beverage of their choice, guys that were in the class of 1972, were in the class of 1994. You know, it's a reason that the community draws together on Friday nights. You know, you text each other your Purple Friday shirts, and you can all share in something so great, um, and I'm, I'm honored to be a part of it. I'm honored to, to, to stay a part of it, and it's so fun to come back and see all the faces that um, you know have been staples in the community for so long. It's a lot of fun. We uh, we certainly miss Phil the thrill this week uh, on assignment, but we, we have the legendary Rob Florian, <laughs> right. so it's good stuff. Two yeah. odd receivers for the Panthers to the left. They're going to go from left to right here to start the second quarter. The ball spotted at the 47-yard line. Here, stepping up is Ramsey. Ramsey's going to keep it inside the 40, and he gets to the Muller 37-yard line before he's taken down by number 30 for the Crusaders, and that's Nolan Malone. Yeah, so that's a really patient run there by Drew Ramsey, and just uh, hiding behind the offensive line. He's probably a little tough to see, and um, you know, uh, again, they're uh, more it's consistently stayed back, stayed back. What's eventually going to happen as we get through this game is they're going to start getting greedy and start getting up, and then that's when you get somebody like Scotty Neiman over the top to pop a big one. Unfortunately, you just have to be patient, and you're down two scores, so it takes a lot of patience here uh, for the elder offense. 13 nothing, Muller with the score here. Second quarter, 11-20 to go. Third and one for the Panthers at the 38, and it's Ramsey going to keep it. Ramsey to the right, 35, 30, 25, and he steps up to the, about the 18-yard line of Muller, 20 yards on third down and a first down for the Panthers. That's really good. You know, now's a good time to share my first Drew Ramsey story. When I was a senior quarterback at Elder, Drew was born in the middle of the season. I think he was born on a Tuesday and on Friday, uh, Mrs. Ramsey had him in the stands in his little booster seat supporting the Panthers. So he's been a part of it for a long time. Uh, Absolutely, and that's a great story there. First and 10 at the 20. Here's going to be Ramsey to keep it again inside the 20. He's to the 15. He spins to the 10. He's about the 9-yard line 11 yards with a couple of spins, a dink and a dunk, and next thing you know, 11 yards. That's just all feel right there. And maybe he didn't get that from when he was a toddler at the games, but he certainly developed it over the years because he's kind of feeling um, all the blocks in front of him. He's really slow. In the NFL, you used to see Le'Veon Bell do that a lot. He kind of wait, wait, and then go. Um, and, and they're taking advantage of some gaps in the more defense right now. First and goal from the 9. It's Ramsey again at quarterback, and he's going to keep it inside the 10, and this time they're going to get him at the 9, and that was number 52 for the Crusaders, got him, and that was Wyatt Bullock getting the stop. So they've taken the air out of the ball this uh, series here, but I'm almost wondering now that you get down to this 10-yard line, hopefully you can get some man coverage where you can exploit um, you know, one of your taller receivers to go up and get a ball because it's looking like the Muller DBs are, aren't all that tall, so you get a fade router, um, you know, a 50-50 jump ball uh, uh, might be effective here. Second down and goal from the 9, 10-0-2 to play here in the second quarter. It's the Panthers trailing 13 nothing. Hamilton back at quarterback, throws it to the right, almost intercepted uh, on the right side. He had Sabato, but a paw by Nate Paffs got that one. Yeah, that's just a pretty savvy play by the defensive end there because that was looking like six. Um, you know, that's that's a, that's a actually one of the hardest throws in the game is getting that ball up with a little bit of touch and getting it back down um, and maybe had a little too much steam on it. 9.56 to go, second quarter. 
It's Muller 13, Elder nothing. Third down and nine at the nine. They line up with Harp to the left side, Ramsey to the left, two wide receivers to the right, Sabato and Neiman. Now it's Hamilton left. He's got Ramsey open in the end zone. Touchdown! Nine yards, left corner end zone, and they're on the board. That is classic Elder offense right there. You line up at the 10-yard line. You get man-to-man coverage, and every uh, play they call, it's got what we call a man-beater. And, and that's a route that's going to work against man. And especially when you have a talent like Drew Ramsey running the route, I bet Ben Hamilton got to the line of scrimmage, a lick in his chops when he saw the defense. There. Absolutely. 11th touchdown pass on the season for Hamilton and Ramsey with the touchdown grab. And it's Mueller will look to add the extra point. Austin Wanstrop will look to hold. He gets the snap down. The kick is up. And this one is good. So with 9.51 to go in quarter number two, it's Mueller 13 Elder 7 on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Is a proud sponsor of Elder High School Football. The professionalism, integrity, and work ethic of Hoding agents reflect the values of the elder community they serve. Whether you're selling your home or property or finding a new one, you can expect Hoding agents to go the extra yard to meet and exceed your needs. Hoding Realtors is proud to be a part of the great heritage of Western Cincinnati, where they've chosen to raise their families and serve their community for the past 25 years. Hoding Realtors, 451 4800, or on the web at hoding.com. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth from the pit. Len Harvey, and we don't have Phil Bengal tonight, but we've got Rob Florian. So no Phil the Thrill, but Rob Florian filling in admirably tonight. You know, i got to give the obligatory shout-out to our sponsor, Hoding Realtor, Steve Florian, my father, class of 72. Wow. Thank you for supporting the Panthers to all our sponsors. Absolutely. And, you know, they've got uh, Brian Baisley and Rick Hoding and Doug Rolfus and everybody else from the team. So well, you know they're to get into a spot. You know, you know they're all great guys because they walk through the halls of Elder High, right? Ab- absolutely. They get a lot a lot more because of that. 13-7, to 7, the Muller Crusaders on top. They're going to get the football, but the Panthers, after a, a fake punt, they get a nine-yard touchdown catch by Drew Ramsey from Hamilton. Hamilton's 11th touchdown of the season, and it's 13-7. to 7, So right away, they're back in this game. They're going to look to kick this one off. They'll set up back deep with number 40, Alec Weeder. will line up back deep, and this one's going to going to go really shorter back at around the 15-yard line. Taken to the right side across the 25. He's out to the 30. Takes a step to the 40. And still with it, 45-50. He's into elder territory at the 44-yard line. Tyrell Davis uh, with that. That's where the special teams is the great equalizer, right? Like, Elder can get that momentum going. You feel like they're in the flow of the game. They're getting back into it. And then, boom, Moeller flips the field in there. They're you know, they're driving a score already. They marked it right around the 46-yard line is where they put the actual marker. So the good return by Tyrell Davis for the Molar Crusaders. He picked it up at around the 20-yard line. So they'll line it up, first and 10 at the Elder 46. Three wide receivers to the left side. Noah Gesel. Brock, and now gives it off to Rotello. Rotello at the 45, and he gets to the 42-yard line, and uh, Jack Willenborg made the tackle for the Panthers. Uh, that's a hell of a play by Jack there, uh, getting down the line. He um, his, his man left him, and he just closed really quick. That's just a reaction play and a solid tackle. Gesel Brock is at a good start to the to the uh, quarterbacking. He did not have a pass before this game. He's thrown a 72-yard touchdown. Uh, most of that was a run, but uh, 
Rotello caught that one, and it'll set up a second and six at the 42-yard line, leading 13-7. to And now the fake to Rotello, the complete to the 35, to the 30. He's out to the 25, and now to the 20-yard line. A nice uh, reception there by Tanel Bennett, by Bryant, rather, Tanel Bryant. That, that's where Moeller's taking advantage of. Elder is really focused on stopping the run right now. Um, and you can tell Moeller's got some speed in, the, in their slot receivers. So if they can get a catch and run, that, that gets a little dangerous. So we'll see if uh, they tighten up a little bit on the edges now. First and 10 at the 20-yard line of the of the Panthers now. And it's Kesselbrock going to give it off to Rotello. This time he's in the backfield, and he is tacked by Joey Stemler. Stemler getting a chance tonight and uh, finally getting in on that. Yeah, so that was Galen Mitchell that really blew the play. Up for his for his but his uh, confidant there to, to finish it off. Uh, and Galen's an interesting guy because he you know he's probably more of a linebacker, but he's doing what the team asks of him by by filling a, a void on the defensive line. And he, uh, he literally blew that play up from the beginning. Second and twelve from the twenty-two yard line. Eight twenty to play. Second quarter. Moeller on top, thirteen to seven. Two wide receivers to the right. Gesselbrock looks to throw, and it's complete to the right side. David and he gets to the fifteen yard line, and that was uh, Bryant. So that, this is a similar situation to um, when they picked up the big chunk play earlier. The elder defense has given a little bit of space to these slot receivers because of their speed. So they're smart to, to give them a little cushion, but uh, Moeller's getting these quick hitters in the, in the slot and taking advantage of it. Third down and three. They mark it at the 14-yard line. 8-13 to go second quarter. 13-7. Moeller on top of Elder. One wide receiver to the left side, and that's Mark to the left. And now looking as Gesselbrock going to throw it. It's uh, Brian again, this time inside the 15 to about the 14-yard line. So not much doing as... Uh, Tanel Bryant did not get uh, that first down. It's funny. The Moore coaches are kind of going to the well. When they find something that works, they go back to it over and over and over again. And that was, again, they tried to get a little uh, space in the slot, but um, elder safety came down and covered the ground pretty quickly. Now they mark it at the 13-yard line. This will be a 30-yard field goal attempt from the right hash. And Noah Hughes will look to get it. Now he missed an extra point earlier, and they set up here. Right hand snap is not very good. The the kick is off to the left side, and this one is no no good. No good. No good. Off to the left side. So with 8:01 to go in the second quarter, it's Muller 13, Elder 7. We'll take a quick timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. La Rosa's proudly supports high school sports. Whether you're fueling up before the game or celebrating afterwards, La Rosa's for great pizza, wings, hoagies, and more. Dine in or 513-347-1111 for pickup. Or we'll deliver wherever you are within our delivery area. Order online or La Rosa's new mobile ordering at LaRosa's.com. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. Len Harvey, Rob Florian, 8.01 to go here in quarter number two. A missed field goal of 30 yards, and it's still 13-7. The Moeller Crusaders on top of the Elder Panthers. The Panthers get the ball right around the 20-yard line. They'll set up first and 10 from the 20-yard line. Hamilton with the give, and this time Cooper Johnson falls right around the 20-yard line, so no gain on the play. Tonight's game is brought to you by Kelsey Chevrolet as your West Side full-service Chevy dealership, proud supporter of Elder Sports on the radio. Now at Kelsey Chevrolet Lifetime Powertrain Protection, see Walt Kelsey or Paul Cluxton at Kelsey Chevrolet Route 50 in Lawrenceburg or Kelsey Chev 
Rob.com. 7.37 remaining in, in quarter number two. And, Rob, importantly, 13-7 to still. Muller had the good start, the missed field goal here. This could be big momentum for the Panthers. Yeah, you see them settling in a little bit. There's less window dressing. They kind of know what they want to do, mix, run, and pass now. Second and ten from the 20. Three wide to the left side. Hamilton looking left, throwing left. It's complete to Ramsey at the 25, and he gets to the 27-yard line, a gain of seven on second down. So it'll be a short third down coming up. That was a really good read by Hamilton. The defense um, pretty much bailed out uh, and left the the soft flat. So, um, you know, Drew Ramsey set up shop about five yards with, with, with nobody ten yards from him. It'll be a third and three from the 27-yard line. 13-7, to the Muller Crusaders on top. They get a 72-yard touchdown catch, a 30-yard touchdown run. The run was by Daniel Dunlop, the catch by Rotello. One wide receiver to the left side, four now to the right. Empty backfield, Larkins goes in motion to block. They set up this third and three. Hamilton throws, complete to Ramsey at the 35, and he gets down to about the 37-yard line, and a first down for the Panthers, a gain of 10 for Drew Ramsey as he continues to do it. Yeah, that's really interesting. He's Drew Ramsey's got really good feel as a runner, but he's also got really good feel as a route runner where he can be looking back at the quarterback and still sense where the defense is at his back. He's finding really uh, the, the holes in the defense right now. 13-7, to seven, the Mola Crusaders on top. The Panthers have the football first and 10 at their own 36. Two wide receivers to the left side. Hamilton now gives to Cooper Johnson, and Johnson across the 35. He got to the 38. He was uh, basically taking in, in along with him for the ride, and that was Wyatt Bullock for Moeller. Yeah, he, he carried he carried him for four or five yards there. And Cooper, you know, Cooper's a strong kid, but uh, he, he's not that big. But that was a really a great effort by Cooper just to get a couple yards and, and get El, uh, Elder into a manageable down in distance. 5.48 to go in the second quarter. Muller on top, 13-7. to seven, A second down and seven for the Panthers. They mark it at the 39-yard line. Two wide receivers right, three now to the left in that bunch formation. Setting up now, shotgun for Hamilton. Steps back at his 30. Rolling to his left, looking down the field. He's got a man. It's Neiman complete at the 20-yard line down about the 18-yard line. Oh, a big play for the Panthers. Yeah, that was a sneaky route by Neiman. They, Muller came out in a cover three with their they're all dropping back, but he kind of lulled the corner to sleep and got behind him and just a really well-placed ball by Ben Hamilton. Yeah, that was a tremendous throw. They get it all the way down to the 18-yard line, and they got it from the 39, a gain of 21 on the play. They set up now with 5-18 to play. In the second quarter, it's a first down and 10. They mark it at the 18-yard line. Two wide receivers to the right. This time it's Drew Ramsey, and Ramsey's going to keep it. Inside the 15, goes outside to the 13-yard line, down to about the 12, a gain of six for Drew Ramsey, and a nice play moving it wide left. Absolutely. Little Drew Ramsey just put his shoulder down and, and got another three to four yards, but now we're getting him back to, to the classic offense, of the uh, elder offense of the past few years, a really balanced attack of run and pass does and coach Ramsey does a great job of that a second down and four they're going to mark the football at the 12 yard line of Muller 438 to go in the second quarter 13 to 7 the Crusaders are on top of the Panthers two wide receivers to the left one to the right side now they go in motion with another one to the right Hamilton takes a snap and rolls and he's going to pitch it and it's uh, I think that was uh check that that was uh for the Panthers number number 22 Lance Neville got the play yeah, that, uh, 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 the linebacker from Moeller really did a really good job of staying home on that one. They tr- Elder tried to pull, pull a little bit of a misdirection. They made it look like a, a pass protection and slipped somebody out, but uh, Moeller was not fooled on that one. Four minutes to play 
here in the second quarter. The Panthers have the uh, trail, rather, 13-7. to Third, third down and three. They mark it at the 11. Hamilton at quarterback. They go in motion with Neville to the right side. They've got Harp to the left. Looking, rolling. And here comes the blitz. And he's tackled from behind at the 18-yard line. Muller does a really good job. Ivan Anderson with the tackle. So Elder kind of got what they wanted there with man on the outside. But when you're man on the outside, that means that they're, they're bringing the noise uh, up front. And uh, just, just couldn't hold in there long enough for, for Ben to get the ball out. Fourth and ten at the 18-yard line. 3.25 to go, second quarter. Muller with a 13-7 lead. Sorry, Rob. Decision time here, right? You're fourth and ten on the 20. Yeah, it's a 35-yard attempt here. I think they're going to go for it, though. Well, if nothing else, you flip the field here, right? It's like a quality punt. Two wide receivers to the left and one to the right side. Looking and now going to get a timeout here. Okay, so yeah. so when they go up the line of scrimmage there, it looks like Moeller was going to bail out uh, and, and play everybody deep again. So now I wonder if Elder's going to go to the sideline and maybe try to hit something underneath. Yeah, there could be at a fourth and ten when we come back here, but we'll stay right here. Hey, business owners frustrated with your computer and network systems, get help from the pros at Fuller Information Technology. Computers, networks, phone systems, contact 71 Elder grad Tom Waltner at Fuller to get the help you need. Check them out on the web at fullerinfotech.com. Dot com, a proud supporter of Elder Football. 13-7, to the Muller Crusaders on top. They scored quickly, a 72-yard touchdown catch by Rotella, the former quarterback, gets it from the new quarterback, uh, Gesselbrock, and uh, that was uh, right at the 10:45 mark of the first quarter. And then a 30-yard touchdown continuing in the first quarter. Daniel Dunlop on the run made it 13-0. The first extra point was no good. The, the Panthers, meanwhile, get uh, Drew Ramsey a 9-yard touchdown catch from Hamilton with his 11th touchdown of the season, and that came at the 9.51 mark of the second. Muller missed a 30-yard field goal, and that's where we are right now, 13-7, to coming up at halftime. Uh, the best show in the business, the Cole Banker West Shell Halftime Report with Mark Bengal, Steve Bengal, and the legendary Tom Kennedy. Absolutely the best in the business. Absolutely. This doesn't is, so get much better. This is, uh, I'd say, the play of the game so far, right? You're fourth and ten, three minutes of the half. This is going to have a, a huge outcome on how, this, how we go into the half. Ramsey lines up as a wide receiver to the left side. They've got two to the left, two to the right. Fourth and ten at the 18. Hamilton shotgun looking. Here comes the blitz. Throws it down the field. It is in the end zone. Touchdown! It's Ramsey in the end zone for the touchdown. 18 yards is second of the game. You know the expression, players make plays. Yes. I mean, holy cow. How about the accuracy of Ben Hamilton and the ability to catch that ball, but how about those two just trusting uh, trusting each other already in this short season where he knows Drew's going to go make a play for him? I mean, that was caught in between two guys, contested. I mean, that is a... That is a heck of a play. On a fourth and 18, they get into the end zone. This is looking to give the Panthers the lead. Mueller will look to add this extra point, and it is up, and it is good. 2.59 to go in quarter number two. It's Elder 14, Mueller 13. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Hey, Panther fans. The Urology Group knows just how much this season means to you and the team. We also know how much it means to have a doctor you trust with your health. The Urology Group has 37 physicians, including five right here in the west side. Also, Drs. Flynn, Fulton, Kuhn, Pliskin, and Rodesheimer in our Mercy Hospital office. Learn more or schedule an appointment at urologygroup.com. Proud to support elder football. 
Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. Len Harvey, Rob Florian back here, and what a difference a quarter makes. The Panthers now lead it 14-13, to 13, but it was the Drew Ramsey show making that catch in the end zone. But the fact that Hamilton was able to just kind of put that in the right spot where only Drew could get it, that is what made the difference. I mean, that is just good football. I mean... Holy cow! I'm still I'm 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 still a little bit shocked because that was such a next level play. Um, but yeah, we talked about look when you come out a little flat, you get behind the eight ball. Who's going to make a play? And those two just made a huge play. Muller gets it now across the thirty and uh, right around there, right around the thirty-one yard line, and a bunch of uh, Panthers get on the on the ball there. But the the Crusaders now trailing fourteen to thirteen after. Uh, they, they pretty much dominated the first quarter. Right. How big a difference does that play make, right? If, if Elder goes, uh, if Moore gets the ball there, uh, Moore's still leading. They've pretty much, like you said, dominated the half. But now all of a sudden, Elder's right where they wanted to be. They're leading, hopefully can get leading going into halftime, have all the momentum at halftime. I mean, that is just such a big swing play there. And they get the ball first in the second half Absolutely. as well, so right off the bat. 2.53 to go. Going from right to left here in the second quarter is the Muller Crusaders. Three wide receivers to the right side. They go in motion, and now it's setting up. And now the give up the middle, it's Rotello, and Rotello gets across the 35 to the 36, a gain of about five on first down for the Crusaders. So this is where uh, elder defense came out, and they were they were given a little, given a little. With a big stop here, you know, uh, all, all is right in the world, right? If they can get more off the field here, they get, they get back to where they need to be. Second and five from the 36-yard line for the Crusaders. Three wide receivers to the right side. Gesselbrock in at quarterback, and now he's got Rotello in the backfield. Rotello was the quarterback for the first couple of weeks and now it's Gesselbrock at quarterback who threw a 70-yard touchdown to Rotello earlier in the first quarter and now the fake to Rotello he's got time looking he had time for a second and he's now being chased from behind throws it to the sidelines complete and I think he got his feet down it is a catch right on the right sidelines and that was Kurt Thompson with a tremendous catch he did tap tap yeah, absolutely. And you're going to see a little bit what the new quarterback has has to offer here because now, oh, we got a penalty coming back. Hey, it's all coming back. Uh, there is a flag down, and we'll see what it is right around the 28-yard line. And it's going to be holding against the Crusaders. So that's a big deal. Schmidt heating and cooling. Football season begins hot and humid, which it always does. And now it's going to start to get a little sweater weather, Rob Florian. It's going to be cold and frigid. And Schmidt heating and cooling wants you to keep your family comfortable no matter what the weather. Schmidt heating and cooling at 531-6900. They've been family owned and operated since 1954, and they'll give you the straight answers. And help you with what you're looking for with your systems. Schmidt heating and cooling, proud to support elder football. Second and 22 from the 19. Gesselbrock looking, throwing, and it is incomplete. It was intended for Rotello, but I don't think Rotello even knew the ball was coming. Yeah, I mean, when you when you're uh, second and twenty-two, you're 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 a little out of sorts there, and that's exactly what they looked. You're trying to pull a rabbit out of a hat, really. So now you're third and twenty-two, and and way off a of script here. Third down, 22, as you mentioned, at the 19-yard line. Two minutes and three seconds to go, second quarter. The Panthers have a 14-13 lead. Two wide receivers to the right side and one to the left side. They've got Rotello in the backfield with Gesselbrock at quarterback. He'll line up in shotgun formation. They look to set this one up with a third and 22. They go in motion. And now Bryant, and now a fumbled snap, but he gets it back, and he's going to throw it, and it's going to be... Oh, almost intercepted by the Panthers. And I'll tell you, you know, that was one of those. I think it was Nicholas Paff had a chance at that. 
Kamer. Oh, it was Kamer. Yeah, it was Chris Kamer, and he yeah. kind of got hit right as he was trying well, to get that one. I guess that's why he plays defense, right? He was in the yeah. right spot, yeah. but it's just completing the catch. But, um, you know, a, a really good series here for Elder's defense. Um, Chris Kamer is a kid that, you know, I, I like his story. He, he got a start. Um by injury and just practice really hard and played really hard and now the guys can't take him off the field so i think he's a good example of making yourself essential right yeah. um so he's done a great job and he was right in the right position there you know hopefully it's kind of a wash here because they're probably going to get this punt about the same spot that they would have got the interception fourth and 22 from the 19 they they line it back and now the kick by hughes is off to the right side and it's going to be flowers and he oh he almost fumbled that one away but he got it at the 43 yard line of Mueller, so uh, uh, they'll get it, but I'm sure that was not a, what he really wanted to do. I'll tell you, that's a bold play to come up and field that, but it's such a significant play, right? If he doesn't come up and field that, that's the difference in 20 yards. And with a minute 40 second on the clock, that 20 yards is huge. Now we're in, in more territory already. So um, it may look insignificant on the stat sheet, but that's that could be a, a really pivotal play before the end of the half here. And they set up now with a 147 to go. And it is 43, uh, the 43 yard line they'll set up now. Here in the second quarter, 14-13, Elder on top by one, but they got a chance here to put some points on the board right before halftime, which will be big. Three wide receivers to the right, two to the left in the bunch formation. They set up now with Larkins. It's going to be Ramsey at quarterback. Ramsey rolls to his left. He gets to the 45, to the 40, and he's out to about the 38-yard line, 37 maybe of Muller, so a gain of seven on that one. Yeah, they're going to go pretty quick here, but with a minute 47 and all your timeouts, you do have the luxury of running the ball right now, especially um, in the high school school format where if you get a first down the clock stops so um the, the whole playbook's still open right now even as that clock ticks uh to, to around a minute second and four from the 38 a minute 20 to play in the second quarter one wide receiver now two to the left one to the right shotgun it's hamilton this time hamilton steps back at his 45 rolls to his right looks to throw to his right throws it's complete inside the 20 to the 18 yard line of scotty neiman that is such a great timing play that's that's a comeback route on the outside the the quarterback has to throw that before the receiver's even ready for it so that really shows the work that that ben and scotty are putting in uh during the week and they'll just call time out there holding realtors is proud to bring you elder panther football the next time you're selling your home or looking for for a new one, call one of these elder grads and Hoding team members, Brian Baisley, Steve Florian, Rick Hoding, Doug Rolfus, Mike Rolfus, or Mike Wright. Call Hoding Realtors for all your real estate needs at 451, and that's 4800, 451-4800, or visit them on the web at Hoding.com, H-O-E-T-I-N-G. 104 to go in the second quarter. It is Elder 14 and Moeller 13, but they're right on the doorstep. Yeah, talk about flipping a script. We we talked about, man, they came out, they got punched in the mouth, they're a little flat, and now all of a sudden, if you can go up by, you know, eight, nine points here, taking it into half, it's like this is where we thought we would be. So um, really uh, uh, can cure a lot of what ailed them in the first quarter here. Now you look here, the I mean, just a couple of things that stand out on the score sheet here. You look at the missed extra point on the first one, although we didn't see it. It looked like it was good <laughs> right, from here. Right. Uh, missed extra point. But then the 30-yard field goal, that, because Elder did a good job on defense right around. They stopped him. Yep. They uh, got him. To, they missed the field goal of 30 yards. So so that's kind of a situation where four points is lost right there. Right. So it's it's a big deal. Right now it's a first and 10 for the Panthers, right at the 18-yard line where Scotty Neiman caught it. And they'll set up with four wide receivers to the left side and one to the right. Neiman is off to the right. 
And they'll set up now. Hamilton standing up in the back and now looking right side for Neiman. That time a little too far for him in the right corner of the end zone. Uh, but luckily it went a little too far because there was a Muller defensive back right in the back right on there. Yeah, that's one of those unheralded plays, too, where uh, it looks like an incompletion. But uh, that's one of those when you're under a minute here. If if your guy's not, you, you, you're going to give your guy a chance or nobody had a chance. So he threw it up to Scotty Neiman, knowing I'm probably putting this a little high and a little yeah. far out of his reach. This time they're going to line up with Harp off to the left side. They've got Harp and Sabato, Ramsey, and Larkins to the left. They've got Neiman to the right. Shotgun is Hamilton stepping up, throwing. It's complete to Ramsey. Inside the 15, to the 10, to the 5. He's down to about the 1-yard line. I don't think he got in, though, uh, right there, Rob, but uh, down to the 1-yard line, so 17 yards on the game. Yeah, what we don't see there is Scotty Neiman's being doubled, and what that does is it pulls the safety out of the middle field exactly where Drew Ramsey caught that ball. So um, uh, uh, a tip of the cap to uh, Doug Ramsey calling the plays there. That's a that's a great play call, seeing the defense. 40 seconds remaining. First and goal from the 1-yard line. Cooper Johnson in the backfield with Ramsey setting up, and now Ramsey's going to keep it himself, and he goes into the end zone, pretty much untouched for the touchdown for the Panthers. That's touchdown number three for Ramsey. He's caught two, and he's run one in. Uh, he's a playmaker, right? We're going we're gonna, to uh, send a shout-out to his buddies on the O-line there on that one. Singler, James, and uh, Beckenhop on the right side. They got a push. They were into about they had their guys at about the goalpost on that one, so uh, a, a pretty easy uh, dive for for the, uh, what do we call him, the Energizer Bunny, Drew yeah. Ramsey. 20 unanswered points by the Elder Panthers. They lead it 20-13, to 13, looking to add this extra point. Austin Wanstrott to hold this one, and it's Mueller. The extra point is up, and it is good. So with 30 seconds to go in the second quarter, it's Mueller 21. Check that. Elder 21, Mueller 13 on the Prep Sports Radio Network. For a sharp team look, work, or play, it's the Underground Sports Shop. From team uniforms and sports gear to fan apparel and promotional items, they can customize any order. A wide range of items is at undergroundsportshop.com or 513-751-1662. Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your favorite team? Do you have a headache from that last-minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional, friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428, and brozartpharmacy.com. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. And, you know, a quarter ago this was looking pretty grim, and now 21 unanswered points, and the Elder Panthers have a 21-13 lead. Len Harvey along with the legendary Rob Florian tonight. Right, legendary yeah. in, in my grandfather's yeah. mind and in my mother's <laughs> mind, and that's hey, probably it. Two state titles. You'll, you'll, you'll be able to – you're like, you're like the Al Bundy of uh, Elder. You know, you'll always have that. That's right. Before but, a touchdown game. But, you know, I miss bath time and bedtime tonight, so oh. I, I don't think I'm a legend in my wife's No, right she's now. a little bit upset with you. There's the kickoff, and it's going to bounce a little bit, taken uh, around the 15-yard line to the 20. He's at the 25, the 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, down the sidelines, and he's at the 30, 25, 20, and he's out at the 16-yard line. That was, I mean, just a lot of movement for Alex Weeder, and Alec Weeder, rather, and and just kept going. There's that. He didn't, that somebody didn't tell him that yeah, the, right. the game was the ready to go to halftime. You ain't kidding. We talked about uh, special teams being the a great equalizer and wow did that that I mean you got 18 seconds here you got a chance for elders defense to do like a sudden change format they're back on the here's a little bit but can can make a play but 
yeah, I mean, going into halftime, momentum is everything, especially for uh, high school age kids and that momentum. So um, this is this will be a big, probably the biggest stop of the game here for the elder defense. Seventy yards on that. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. My goodness. Oh, uh, Weeder got that, and it's a first and ten at the Panther fifteen yard line, and setting up now it's Gesselbrock. Will line up at quarterback. He's got three wide receivers to the left side. Now the give to Rotello to the right inside the 15, but he's taken out at about the 13-yard line with 12 seconds remaining. Now 11 seconds. They're going to call a timeout with 11 seconds remaining, but they've got a shot here to get some points, and this is big because Elder gets the ball first in the second half, so Moore's got to do something here down 21-13. to 13. Yeah, the, the ebbs and flows of this game have been... Um, really, I, I mean, for us and the folks at home, we'll call it exciting. Um, but holy cow, just when you think one team has established um, some type of rhythm, um, the the flip the script flips on us. Um, two times it's been for Molar special teams, uh, and it seems like it's been the same lane um, on the on the on the kicking team. So uh, yeah, this is this is a time when uh, if you're the defense, you got to really strap it up and settle in here, and somebody's now got to make a play on the defense. It'll be a second down and eight at the 13-yard line. 12 seconds remaining. Reminder, coming up at halftime again is the Caldwell Banker West Show Halftime Report. They'll have scores from around with uh, Steve Bengal. He's always got his, he's got his iPad out there. He's got yeah. some calculations. I, I don't know, but he always has all the precincts reported. If you come down to La Rosa's on Boudinot, he's got it all figured out at the end it, of the night. It's a beautiful mind. He has yes. a beautiful mind. This this will be interesting here, right? So, um, the. Moeller still has the advantage of where they could get the clock to stop on a first down. Uh, they have one timeout, so you could sneak a run, but with 13 seconds, you're thinking probably two plays. Here. Yeah, second and eight from the 13. Now looking now looking to Rattel, looking in the end zone. Incomplete. He had him open in the back of the end zone. Caddis was open, but it was to the left side of him, and he couldn't move that way. Yeah, he maybe just a touch laid on the throw. It looked like the receiver and the quarterback just weren't on the same page. Uh, they had the right idea, but they just couldn't complete the play. Eight seconds remaining. Third down and eight for the Crusaders at the Elder 13-yard line. Elder sending another DB on the field now expecting a pass. Two wide receivers to the left side. They line up with two to the right side. In the backfield is Rotello. And the quarterback setting up. Gesselbrock. Well set up here third and eight at the 13. Now looking. Gesselbrock looks to throw right corner, and that's going to be out of bounds. He caught it, but he's out of bounds. Out of bounds. Let's see. They're saying no. That's great coverage by Nick Path there. Yeah. It was the only way to catch that was out of bounds because yeah. of Path's coverage. You're right. The classic oh, on them like white on rice there. Yeah. Well, now they're going to have another chance at a 30-yard field goal. So with a fourth and eight at the 13 with three ticks of the clock left, they're going to go for a field goal. It's again at the right hash is where he missed it from before. So this is the exact spot and on the last one, the timing was off from the get-go. The snap was a little high. The hold was a little late. So we'll see if that, the battery can sharpen it up this time. Weeder's going to hold this one for Hughes. Again, right hash. Weeder puts it down. The kick is up. Right-footed kick. And this one's got the distance. And it is good. So we have gone to halftime. A 30-yard field goal takes us to halftime, and it is now 21-16. Elder with the lead on that 30-yard field goal. Elder takes that uh, lead to the dressing room. They also get the ball first in the second half. We'll come back with the Caldwell Banker West Shell Halftime Report. You're listening to the Elder Panther Game of the Week here on the Prep Sports Radio Network. 
Your electric bill these days can be pretty shocking. And trying to fix an electrical problem by yourself can be even more shocking. The way to solve both problems is by calling Cooper Electric. Cooper has been serving Greater Cincinnati's electrical needs for over 64 years. They're licensed pros with years of on-the-job experience. Cooper Electric will save you money by wiring or rewiring your home more efficiently and installing devices to conserve electricity. And when you call Cooper Electric, you'll be in for another shock. A real person will answer your call 24-7-365-513-271-5000. I'm Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. And while I'm proud to provide orthopedic sports medicine care to the Elder Panther athletes, I want to remind all our listeners that Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine is available for youth and recreational athletes as well. If you or your loved one has an injury that's affecting your active lifestyle, we can help you get back in the game. We are conveniently located at 6045 Bridgetown Road, 347-9999, and on the web at mercy.com. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct decision is contacting Coldwell Banker West Shell. With outstanding agents and top-of-the-line marketing, Coldwell Banker West Shell has the tools to provide you with expert service. The professionals at Coldwell Banker West Shell will develop an effective plan to market and sell your home or assist you in acquiring your dream home. Coldwell Banker West Shell, 922-9400, on the web at cbws.com. For an easy shopping experience and unbelievable deals, it's Joseph Toyota on Coleraine and josephtoyota.com. By shopping online, you can value your trade-in and make your own deal all from the comfort of your own home. And every new car purchase includes the Joseph Toyota Advantage of a lifetime powertrain warranty, $500 towards your next trade-in, free shuttles for service, and a whole host of other benefits. Just ask your neighbor. They bought from us. Joseph Toyota, 9101 Coleraine Avenue and at josephtoyota.com. Proud to support elder football. Safety footwear. There is hardly a job site or business that doesn't require them. And your local Red Wing shoe stores have them. Red Wing has the popular safety styles you demand. From comfort shoes and athletics to traditional boot styles. With five convenient locations, Red Wing can manage your company's safety shoe program. And we can bring the store to you with our mobile safety shoe truck. Contact the Red Wing store nearest you in Eastgate, Tri-County, Western Hills, Mason, Florence, and online at redwingshoes.com. Dave Ramsey here. As a business owner, you don't have time to worry about your network. Fuller Information Technology, Cincinnati's IT department, can assess your network needs, stabilize any immediate issues, and manage your network. They've been helping businesses for over 20 years. So whether you have 50 employees or you're a one-person office, Fuller Information Technology can provide the IT support that you need. FullerInfotech.com. FullerInfotech.com. Hello, I'm Father. Jerry Reinersman, pastor of St. Joseph Parish in Cold Spring, Kentucky. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFP Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. It's time for the Coldwell Banker West Shell Realty Halftime Report. Now, let's go back and break down all the first half action and get you updated on other scores in the area. Once again, here's Steve Bengal, Tom Kennedy, and Mark Bengal. And here we are back at the pit at Elder High School, where at halftime the Elder Panthers are up 21-16 to 16 over the Muller Crusaders. And thank you all for joining us tonight, wherever you may be, uh, listening to us on the radio, streaming online, all over the place, I'm sure, at campgrounds and... Uh, 
maybe at the beach somewhere, all over the place, wherever you may be enjoying it. We thank you for tuning in, and uh, we appreciate it. And, of course, those watching uh, the game on EHS Sports, uh, hello and thank you for watching as well. Guys, uh, uh, Elder kind of got off to a slow start. Uh, Mahler really came out uh, on fire, a new quarterback, a new scheme, everything. Uh, Really, I I would imagine what they saw they didn't – hadn't ever seen anything on film so it's it's taken them a little while to get things in order but uh things are starting to even out the panthers come back with three touchdowns uh give up a big kickoff return after the score to give uh, Mueller three points at the end before the halftime but uh that's a good game they're oh, very enjoyable it's a great game it's a typical gco contest uh I, I would put it more bluntly, Mark. I think Moeller kind of punched Elder right in the nose to start the game, and uh, uh, they had the momentum, and, and they had uh, Elder's defense on their heels, uh, and that's 170-yard uh, pass to the former quarterback, T.J. Rotello, uh, put Moeller up early, uh, and they had a 30-yard run, and all of a sudden uh, Elder was, was behind the eight ball a little bit. But it was interesting to me to see that um, Elder was calm, patient. Uh, on offense, they took what the Moeller defense was giving them. So, uh, you know, and, and um, Ralph Laurie made, made reference to this as well. Uh, Elder needed to be patient, especially late first quarter and then into the second quarter. And they were. They took what the defense gave them, and then they were able to go up top a couple times and one touchdown, the first touchdown, I should say, to Drew Ramsey. Uh they went over the top, but uh, uh, I tell you, it's a great high school football game, and I'm glad everybody's got a chance to watch and listen to it uh, with, with, with our eyes and, and, and talking about it tonight because it's just a typical great game. And, you know, I can't wait for the second half to start, Mark. It's going to be a barn burner down to the end. Well, uh, with uh, how little ado, we're going to switch over. Steve, uh, you know, Tom, when we were walking up, uh, got, I guess, international news uh, that uh, uh, Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg died this evening. So that's kind of rocking the, the crowd a little bit there. But, uh, Steve, uh, let's get some uh, news uh, more on the high school level here with some of the scores we got at or near the half. At or near the half, you are correct, Mark, and uh Traveling down to uh, Indianapolis or out to Indianapolis, uh, uh, playing Cathedral St. X. Went out there. Right now, they're down near the half, 15 to seven. And uh, you were saying that uh, their quarterback uh, was was not. Yeah, Brogan McKay has not played since uh, early in the first half. And uh, Nolan Ryan, no Ryan Nolan. <laughs> wait, wait, Ryan. No, yeah. Ryan Nolan is uh, the backup quarterback for the Bombers. I was thinking. I bet you he's throwing some fastballs. What do you think? So uh, is in there. So they they are they are behind currently at the half. All right, and the game you're listening to here on the Prep Sports Radio Network is Elder 21 to 13 over Moeller at the half. LaSalle traveling to DuPont Manual in Indiana and went down 7 to nothing early. Zach Branham uh, scored on a three-yard touchdown run to knot it up. It scores right now 7-7, to uh, LaSalle and DuPont Manual. GMC action. It's uh, Colerain uh, looking to re- regain a little respect in the GMC, up 28-6 to over Middletown. It's Mason. They remain remaining undefeated or trying to, 14-7 to over Sycamore. Hamilton over Oak Hills, 14 to nothing. 
nothing. It's Lakota East 14, Princeton 7. And right now, Fairfield over Lakota West, 7 to nothing. That game early, 7.30 start. So uh, that, that score is a little bit behind. We'll get the final to you tonight, uh, obviously, in the uh, game night uh, scoreboard uh, later on tonight. Nothing reporting in from the Cincinnati Hills League. In ECC action, Anderson 21, West Claremont nothing. It's Little Miami kind of rebounding from a, a rocky week of some controversial things out there. 35 to nothing over Loveland. Edgewood over Talawanda, 14 to 7 in the Southwest Ohio Conference action. GCL co-ed. All the road teams are uh, ahead in this one. McNick 12, Shamanad Julian nothing. Alter 28. Carroll nothing, and Baden 22, Fenwick another Zippo. Cincinnati College Prep brought the college tonight. They're over Miami Valley Christian Academy 54 to nothing at the half. So uh, the, obviously a running clock in the second half. That game will be over in about 30 seconds, I think. <laughs> it's uh, St. Bernard and New Miami not at 8. Purcell Marion 7. Norwood nothing. Roger Bacon 23. Summit Country Day 8. In Southern Buckeye Conference action, Goshen and Western Brown are knotted at 15, and East Clinton is over Williamsburg 20-14. to 14. Other action, Middletown Mason 16, Carlisle 14. In Kentucky, a couple of surprising scores here. Connor over 16, uh, 16 to, to uh, nothing o- over Campbell County, which isn't surprising. DeSales over Cooper, uh, not surprising. This one, Beachwood 17, Covington Catholic 9. Covington Catholic had wow. a tough time last Last week against Dixie Heights, they won 21 to 14. Uh, but you know, first week shakes. But uh, right now, Beachwood uh, is ahead in the ledger column now, 17 to nine at or near the half. Simon Kenton 22, Walton Verona six, and in Indiana East Central three, Batesville nothing. So all the, that's a 7:30 start too. So that one a, a little bit later there with the scores. We'll have all the scores of all the games tonight at La Rosa's come out and uh, watch how the magic's done. And for some reason, I know this COVID thing, another thing, they make the halftime a lot shorter, so we really won't have a time to take. They actually went to a 12-minute one tonight, though. Just a little bit because they had the, uh, the, the band night, the senior right. night for the parents, so we, we don't have enough time to take a commercial break. But let's talk a little bit about the second half. I know one thing. When we did the pregame show, the hot sun blaring through this uh, glass, it was a little warm. Actually, it feels nice up here. It's getting quite chilly out there as the sun's setting and the temperature. It's, it's like being in the high desert out west where when the sun goes down, it's cold. It's getting quite chilly. So I'm sure a lot of fire pits are really firing up right now. But uh, uh, I'm sure these players are loving it. It's perfect temperature. You're not going to be hot and sweaty uh, to finish this game. Well, this game is being listened to, I can tell you, in Bristol. Tennessee. I just got the uh, word that uh, that uh, Phil, the Thrill, and the gang are uh, listening down at the track to uh, the, the, uh, the the broadcast. Well, listen- hello, Phil, and all the all the gang down there. So let's let's look at the uh, keys of the the second half here, guys. Sure. Well, well, well let's start with Muller. I, I think they came out with a wonderful game plan. Mark Elder uh, did some some switching around, and initially. Uh, you had uh, the, the, the the new quarterback uh, uh, Gieselbrock uh, look, looking pretty good, just handing the ball off. They got it to T.J. Rotello a lot, and it was him right, him left, him right, just right down the field. 
and then they start rotating backs. I think in the second half, you're going to see it's going to look like Elder in the second quarter, where where they got a steady diet of Drew Ramsey. I think Elder's going to get a steady diet of T.J. Rotello right, T.J. Rotello left, and an occasional pass sprinkled in there by Giesenbrock. All right, Tom, uh, quickly, let's look at the second yeah. half for the Panthers, Keys. I think right now it just shows you what Moeller can do when they don't turn the ball over. Uh, and, and it's been a very clean game. It's been a crisp game, very few penalties on either side. I think Elder's figured it out already going into halftime uh, as to how to attack uh, the, the Moeller the defense. And, and the equalizer in this game are the hidden yards from the punt returns and the kickoff returns for the Moeller Crusaders. It gave them a chance to get the final field goal. But I think now it's just going to be a game of uh, a cat and mouse, if you will. Ben Hamilton and Drew Ramsey, what what a familiarity they have between each other. And that should be the key for Elder pulling out this game in the second half. Well, that's all the time we have here. Uh, of course, uh, Len Harvey and in for Phil the Thrill. Rob Florin will be calling all the second half. Uh, we will be here for a while, then heading out to La Rose on Boudinot, where uh, we will be joined by Mark and Missy Meinhardt, talking a little bit about the uh, Sophie's Angel run, and possibly Rob Florian uh, said he might be able to head out there, so hopefully he'll be able to do that. I'll twist his arm here a little bit so we can talk more to Rob out there at La Rosa. So that's all the time. Once again, at halftime, it's Elder 21 and the Mahler Crusaders 16. We'll be back after this on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct decision is contacting Coldwell Banker West Shell. With outstanding agents and top-of-the-line marketing, Coldwell Banker West Shell has the tools to provide you with expert service. The professionals at Coldwell Banker West Shell will develop an effective plan to market and sell your home or assist you in acquiring your dream home. Coldwell Banker West Shell, 922-9400, on the web at cbws.com. Bill Cunningham here, the great American, for Robert Jones Plumbing. I only use Robert Jones Plumbing, and you should too, 513-353-2230, or visit them on the web at robertjonesplumbing.com. Robert Jones Plumbing. Do you have a snack? from cheering on your favorite team? Do you have a headache from that last-minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional, friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428 and brozartpharmacy.com. Your West Side Neighborhood Skyline Chilies are supporters of Elder Sports and Elder High School. After the game, stop in for some delicious cheese conies or your other favorites and support these locally owned Skyline Chili restaurants. Supporters of Elder include Glenway, Del High, Price Hill, Bridgetown, Cleves, and Dent. Talking about Skyline. This is Father Benedict Hokensla, the pastor of Our Lady of Victory in Del High. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. One Harvey, Rob Florian. We're getting ready to start the third quarter. The Panthers have a 21-16 lead, a 30-yard field goal right as time expired at the end of the first half by Hughes. Gives uh, Muller a little bit closer. He had missed a 30-yard field goal earlier in the half, but Drew Ramsey for the Panthers in the first half got a 9-yard touchdown catch, an 18-yard touchdown catch, but, but more importantly, on a 4th and 18, 
getting that 18-yard touchdown catch. He also had a fake punt and uh, then had a 17-yard uh, touchdown catch during a drive that got him down to the one and a one-yard touchdown run, all in that. Yeah, he's really been the catalyst to um, uh, all good for the Panthers here. That, that what you alluded to, that fake, what, what wasn't a fake punt, it was just a player, a guy making a play. Yeah. And when Drew took that, that really was the spark that kind of turned the tides. Um and it was just huge. It's interesting. Moeller came out on fire. Um, and there is a little bit of backstory, right? Like, Moeller still has an opportunity to win the GCL. This is their first GCL game. This has kind of been their Super Bowl where Elder's playing a little bit of the long game, right? Finding out who we are. Now let's get ourselves ready for the playoffs in a couple weeks. Hughes will go from right to left to kick this one off to the Elder Panthers who get the second half kickoff. And... We'll set up at the 10-yard line. It's Flowers, and it's going to be Ramsey at the 10-yard line as they get ready to start this second half of play. Thanks to everybody listening. They're streaming it, but they're streaming a lot of on our stuff, and they're also doing it on ehsports.com, watching it as well. So thank you for doing that tonight. And now the kickoff. It's going to take it back into the end zone. So a good kick by Hughes will set up the Panthers, the first and 10 on their own 20-yard line. La Rosa's makes it easy to order your favorite pizza on your smartphone or your tablet. Go to LaRosa's.com and order uh, online or download our mobile app at LaRosa's.com. And don't forget to come after the game to La Rosa's on Boudinot, where the Prep Sports Radio Network game night crew will all be there. And uh, come down and say hello, and we can uh, talk a little bit about elder football. Yeah, we don't, we don't care if you're if you're streaming, you're screaming, sitting around a fire set at the bar as long as you're supporting the Panthers we we are with you. Absolutely. First and ten for the Panthers at the 20 to start the third quarter. Three wide receivers off to the left side. They're going to go Larkin in motion and now one to the right. And now looking Hamilton down the field to the right. Neiman caught at the 35 and he's out to the 36 yard line. Uh, he is stacked up there right around the 36 yard line as the as a uh, a lot of uh, Muller Crusaders in on the play, including number 32, and that's Tony Mock, who's called his name a bunch. Yeah, there's a pretty good just throw and catch there. I think, you know, Coach Ramsey's probably going to go back to what he had success with at the end of the half, and that's that staple of mixing the run in the pass. Where we're, we're not sure what he's going to do. There's a good play action and just a strike by Ben Hamilton. Just underway here in the third quarter, 11.35 to go. In the third, the Panthers have a 21-16 lead, a first and 10 at the 37 yard line. One wide receiver to the left and one to the right side. They look and they give it fake to Cooper Johnson. It's Ramsey completed the 35 to the 40-45 and he's out of bounds. Let's see where they finally get him. I think he's into Muller territory right around the 49 yard line but uh, they might put it right at the 50 right at midfield. I'm getting a little dizzy here up in the box. I mean they're coming out with some different formations, different shifts. Uh, it's enough to make your head spin and it's uh, it's really got Muller on their heels right now with these slip screens and um, uh, throwing out to the flat and the play action right now. First and 10. They mark it right at midfield, right at the 50-yard line. Two wide receivers to the left, including Ramsey. Hamilton, shotgun, and now the give is to Cooper Johnson. It's at the 45 to the 40, 35, and a burst of speed to the 32-yard line. 18 yards, Cooper Johnson, and a little change of pace. Yeah, it's all humming right now, and every all of these plays are certain packets that are all playing off one another, right? You come out and you have success with two play action, and now this time you actually give it to him and you can almost see the more defense pause like oh, oh what's going on here 
This drive started back at the 20-yard line. Now it's a first and 10 at the Moeller 34-yard line for the Panthers. Three wide to the right, and they set up shotgun with Cooper Johnson in the backfield. The fake to give to Ramsey on the side to the 30, and he's down out of bounds at around the 27-yard line. A gain of seven for Drew Ramsey. He continues to be that uh, security blanket for for Hamilton. Absolutely. He's the all-everything. He's the all everything. He's kind of the, um, if we're going to say Ben Hamilton is kind of the driver of the ship, I'd say Drew Ramsey is the engine, right? Oh. He's, he's the engine, the stern, the bow. He's everything right now. Exactly, and he's got a lot of horsepower. I will say that. He's, <laughs> he's probably running a Hemi That's in there. Right. That's right. <laughs> Second down and four at the 28-yard line. Three wide receivers to the left side. They go Larkin to the right side to kind of block. They've got a shotgun for Hamilton, and now they give to Cooper Johnson. Cooper's inside the 25. He gets to about the 22-yard line, a gain of six, which will be enough for a first down for the Panthers as they continue to move the football on this drive. Um, this is where they get really dangerous, right? Now you're going to sprinkle in a little Cooper Johnson. You still have the threat of of Neiman over the top. This is where you really put the defense in a bad spot with trying to cover it. When you try to cover everything, you don't cover anything well. Um, and they're really becoming exposed right now. First and 10 at the 22-yard line. Elder with a 21-16 lead. 10 minutes and 12 seconds to go in the third quarter. And now the give again to Cooper Johnson inside the 20-15. There's going to be a flag down. Uh, and he gets to the 11-yard line. But I think they're going to. this might come back. It's at the 25-yard line. Yeah, they're throwing it right about. Will Singler was laying, the center was laying on a, a guy from Moeller. So um, that's either a pancake or maybe he uh, he tried to use an angle there. Yeah, that's, we got to hold. Holding against the Panthers. Tonight's game is brought to you by Caldwell Banker West Shell. Two strong names you can trust when marketing or buying a home. And they're proud to continue servicing the West Side and their support of elder football. Caldwell Banker West Shell, 922-9400. Or visit them at CBWS. 10.06 to go here in the third quarter. The Panthers have a 21-16 lead. We're moving the football at will. Now that holding penalty puts them back a little bit. They'll be first and 20. They'll mark it at the 32. They've got Neiman wide to the left by himself. Cooper Johnson's going to be in the backfield to the left side of Hamilton. The fake to him. The look to throw to the left side. He's got Neiman, and it's complete at the 30, and he's going to take it back right around the 29-yard line. So not much of a gain there uh, as uh, Neiman kind of went backwards. Yeah, this is where coaches get – you see coaches get really hot on mental mistakes. And the reason that is when you have those self-inflicted wounds, the offense was just humming. Now they feel like they're going uphill. Now you're in a second and 20. The, the Moeller defense – it isn't uh, uh, they're sitting back a little bit. They're not as on their heels. It, it, this is where you test the engine right now for sure. Second and 17 from the 29-yard line. 9-18 remaining in the third quarter. Panthers have the lead 21-16. Here's Hamilton back at his 37. He throws complete. It's going to be outside right around the 20 to the 19 for Neville. Neville gets to the 19. A gain of 10. It'll be third down and seven coming up. This is where you see Ben Hamilton really growing as a quarterback, right? You were, you were second and 20, but you did try to get it all you get what seven or eight now now you get to a third and manageable that's that's a really heady play by a quarterback not forcing something taking what they give you and living to see another day i would not be surprised if they don't get it here on third down that they go for it on fourth down a third and seven at the 19 one wide receiver to the left two to the right side shotgun it's hamilton they go larkin in motion they move neville to the left now ramsey in as a wide receiver to the left side looking it's hamilton stepping up he's looking for some some help going to step inside the 20 
and he gets to about the 17-yard line. A gain of a couple. It'll be fourth down and five for the Panthers. Yeah, like what, uh, what you said there, this is probably four down territory. Again, there's a coverage sack there. Um, Ben, ben Hamilton didn't really like what he sees, so he's, he's going to try to pick it up now. Fourth down and six. They mark it. Didn't give him much on that one. They only gave him back to the 18-yard line, so a yard on the play. It's fourth down and six with eight minutes to play here in the third quarter, but the Panthers are going to go for it. Hamilton shotgun. They've got two wide to the left, two to the right side. Larkin in as a back, and they're going to say uh, a timeout has been called. I guess they didn't like what was going on there. Cooper Electric is proud to support elder football. And reliable service and prompt and quality service is the, is the trademark and the hallmark of Cooper Electric's business. Upgrading and electrical services for your home or your business, it's easy with a Cooper Electric. You can give them a call, Cooper Electric, 513-271-5000. 7.55 to go here in the third quarter. Panthers have the lead uh, 21-16, to but it's been a, a back-and-forth kind of game, Rob. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the ebbs and flows has been a ton of fun. I know, regardless, we were going to have some fun here tonight, but uh, it's really been an exciting game. And like I said, you could tell Moeller came out of the bus ready to go, um, and Elders kind of said, in now, but special teams has been big. A couple self-inflicted wounds, the missed extra point. Um, the, there's there's been a lot of uh, a lot of a lot on the script so far. Now, one thing I wanted to, to talk to you about because this is your you, you talked about how they got the chills coming back to the pit. Yeah. This is your first game broadcast because last year you we did the games that were on the road. Right, right? we were at Mason and we went right. and we went all that's the way to right. Canton. So that's right. Well, you know what? I, I'd say you guys make it really. You guys are a professional outfit. You make it really easy. You're a great facilitator. This is just uh, you know it's a it's a machine. And I like all right, I'll buy you lunch. I'll buy you okay. lunch. Take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's fantastic. Yeah. It's always fun to come back um, and and be a part of the. Community. Community. Yeah, and it's great. Thanks uh, for doing it. Uh, as Phil Bengal on assignment tonight and uh, unable to make it, but uh, we'll say hi to him. I'm sure he's listening somewhere, somewhere. Uh, on that assignment. Fourth and six at the 18-yard line for the Panthers. Three wide receivers to the right side. They're going to put Larkin in motion. They've got Ramsey lined up wide to the left, and now looking as Hamilton rolling to his left, and he pitches it out, and it's incomplete as I think he probably could have run for the first down, and he did not, and he tried to get it to Larkins. It was too late. You're exactly right there. He, you know, whether he couldn't or he couldn't have, I, I don't know. I thought he, I thought he was going to tuck it, and he, and he saw a receiver come across his face late. Um, that's a really tough throw. That's the classic running left, having to throw right, the receiver going right. It's, it's really a low percentage uh, a shot there, but, you know, it's, it's a player trying to make a play, and sometimes, you know, you come up empty. Noah Giesel, uh Brock will be at a quarterback for the Panther for the Muller Crusaders rather one wide receiver to the right side and one to the left 7.50 to go here in the third quarter. 21-16, Elder with the lead. They give up the middle to Rotello, and uh, he's going to get to about the 23-yard line, a gain of five on first down for Moeller. Yeah, it's really interesting. Moeller came out, and they had some uh, personnel swaps, right? They got a new quarterback in. The quarterback goes running back. It's turned out to be pretty effective uh, so far, so they're they're staying with it, um, and they're, and they're going to probably still mix in that. It's going to be a heavy dose of run and maybe just pass to keep Elder on us. Gesselbach is 5 of 9 for 111 yards and a touchdown. They go one wide to the right, and now they give up the middle. As Rotello's got a burst of speed across the 30 to the 32-yard line, a gain of 10, and that is a Muller Crusader first down. Yeah, Rotello's really a bear. I mean, he's he's got a nice center of gra- gravity. He's really low to the ground, and he's always leaning forward, and that always gets you that 2, 3, 4 yards at the end of a run, which ends up you know adding up at the end of the day. 
They'll set up a first and ten at the 32-yard line. Two wide receivers for the Crusaders to the left side. They go from right to left of your radio dial. And now the right side is going to be Rotello, and he gets across the 30 to the 35-yard line. A gain of three on that first down. It'll be second down and seven coming up. If you're feeling good and hungry, then you know it's Skyline time. There's no better West Side tradition than Skyline Chili before or after the game. Skyline Chili on Delhi Pike, Harrison Avenue in Dent, or Glenway Avenue across from Pep Boys. Second down and seven at the 35-yard line. Three wide receivers now for the Crusaders to the left. Shotgun formation. Kesselbrock looking, and now is going to get it to the right side. This time it's going to be number 21, a little bit different change of pace to about the 48-yard line. Dunlop, who had a big touchdown earlier, 30 yards in the first quarter, and now he gets a pretty big run and a first down for the Crusaders. Yeah, as we expected, it's a really heavy dose of run. Um, what you're hoping is for some self-inflicted rooms, maybe uh, self-inflicted wounds, maybe a holding call or something like that. Uh, at some point, Elder has to force more to throw the ball because uh, they haven't been as effective, and, and they're having a lot of success on the ground. First and 10 at the 48-yard line, and the give the right side. Rattel is back in the game. He gets inside the 50 to about the 46-yard line of Elder, a gain of two, and uh, Elder stocked him up a little bit yeah. better that time. That, that's a good start now, right? Second and seven, you know, hopefully you can get him into a third and long is what you want, something that's going to take him out of just being able to run the ball. We'll set up now. With a second and seven at the 45-yard line. 5.38 to play. Here's Rotello inside the 40. He's to the 35, and he gets to the 32 of Elder, a gain of 13 for T.J. Rotello. Man, he is a bear. I mean, they're, they are committed to this run. I, I, I don't see him putting the ball in the air, but maybe for, for a screen or a draw or something like that until Elder shows that they can come up and stop him. Set up a first and 10 now at the 33. This drive started back at their own 18. One wide receiver to the left, one to the right. The give to the right side, and now across the 30 to the 27-yard line. This time, it's going to be uh, Jordan Marshall gets the carry for the Crusaders. You know, and Moeller does have some really good size up front. I think, you know, one of the heralded guys, um, you know, because of uh, UC head coach Luke Fickle, um, uh, Luke Fickle's son's on the, on the front line there, and, you know, how I said at the beginning of the game, they're always they always look good coming off the bus. That's because they're big and they're strong, uh, and they're and they're showing how effective that can be right now. Setting up a second and six at the 29-yard line for the Crusaders. 5:16 to go in the third, and now again up the middle to about the 29-yard line. Again, if the carry was Jordan Marshall for Moeller. Okay, so they're spelling Rotello here a little bit. They're giving him a little bit of breathe out. Never mind. He come now. He's right back on the field. So they gave him. They gave him one playoff. Um, and let's see if uh, maybe Elder can can kind of muddle that line of scrimmage. Just throw a lot of guys in there. Throw by. Sometimes, uh, oddly enough, you just throw bodies in gaps, and and it'll stuff the penetration. And they'll set up now with a third and seven at the 30-yard line. The Crusaders trailing 21-16. to 16. The Panthers have the lead, but Moeller's got a third and seven from the elder 30-yard line. They go in motion with Rotello. He lines up to the left side and now looking, setting up Gieselbrock, and now completion to Rotello inside the 30 to the 27-yard line. But Flowers, and that was Bartley Thomas on the tackle for the Panthers. All right, so there we go. That's exactly what Elder needed, right? Get him into a third and long, catch and tackle. Now we got a fourth... You know, a, a, a fourth in what we call it four here, um, where where Elder could come up big. And they will set up a fourth and four at the 27. Right now it would have been a 44-yard field goal, so they're going to go for it here. Two wide receivers off to the right side on this fourth and four at the 27. 3.50, actually four minutes uh, in the third quarter left. Setting up 
Gieselbrock looking to the right, gets a blitz. He's rolling to the right, looking for help. Throws it to the sidelines, and that is incomplete. And the Panthers hold that is a big stop. That's absolutely a big stop. I'm shocked that Moeller put the ball in the air there. I mean, so here's here's the thing. You know, uh, Elder's defense, we're harping on the air. They're getting run on. The, but they're bending. They're not breaking. And when you have a powerful offense on the other side of the ball, that's really your role, right? Just bend, don't break, and, and keep everything in front of you. And now let your offense go do the work. Um, it's something that we saw similar to last year um, with that defense being very capable, very functional, and allowing that offense to really uh, have a lot of success. Some of Muller's numbers, Rotello's got 12 carries for 76 yards, Dunlop 4 for 58. Rotello also has two receptions for 74 yards, 72 of which came on one catch and a touchdown. So the We'll set up now. The Panthers will. The first and 10 at their own 27-yard line. Going from left to right, they do here with 3.50 to go in the third quarter. Three wide receivers to the right, rolling to the right, and Hamilton looking, throwing right. Ramsey completed the 31. He's outside to about the 32-yard line. A gain of five on the play as a tackle by Ryan Anderson, the linebacker. That was some great protection there by the elder offensive line to 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 allow Drew a little uh, a little throwing room there. And you know, I, I say Drew, uh, Ben uh, Hamilton. I, I've really been impressed with Ben Hamilton's feet. He's not the the speedster, but but, man, he gets around pretty good, uses his feet well, and, and finds throwing lanes. He does, and he does a good job. Second and five at the 32. 3-12 to play here in the third quarter, 21-16 Elder. One wide receiver to the right. Now Hamilton steps at his 26-yard line, calling out the play. Sets up and gives it to Cooper Johnson over the 35, and Cooper gets to the 39-yard line. That's all elder O-line right there because the defense is even starting to really cheat up and get close to, to the line of scrimmage. This is where you, you get uh, Neiman over the top. Um, but, again, that was the credit to the offensive line there that Moeller had the, the bodies where they wanted and, and elder just outwilled them on that one. Clock continues to run. Very fast-paced third quarter. 2.42 to play here in the third quarter. Panthers have a 21-16 lead. A first down and 10 at their own 39. Three wide to the left side. They give to Cooper John. Johnson again. Cooper Johnson not going to get back. Uh, he might get back to the line of scrimmage. That is about it. So it'll be second down and 10 for the Panthers for over 114 years. The Red Wing Shoe Company of Red Wing, Minnesota has crafted and distributed premium footwear for work and outdoor. And now with Red Wing Shoe Stores, ultimate fit experience, you'll receive state-of-the-art foot scanning and fitting and prog- uh, products best suited for your work environment. Get the ultimate fit experience at one of the five Cincinnati Red Wing shoe locations, Western Hills, Florence, Kentucky, Eastgate, Mason, and Tri-County. Two minutes remaining here in the third quarter. Panthers have a 21-16 lead. They have a second and 10 from the 39. Three wide to the left, two to the right. Empty backfield for Hamilton, looking, rolling to his right, throwing right, and it is incomplete intended for Drew Ramsey, but that time they wanted they wanted a little bit of a flag there. I know uh, Coach Ramsey did. Yeah, Moeller's doing a really good job of mixing things up. So the play prior, everybody's up on the line of scrimmage. I thought, well, they're probably going to give Neiman a shot over the top here or you know or using the height of harp or something like that and then the next play they come out and they're they're in this deep zone so they're really they're really changing things up which which makes it tough on the quarterback and they'll set up a third down and 10 at the 39 yard line harp will line up wide to the left side they've got three wide receivers to the to the right and harp is actually left side 
and it's Ramsey to the left side as well. Hamilton steps back at his 31, and now looks, throws complete to Ramsey at the 45 of Muller down to the 42-yard line before he's taken down by Ryan Anderson. The linebacker had to cover him there, and a linebacker cannot cover Drew Ramsey. He is so savvy. Like, I, I, I can't believe it. Like, he is, he is finding every crease in that defense, and their relationship, quarterback-receiver, and, and what's been kind of a short time is, is these guys look like they've been playing catch for years. First and 10 at the 43-yard line for the Panthers. They line up with two wide receivers to the left and one to the right. The give to fake to Cooper Johnson. Throws complete to Neiman at the 25, the 20. He's down to the 15 to the 12-yard line. And that was 31 yards on that play right there. Yeah, so that is the the run setting up the pass there. That's um, kind of what we were talking about. We were thinking um, Neiman or Harp's probably going to be able to pop one over the top with this play action because as Moeller comes up, 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 up in, in, on the play action there, uh, again, a really good throw and catch, uh, but Neiman running a really good seam route there. First and 10 at the 13-yard line now for the Panthers. Two wide receivers to the left side. Drew Ramsey at a quarterback this time. They roll to the right side and now looking. Stepping up, it's going to be Ramsey going to run it inside the 10. He's to about the 9-yard line. Gain of 4 for Drew Ramsey on that uh, first down. They're going to say down to the 10-yard line, so 3 yards on the carry for Drew Ramsey. Yeah, that's what that's Beckenhop and James again on the on the front right side of the offensive line. They're just they're just putting a hat on a hat and getting a push. And and Drew almost kind of rides it like a wave. Um, and and Again, now you're second and manageable. The whole playbook's open. Second down and seven. They spotted at the 10. We're down to 35 seconds remaining here in the third quarter. Elder with a 21-16 lead. They go Cooper Johnson in motion. He's going to line up in the backfield to the left side of Hamilton. Now looking, throwing in the end zone. Wide open. Touchdown, Ramsey. Again, touchdown number four for Drew Ramsey. They got the exact same look that they did on his touchdown in the the first or second quarter. The same same exact look in the first half. And you could tell Ben Hamilton knew exactly where he was going to go with the ball. They came up in man-to-man coverage. And and you're just not covering Drew Ramsey as, as well as he runs routes. That's a that's an impossible task for a safety because he's coming out of the slot. A safety has to cover him one-on-one with the whole field behind him. And we'll set up here the extra point. The hold by Wanstrut. The kick by Mueller is up, and it is good. 22 seconds remaining here in quarter number three. It's Elder 28, Muller 16. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. For an easy shopping experience and unbelievable deals, it's Joseph Toyota on Coleraine and josephtoyota.com. By shopping online, you can value your trade-in and make your own deal all from the comfort of your own home. And every new car purchase includes the Joseph Toyota Advantage of a lifetime powertrain warranty, $500 towards your next trade-in, free shuttles for service, and a whole host of other benefits. Just ask your neighbor. They bought from us. Joseph Toyota, 9101 Colerain Avenue and at josephtoyota.com. Proud to support elder football. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. Len Harvey and Rob Florian back at the pit at Elder High School. Drew Ramsey, 13 receptions, 124 yards, three touchdown catches. And, oh, by the way, 10 rushes, 71 yards, and one touchdown on the ground. Four touchdowns. Hamilton is thrown for three. He's got 13 touchdowns on the season, and the Panthers lead 28-16. Oh, by the way. Oh, man. I mean, they just operate so efficiently. I mean, Hamilton's 21-25. Again, the ball's hardly hitting the ground, much less going to the other team. And Ramsey's touched the ball now 23 times. Three of them touchdowns. That's It's incredible. So uh, 28-16, the Panthers with the lead. will set up now to kick it off from left to right. 
as Mueller will kick off from the 40-yard line. Good return last time. We'll see what happens here. It's going to be bounced and around uh, the 20-yard line. So right around the 25. Another break to the 30. 35, 40, 45. Larkin's trying to get him to the sidelines and finally gets him to run out of the sidelines. But a good return by Jordan Marshall. Oh, there's some laundry on the field. Yeah, it seems like they get a couple extra blocks there that could be. <laughs> right. Maybe that was too good a blocking there. Yeah, that is. So look, just looking at some of these numbers here, you know, you're looking at the touchdowns, but Moeller had a 13-0 lead in this game. So the Panthers have scored 28 points, and uh, Moeller's only gotten three. So 28-3 to in the last one. It's kind of like that boxing match when, when, when the better boxer is, you know, pretty confident. He gets punched in the mouth the first time, and then it's like, okay, let's hang in there, you know, and, and, and they're right where they thought they were going to be. Yeah, but when they came out, we were all kind of shocked, right? Yeah, absolutely. They set up. Now we'll get uh, as we get the laundry uh, taken care of. We got 12 seconds to go here in the third quarter. Panthers have that 28 to 16 lead, and it's been a pretty exciting one uh, tonight. Thanks, thanks for joining us here on the radio side. We're also plugged into the ehsports.com uh, video broadcast. Thank goodness you're not seeing our faces on television, but we, we have faces for radio. Yeah, exactly. There's a reason why we're on the radio. Exactly. First and ten at the 17-yard line. One wide receiver to the right and two to the left side with 12 seconds to go in the third quarter. Isabrock looking, and now he's going to give it up the middle to Rotello. Rotello across the 25. He's to the 30, gets a block outside the 40, uh, excuse me, the 37-yard line right around there. A gain of 21, and they move the chains with four seconds remaining, but we'll see if they can get another playoff. I doubt it. They'll probably have to. This will be the end of the third quarter, and it will be. That is the end of the third quarter of play with the score. Elder 28, Muller 16. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Hey, Panther fans. The Urology Group wants to wish this year's team all the best for a successful season. The team works hard to make every game memorable. But what if your biggest memory of the game is standing in line for the restroom? If you're experiencing frequent trips to the restroom, the Urology Group can help. 513-841-7400 or at urologygroup.com. Proud to support Elder Football. With the Sacred Heart Radio app on your phone, Sacred Heart Radio goes wherever you go. For Android devices, search the Google Play Store for Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Install. For iPhone, go to the App Store and search Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Get. And then you've got Sacred Heart Radio everywhere. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. Len Harvey along with my, my sidekick tonight, and it's Rob Florian. And no Phil Bengal tonight. He's on assignment, and look who we got to replace him. Hey, happy Purple Friday, everybody. Happy to be here. Uh, this, this is a, this, It's a ton of fun. Like I said, a Friday night in the pit, there's nothing better. No, I will agree with you. As someone who did not live around here growing up, this is incredible for me. So I, I would like to think that the elder community is also uh, very welcoming to the, you know, if you've got a good heart and a good spirit, we're going we're gonna to accept you with open I, arms. I'll tell you, I've been accepted with welcome. You know, everybody's been very nice through this whole uh, process, and uh, I really appreciate that as well. We'll set up Muller, Will, first and 10 at their own 38-yard line. And Gieselbrock will set up now. And now we're going to get uh, we got a little motion before the play. 
And Gesselbrock was kind of, you know, the interesting thing there was I, I, I don't think he knew what was going on. Yeah, and I, I, one guy zig, the other guy zag. Yeah. This is this is really turning into the Rotello and Ramsey show, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, Rotello on the other side, he's probably touched the ball, you know, 15 times, um, both catches, running. He had the long touchdown to start the game. Um, he's kind of been their energizer bunny, so to speak. Yeah, he's got 13 carries, 97 yards, and two catches for 74. That's 15 right on the there, button. Right there. <laughs> I'll tell you, this is why, you know, you're here. This is this is that's amazing. Amazing. We were talking about that beautiful mind. Yeah, beautiful mind, exactly. Beautiful mind I have, face for radio. Yeah, I have, like a, I have the, yeah, the mind is a terrible thing, and it must be stopped before it hurts someone. <laughs> First and ten at the 38-yard line. They'll set up with just underway here in the fourth quarter. Panthers have a 28-16 to lead. Three wide receivers to the right side. No one to the left. Gesselbrock looking to set up the play here. And now we'll do so. He's got in the backfield. This time it's Dunlop, and now they fake it to him, throwing down the field, and it's incomplete. And I'll tell you, the only one that really could have gotten that one was Bartley Thomas because it was overthrown by everyone else. Yeah, that was uh, – he looked like a center fielder just going to camp out under the ball. I, I, something must have been off from the receiver. But we have seen, you know, Moeller doesn't want to throw the ball, right? They probably – they thrown the ball 11, 12 times. Um, so they, they want to be committed to the run. And for some reason, Rattel is out of the game right now. So I wonder if – I wonder if there's an injury or they're just giving him a rest. They might be giving him a little bit of a breather here, but I don't know why. You know, you're down by 12 points here. And he's been your all-everything. Yeah. your all everything. Now for them to just sit in the shotgun and throw it, I, I don't understand. Well, they got two wide to the right side. This time Dunlop's going to carry across the 40, 45, 50, 45, and he's into elder territory at the 37-yard line, 38-yard line, where they'll they'll mark it. And uh, Dunlop had a 30-yard touchdown earlier in the game, and uh, not bad there. Uh, I wonder if Elder's defense was thinking the same thing we were. Like, yeah. what, what's going on here? And all of a sudden, a oh, pop right down the middle. First and 10, they'll mark it at the Elder Panther 39-yard line for the Muller Crusaders going from left to right here in this fourth quarter. 11.38 to go in this one. The Panthers with a 28-16 lead. Two wide receivers left and two to the right side. Shotgun formation setting up with Kesselbrock and now looking, throwing right. It is complete to the tight end at about the 30-yard line. Jordan Cadis with the catch. Yeah, I think Elder's going to go ahead and accept that play, right? I think they're going to take that that four-yard little hitch route from the tight end. That hasn't proved to, to be the killer right now. I think Elder's going to be more focused on the run now. Second down and one. They mark it at the 30-yard line of Elder. Three, Two wide receivers now, left side, two right side. Shotgun formation for Gesselbrock. He's got uh, that that man again. Is TJ TJ going to go carry the football inside the thirty? Good tackle, and they get to the twenty-eight yard line, but not much more than that. As uh, looked like it was Andrew Spinney got a, got in on the tackle there for the Panthers. Yeah, Elder's been a, doing a pretty good job of, of gang tackling, right? You, you kind of muddle it up, and the last guy comes to to clean it up. So. Um, you know, those guys are working hard. They, they might be a little outmanned with the size of Moeller up front, but Elder's D-line is working their tails off right now. First and 10 at the Panther 28-yard line. 10.35 to go in the fourth. Give to Rotello inside the 30. He gets to the 26-yard line. And again, Spinney got in and a couple others, uh, Elder Panthers there. And now we got a second down coming up. Hey, that's a great. That's a. That's actually a great tackle there on the edge. Um, he, you know, Rattel has proven to be a, a tough out, a tough tackle in space. But uh, 
out it was that Larkins coming up and making a play there. Second and eight from the 26-yard line. They set up two wide receivers to the right. Now, and now looking, throwing is complete inside the 20 to the 18-yard line by um, Monk. It looked like uh, Mark, rather. Jared Merck. That seems to be the soft spot in the defense right now is is that slot position about five to six yards upfield um, because if you cover that spot, now you're a little more at risk if they run the ball. So, um, again, I think elders, it's kind of a give a penny, take a penny. You can have the, the six-yard throw to the slot and just make Moeller uh, have to throw it all the way down the field. And there's a flag down against Moeller, so they're moving it back. So we're going to move it back to the 30-yard line. It's going to be second down and 13. So it'll be three wide receivers, second down 13 from the 31. Gesselbrock looking, looking down the field, throwing and looking. A nice catch inside the 20 to the 18-yard line by Josh Caddis. Wow. What a catch. That was a big play. He's the one that's kind of been killing them in the slot here. Honestly, pretty good coverage on the play and just a really good throw catch. I, I always say a good ball beats good coverage. You can yeah. only do so much if the ball is put on the money. But that was a great throw because Gesselbrock got it, but an even more tremendous catch. He got it with one hand to the right and then brought it in. So first and 10 down to the 14-yard line. One wide receiver right, one to the left, 9.32 to go here in the fourth. The give up the middle to Dunlop inside to about the 11-yard line, but Nicholas Paff got him after a gain of three. So that was was a, a big play there by Moeller because they showed that if they get into third and long, they can line up and, and, and complete a pass to get a first down. So, um, you know, that, that, that's going to end up being a, a, a big play in this game because now Elder has to honor the pass a little bit here. Second down and seven. They bought, they spot the ball at the 11-yard line of Elder. 28-16, to 16, Elder on top. Nine minutes to play here in the fourth quarter. Three wide receivers to the right for the, pan, for the Crusaders, rather. Shotgun, and they set up now. Gesselbrock looking, and now gives up the middle to Dunlop, and nothing doing. He is stacked up by uh, the entire line, and Nicholas Paff got him first. Yeah, that, that's a that's a heck of a play there, and it's like three, two guys get the penetration. Nicholas Nicholas Path comes in and cleans up the mess. Now here we go again, third and long for Moeller. Let's see if they can uh, uh, line up and throw it again. Third down and 10. They mark it at the 14-yard line. 8.25 to go here in quarter number four. It is 28-16. Elder on top. Moeller driving again on the Panthers. They've got four wide receivers to the right, one to the left side. Gesselbrock and now looking, looking to throw. It is incomplete. He had a man, and he threw it off to the left side. It was Tyrell Davis, uh, and that was a little bit off to the left side. Yeah, he was a little bit off. He went back to the one-on-one. You're right. They had the four guys on the one. They had, um, you know, the single receiver on the backside, and that's where he went because it was man coverage, but um, just was off on, off target a little bit. Now, this would be a 31-yard attempt from here, but they're going to go fourth and 10 at the 14-yard line with 8-10 to go here in the Four. Three wide receivers to the right. They've got one to the left. They've got in the backfield Rotello, the quarterback, and now they're going to, looks like we're going to get to the sidelines and call a timeout here. The Underground Sports Shops provide the Prep Sports Radio Network with great-looking shirts, jackets, pullovers, and hats, and they can make your business organization look professional as well. The Underground Sports Shop and owner Sean Mason supports this broadcast in Elder Football. 
513-751-1662. That is the Underground Sports Shop. 810 to go here in the fourth quarter. And a, a game you're filling in for, it's it's an exciting one. And the Mueller game is always exciting. Oh, my gosh, a GCL game. Uh, end of September. If you were to close your eyes and say, what's high school football in Ohio? I think this would be what's on a lot of people's minds, right? Um, you know, I, we do have to give a lot of credit to Elder's defense here. The the bend but don't break. Yeah, they're giving up a little bit of ground on the run, but they're hanging in there and making Moeller drive the whole length of the field. Right, and, and you know what it's, what's, what's interesting is they've been able to get inside the 20s pretty easily, and then once it's, right. like you said, it's they tight, been... tighten up a little And that's bit. what you do. You don't care about how many yards you give up. It's how many points uh, you give up. 100%. Right. It's not always... You yeah. don't judge a defense by how many yards they give up. It's it's the points and the situations. Right. And so far, Elder is playing on defense a really good game, although it might not look like it on the stat sheet. Uh, I'm, I mean, they're, they're keeping the offense on the field. They're, they're doing everything right. It's just, you know, they look like they're getting pushed around a little bit, but it's 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 not really impacting the overall uh, score of the game. Fourth down and ten from the 14-yard line for Moeller. One wide left, three wide right. Kessel Brock, he's got TJ, he's got in the backfield. He's got uh, Rotello is now back to throw, and it is complete, and it's around the eight-yard line, and that is not going to be enough for a first down, so the yeah. Panthers will get it back. Yeah, Luke Flowers came up and made a hit there on a slant route. And again, you got to give credit to the defense. I mean, uh, like I said, if, if a defense has given up 300 yards a game, it, it, you you got to look at it in different ways. If the offense is very successful on the other side of the ball, that means that Elder's defense is on the field more. So um, you, it's just how you what you you don't necessarily look at a defense just on the stat sheet. I mean, they're playing lights out here, especially in the second half. They are, and this is the drive right here with eight minutes to go. You're up 28 to 16. If you can control the the ball for you know four or five minutes, and and you get some points on the board, that's even better. But the more importantly yeah. is controlling the ball. Let's see if we get that classic elder eight minute drive um, to really to really skew this game in our favor. Well, they're starting at their own eight yard line, so it's a first and ten for the Panthers at the eight with eight oh three to go here in the fourth quarter. It's going to be Ramsey. Ramsey's going to keep it. Ramsey across the 10. He gets to about the 14-yard line, a gain of six on first down. So they like that kind of play, six yards on first down. That's right. Now Clock se- moves. Second and four. Everything's on script. Um, you know, Ramsey's doing a great job of letting his lead blocks do their job and just kind of staying right behind him and then getting that little burst of speed right at the end to get three, four yards. 7.40 to play here in the fourth quarter. The Panthers have the lead, 28-16. to 16. Second and four from the 14. They'll go one wide receiver, make that two to the right. They'll go one to the left side. They've got Cooper Johnson in the backfield. They go Ramsey in motion to the left side. It's Hamilton, the quarterback, and he's going to throw it to Ramsey across the 10 to the 15 to the 20, 25, and he's out to the 32-yard line. He did get out of bounds, though, but got 18. It just feels like that drive where Elder's now going to impose their will, right? Maybe maybe I've seen too many Elder games, but you've seen this before where this, um, you know, a lot of punches thrown back and forth and then Elder settles in and gets that crushing eight-minute drive where you just can't get him off the field. And so far, that's how it's starting. First and 10 for the Panthers at the 34-yard line. 7-18 remaining here in the fourth. They have a 28-16 lead. A very exciting game here at the pit tonight on a Friday night. And we go two wide receivers to the right side. Now it's going to be Cooper Johnson across, and he's going to get across the 40. He's out to the 43-yard line. And... 
right around eight, nine yards for Cooper Johnson there. Len, let's see if the next time Moeller touches the ball, if it's in the fourth quarter. Right? <laughs> yes. Because um, that's how things are. I'm, I'm sorry, if, 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 if it's within you know yeah. a minute or two left. Right. Because um, you can even see Coach Ramsey's taking his time a little bit. Uh, he's definitely got this planned out here. Drew Ramsey has 144 yards receiving on 14 receptions. He's got 77 yards on the ground uh, in rushing. Second and two from the 42. And now looking, uh, it's going to be Ramsey, and he's going to get to the 45-yard line, a gain of three on first down for the Panthers. Yeah, they're just they're just plodding plodding down and uh, oh we do we got an injury here I think it's Larkins. Yeah, they're going to look at him and just looking at some of the numbers here with uh, as I mentioned, Ramsey uh, has 14 catches, 144 yards, three touchdowns. He has 12 rushes for 80 yards and a touchdown. So four touchdowns for Drew Ramsey. Uh, ben Hamilton's had a great game, 22 of 26. He has got 271 yards. He has three touchdowns and he's got an 80. 4.6 percentage in completion. You know, it's interesting. We look at that and go, man, he's playing lights out. But you know what? Yeah. He's just playing to his baseball yeah. card right now. That's right? it. They say you are what you are on the back of your baseball card, right? And he's doing, he's operating efficiently as he always does. And Larkin's just feeling a little bit on the uh, right leg, but he looks like he walked off on his own power, but it just uh, could be a, one of a nagging, and, maybe a tweak. And, and an important player for Elder, yes. right? Because they put him in the rush, the passer on defensive end. Um, you know, a great kid, a great leader. And you know, He's listed as a tight end, but he does a ton of chip blocks and protects a ton on the offensive line for Ben Hamilton. So he's a vital piece of that offense and defense. He does, and we'll uh, look to get him back. First and 10 at the 45-yard line. They'll line up with Harp to the right side. They've got Ramsey to the right, and they've got Neiman off to the left side. They go three wide right, one wide left. They'll go in motion this time. And they set up now, looking. And now it's going to be Cooper Johnson, and he gets to the 45. He's pushing the pile. He's pushing it still across the 49-yard line. And, you know, coming in the game is Mike Kirch is going to step in for Larkins. And Kirch got a good block. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. He's doing what all great elder teams do, right? Next man up. Uh, and, and a ton of great role players that you've seen in other great elder teams. Um, you know, you got your you got your Ramses who are controlling the ball a lot. But there's a lot of unsung heroes on that offensive line, the fullbacks, all across the board. Second down and eight. They'll mark the football at the 47-yard line. 5.52 remaining here in the fourth. Panthers have a 28-16 lead. And the ball. They'll line up with Neiman to the right side. They're going to go Ramsey wide to the left side. Kind of interesting formation here. Slachter gets in, and now they're going to go with Cooper Johnson to the right side of Hamilton. And now we got some movement. I believe it's going to go see if Muller moved a little bit, but uh, might be on Elder. This is where uh, the, the future Hall of Famer Doug Ramsey really earns his stripes here. He can kind of he's trying yeah. to work the rest down there. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, they moved. Yeah, unfortunately, this is going against us. He did, yeah. his, he did his best acting. But, that was uh, that was good. you got to give him a, a little bit of an award there. Maybe maybe not an Oscar, but a Tony, right? Yeah, and there, yeah. you always got to ask, right? Yeah. It, it, it was on them, not us, but... Exactly. Second down, and they're going to move it back uh, with 5.34 here in the fourth quarter. They'll move the football at the 42. It's second and 13 for the Panthers. One wide to the left side and one to the right. 
Shotgun Hamilton gives it to Cooper Johnson. Cooper across the 45. He gets to midfield right around the 50-yard line before he's tackled by Ryan Anderson, the linebacker whose name has been called a lot. Yeah, I mean, that is a big play there. Who's that Jack Tucker on the, the left tackle to open that up? I mean, you were second and, what, 12 there? And to get back to third and manageable, that's a huge run for what Elder's trying to do right now, right? They're trying to – they're up by 12. They're trying to control the clock where, where they make it impossible for Moore to get back in this game. Third down and six at the 49-yard line. Five minutes remaining here in the fourth quarter. Panthers have a 28-16 lead. Four wide receivers to the right, one to the left. They go in motion that time with Kirch. Now they're going to give it. It's going to be Hamilton's going to run it inside the 45, and he gets to the 43-yard line, a gain of six. That should be enough for an elder Panther first down. And who gets the first down but Hamilton, of all people, running running the ball. He's pretty savvy as a runner. And I'll tell you, this might not be as exciting as those big plays we had in the first half, but if you're a football purist, you love what's happening right now. And if you're an offensive lineman, you love this ball control where they're just, again, they're imposing their will saying you're not going to touch the ball again and we're just going to run this clock out and it started with eight minutes on the clock mommy of jerome bettis when he used to get the ball in the fourth quarter that's and then right. you never get the ball back that's right first and ten at the 44 two wide receivers to the right they set up cooper johnson cooper runs it inside the 40 35 and gets to the 20 uh, right around the 32 yard line before he stocked up there actually he would have ran in for six had he not gotten stopped up on his right leg yeah safety came up made a pretty good tackle there but man this is it's given me goosebumps because you could tell when they came out on the first play, exactly what they intended to do, and they are executing a plan to perfection. Right is this what you call smash-mouth football? Is it's, that what you're saying there? Smash-mouth, <laughs> impose your yeah. will, ball control, however you want to yeah. say it. Whatever I love the it. guys that played in the 50s and 60s all excited, this is exactly what it is. This is this is what I enjoy. You, know, they can, <laughs> you can turn the clock off, right? That's right? First and 10 at the 34-yard line, two wide to the left side, setting up Cooper Johnson again inside, and he gets to about the 32-yard line. Again, of a couple, oh. there's going to be a flag down. we got some little Roughhousing going on. You got another flag. I think we're going to get uh, a little, couple of penalties here. A little extracurricular there. Yeah, a little too much going on, giving them the business, as they say, right? You know what's kind of fun about this, too, is when Moeller came out hot, this is what they were doing, right? They were running down their throat, those kind of things. It's nice that you see Elder not phased by that, coming back and throwing the punch right back to him, and, and really what could end the game. They're, they're not they're not flinching again, and that's what you want. That's what good teams do. You brought up a good uh, analogy in the early going about a boxer, right, getting hit yes. early going. If you don't knock him out, yeah. Then you better, yeah, you, you better, better hope. You better run. That's right. Because it's, you know, yeah. you can only last so long, right? You that's know, that's exactly it. right. That is a great analogy. Yeah. If you're going to throw that punch, if you're going to throw that uppercut. Yeah. You better knock you, him you out. You better knock him out because if he has a chance to get back in the back in the ring and keep going, you know, Rock, Rocky, uh, that whole movie uh, yep. lasted a little bit long because he was able to take a punch, right? <laughs> that's right. I mean, elders, just matter of fact, just wearing him out. Uh, and it's it's so fun to watch. Again, it's not exciting, um, but knowing uh, the history of the you know past couple of years of Elder and their teams and what they like to do, if if they can impose their will at the end of the game, they're sure going to do it. First and ten at the seventeen, three forty to go and counting. The Panthers have a twenty eight sixteen lead and the ball. They'll set up with this first and ten at the seventeen. Two wide receivers to the left side. Drew Ramsey in at quarterback this time, and he's going to run it inside the twenty to the fifteen. He's out to the thirteen yard line, and he keeps uh, the ball, keeps uh, everything moving. The clock is moving. Get a little more uh, extracurricular right. activity, but 
rinse, rinse and repeat, right? Yeah. Line up, hat on a hat, and uh, let Drew Ramsey or uh, Cooper Johnson just just dive forward. Yeah, it's like the shampoo bottle, right? Wet hair, That's lather, right. rinse, rinse repeat. repeat if necessary. Yeah, That's, there you go. That's exactly what they're doing. There's directions on shampoo, Rob Florian. Do you believe that? That we actually need that in this to, this right. day and age. You need directions uh, as, as on, you on older, shampoo. As I get older, I need less and less shampoo. I don't, I don't like how that goes. No. So let's see. We got three minutes left, right? So they're the five. They had the ball five minutes now. That's a, that's a good drive. Portions of tonight's Elder Game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schuster, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schuster Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schuster, a certified financial planner practitioner with Morgan Stanley, currently currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. 323 remaining in this one. Don't forget, coming up after the game, it's Prep Sports Radio Network game night. The best scores, everything that goes on there. You're going to see uh, Mark Bengal, Steve Bengal, Tom Kennedy. Everybody's coming out. Wally uh, Welsh will be out there. Uh, I'm sure he'll be out there getting your seat and get yourself a, a calzone or whatever you're going to eat. What a great way to wind down your Friday oh, night. I love right? it. Had a long week. Now we get to listen to some scores and listen to some analysis and uh, people that are supporting the community. I mean, it's a great way to... I know that's how I like to end my Friday night, right? Get yeah. the kids to bed, yeah. put your feet up, and put Elder on the radio. Oh, that's right. Keep them on, and uh, we uh, appreciate you filling in tonight for the uh, on assignment Phil, Phil Bengal, but uh, we've got Rob Florian here, and he's Showing why he's a two-time right high school champion. Yeah, but you know I don't have the nickname that Phil the Thrill. No, does. Phil the Thrill. That's true. We yeah, got to get you a nickname. That has to happen organically. Too. Second down and seven at the 14-yard line. They give to Cooper Johnson inside uh, to around the 11. He's moving left side and just about the 11. Got about three yards with 3:15 and counting for the Panthers. So it doesn't sound very exciting, but you know what would be really cool about this if they can control the ball for eight minutes, get down to the one-yard line and take three knees. Wow, like that. Yeah, would, that would really say something well that would be not, that, not to mention classy on the elder side for you know not having to score but and, and just so you know a little bit good news i see larkin up walking and he got it taped up but he's walking around and he's getting ready to put his helmet on too so that's uh, that's a good sign for the uh, elder panthers that uh, larkin's uh, you know doc bosom worked on him he does that's the right. magic man and whatever he does the right magic man is third and right. four at the 11 it's going to be ramsey and ramsey gets to back to the 10 yard line It'll be fourth down coming up for the Panthers, but the clock is running. Well, let's see. Do they get a timeout here with 2.34? Yeah, I think Moeller yeah. took a timeout there. Moeller took a timeout. And uh, Ron's Roost Restaurant and Pub, Westside Landmark, for over 60 years, and they're proud to support elder football. Besides the city's best fried chicken, the Roost also features barbecued ribs, German sauerbraten, burgers, wings, homemade Saratoga chips, coleslaw, and cream pies. They're a new sponsor this year. Enjoy the patio, 20 TVs every day for lunch or dinner, dine-in or carry-out. And I'm getting a little hungry, Rob, I'll yeah. tell you that. A shout-out to yeah. Ron Larkins, the owner there, yeah. supporting the community and first-time sponsor. Absolutely, first-time. We love it. Yeah, um, they, used to, they used to do the uh, food up here in the press box every once in a while. I had the chicken. It's fantastic. Oh. And don't forget, they got a great slogan, Race Road in Bridgetown. Ron's Roost, it's clucking good. Got to like that slogan. You got to like that. Although I would like them. To, you know. You know. It's funny. You mentioned the food. The one thing I do miss about the setup here in the pit. I used to love the smell of the grill. Yes. And I think without the the attendants, they're not selling the burgers anymore. But man, when you come oh. down the hill, it, you got your goosebumps, and then you smell that grill oh. during morning. Almost, oh man, there, there's nothing like that. Fantastic. The the smell the smell will take it like you when you smell something, it, it triggers your memory, right? And when I didn't smell the grill tonight, I thought something was missing. 
So we just got a text from the legendary uh, Phil the Thrill Bengal, and I'll get to that in a second. Fourth and four at the 11. Left side into the end zone. Touchdown! Awesome. And that was Austin. I believe that's uh, Harp in the left corner, right? Looked like 16 that time. Yeah, the 16 and 18. We, you know, yeah, that was, that was Harp. Yeah, that, Andrew Harp. And, and actually, going back to the same play, Moeller keeps lining up in that man when you get to the 10-yard line. That was a beautiful touch pass by Ben Hamilton where he knew Harp was going to come open before he came open and kind of just uh, uh, floated the ball to a spot, and Harp, Harp ran under it beautifully. But uh, that shows a little savvy there uh, from the quarterback again. Well, Phil Bengal is listening. He said, uh, you know, honestly, assignment but he is listening so uh that uh, field goal extra point is up and good so with 232 remaining uh the drive was five minutes and 28 seconds not too bad <laughs> yeah, a little the, shorter a little shorter <laughs> but the panthers lead at 35 16 we'll take a quick time out on the prep sports radio network Wardway Fuels has been your reliable West oil and propane supplier for over 30 years, but that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service, and with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace, and they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. Len Harvey, Rob Florian tonight at the pit. And uh, Elder caps off a, a five-minute, 28-second drive with Andrew Harp touchdown. And they lead it 35-16, a victory for the Panthers. I mean, you got to be so proud of how the team responded. I mean, let's say resilience. Um, Turner, you know, whatever you want to say, um, you know, they were on their heels a little bit early, and they came back and they responded. This is a this is a really big win for them to to have this kind of ebb and flow of a game and, and be able to get a win. Again, winning is contagious. Absolutely, Mueller, Mueller will kick off. It's it's the ten yard line of the fifteen for Mueller, right around the 20, 25, 30, and he is taken down around the thirty one yard line. And that time again is Alec Weeder. He had a seventy yard return earlier and uh panthers uh, trying to get through this game with 223 remaining here in the fourth quarter panthers have a 35 16 lead uh joey stemler got the wind knocked out of him he's uh looking okay he's getting up and that's always a good sign yeah talk about another vital player to the panthers i mean he is everywhere on defense yeah like i said earlier we saw larkins kind of put his helmet on so that was a good sign um walking around it's you know what's funny is once these kids once Doc Buzz the Magic Man gets them where they need to be yeah. you can't keep them off the field you no. see them so itchy down there and somebody's got to pull them back. But please don't go in right first down at ten at the thirty one for the Crusaders two wide receivers off to the left side they go in motion now and they set up at the 25-yard line, looking, throwing, and complete. It's off to Rotella, 35, 40, 45, 50, 45, 40, and he's into elder territory at the 36-yard line. And that Rotello just packs uh, a punch, too, when he when he uh, is in the backfield. Yeah, so, I mean, that's why Elder's offense taking up five minutes there is so crucial because there's just not enough time for Moeller right now because they have the firepower. Rotella can score from a long way out, but they just don't have enough time right now. Setting up a first and ten at the 35-yard line with two minutes. They go left side, and it's complete to the left corner at the 23-yard line. And that was Tanel 
Bryant catching, catching it for Moeller. I don't think that was actually uh, by the book there, and I don't think it was actually legal. I think uh, number 10 came off the sideline late, and they threw it out there to him. So it was either a genius move or just catching a little yeah. bit of luck. Yeah, I think so. And the coaching staff up here did not like that no, play at all. Nobody liked that one. No. Second down and 10 at the 35-yard line. A minute 56 remaining here in the fourth quarter. Elder has a 35-16 lead over the Crusaders. And back, way back when in the first quarter, it was 13 nothing Moeller. Yeah, absolutely. Again, you have to be so proud yeah. of how they've responded. And as you get later in the year, you're, you're going to have to have that resiliency, Gene. Gesell Brock now quarterback looking to the left side, going to run. He's going to with a blitz. He better get rid of it quickly. And does down the field, incomplete. He had a man open and unfortunately went through the hands of Kirk Thompson, who had made a pretty good catch earlier in the game. Yeah, I mean, he's shown he's highly capable. Um, you know, a pretty good throw by the quarterback there, too. They're, you know, they're, they're just trying to, I'll give him credit. You know, they're playing to the final whistle and trying to scrap and claw here and trying to trying to maybe steal a big play. Third down and 10 for the Crusaders from left to right. They go at the 35-yard line of Elder. A minute 50 to go here in the fourth quarter. Elder has a 35-16 lead. Three wide receivers left, one to the right. And now looking to throw, left side, and now it is complete to the left side. And right around the 31-yard line, 32-yard line, the Panthers' Yako George has made a great tackle on that play as he was able to get Tenel Bryant. Yeah, that's a great open field tackle there. And the other important thing was keeping him in bounds, right? I mean, the, if you're Elder right now, you're just thinking tick, 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 tick. Yeah, it's like Chris Berman, tick, tick. And you know what else has been going on a lot today? Rumbling, bumbling, yeah, stumbling. That is correct. A lot of that. Yeah, there's been a lot of it. I'll tell you the um, you know you look overall at just the running numbers uh, by by both teams tonight. It's been it's been very good. I mean, the, we talked about the Panthers, but even on the Moeller side, uh, um, you're looking at Rotello, 15 carries, 101 yards. He has three catches for 108 yards and a touchdown. Dunlop has seven carries, 84 yards for the Crusaders. Yeah, they've moved the ball, but yeah. again, it's that bend but don't yeah. don't break defense. We're seeing it again. First and ten at the 17, setting up now. Looking, looking to the right side and looking to throw, and he throws it as complete down to Thompson right around the nine-yard line, and that was uh, Kirk Thompson to the right side. This is where we insert the tick, 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 tick. tick yeah, tick, minute tick, 25 tick. and counting. And there's still more, still subbing guys in and out here, which is kind of interesting. I think, you know, i got to look at Moeller. You know, they, they whatever happened at Trinity last week, this is a whole new team right, this right. week. Right, and it's going to take time, yeah. right? We talked about new coach, um, you know, He's got to get a feel for players. they got to implement their system. It's going to take time. Second and two from the nine. Looking to throw into the end zone. It is complete for the touchdown. The Moeller Crusaders get in the end zone. In the back of the end zone, it's the tight end, Josh Caddis. Yeah, Caddis can play a little bit there. That's his, that's the second time he's gone up and made a play on a ball. Um, we said this before, right? They're not going quietly. No, don't no, to that good night, right? Is <laughs> that right. going to that good night? Uh, right. uh, but uh, two forty, you know, when you're six four, two forty, and you're a junior, that's a pretty big guy. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's a heck of a, a matchup nightmare for you. Got to cover him with a linebacker or a safety. The fact that they've contained him thus far is is really saying something for Elder's defense. And they set up with that. They go for two here, and they get a bunch of flags down. This is where somebody outthinks themselves, right? They t- Moeller tried to get a little cute there and run something a little sneaky, and, and not everybody was on the same page. So a nine-yard touchdown catch by Caddis in the back of the end zone. And now they get ready to set this with a minute one to play here in the fourth quarter. It's 35-22. to 22. 
Panthers have the lead, and they'll move it about the eight-yard line to set up this two-point conversion. Two wide receivers off to the left side. They got Rotello in the backfield, the fake to him, and now looking to throw it. It's complete to Brian at the 10. He's at the 5, and nothing doing. He didn't get in. So with 101 to play here in the fourth quarter, it's Elder 35, Moeller 22. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Elder fans, Walt Kelsey here, class of 2000 with Kelsey Chevrolet, proud sponsor of Elder Prep Sports Radio. We're the Tri-State's fastest-growing Chevy dealer and pre-owned superstore, plus lifetime powertrain protection from our family to yours for life. Introducing our brand-new state-of-the-art Kelsey Collision Center, repairing all makes, all models, and working with all insurance companies, plus our newly expanded certified service center. From our Elder family to yours, go Panthers, Altiora. Visit us at KelseyChev.com. Sacred Heart Radio is brought to you by you. Yes, your donations make Catholic Radio possible. So to give a gift of any amount, please visit SacredHeartRadio.com and click Donate or call 513-731-7740. And thank you. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. Len Harvey, Rob Florian. I just want to say, Rob, it's been a pleasure working with you tonight, just you and I. We had done the three-man booth, which we like as well. Yeah, we miss Phil. We do. We, we, we miss How can you not miss Phil. the big guy? I know. He, he's a big teddy bear. Isn't he? <laughs> and I'll tell you what, he does bring some great insight into the kids. Um, you know, we, we appreciate all Phil does for the school up here in the booth as well as, um, you know, over when school's in session. So, Phil, we miss you. Um, can't wait to I, I will say that we. I had a conversation with Coach Rams before I told him you were doing the game. He's like, Phil better watch himself. <laughs> you know, he, he, we got uh, Rob Fory in the booth. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. He, you know, Coach Ramsey used yeah. to yell at me all yeah. the time. Now that I've gone and yeah. graduated, now he's being extra nice. Here's an onside kick that's going to go out of bounds, backwards to the 38-yard line. Yeah. So I do have a quick Coach Ramsey story, and he was—he—he's great with kids. He's fair, and he lights a fire under you, and he's always respectful, even when he's yelling at you. I will say we had a really good relationship. The one time he really yelled at me is when I told him to sell that we blocked a punt, and I said, "Coach, settle down. We gotta—we gotta call a play here." And he looked at me and said, "Don't you ever tell me to settle down." They worked so hard developing this pump block, and it happened. So I, I still remember what he said. Settle when, down. When you said to down. settle down. I, I know. I know. You know, it was kind of a life lesson for now yeah. in my relationship with my wife. Sometimes you just bite your lip. Oh, right? yeah. You have to. <laughs> Absolutely. That, so, uh, you don't want to sleep on the couch. You know, I mean, come right. on. And so, yeah, I was in Coach Ramsey's doghouse there for a little I bit. Wouldn't, but, I wouldn't. You know, you're lucky you got out of it there. We, if, I mean, you, I, we you moved know. on. We moved on. But, yeah, I mean, um, Coach Ramsey, the whole staff. They do an awesome job, not just, you know, day-to-day, play-to-play, those kind of things. They're really developing young men, and you see it on the field. You hear these guys in interviews, and you meet them, and, and, and it's a direct correlation to what Coach is doing with the staff. What do your kids tell you to settle down? First and 10 at the 30-yard. I've got a quick story. My son was about two and a half at the time, and I said, I don't like the way you're talking back to Daddy. And he said, I'm not talking back, Daddy. I'm talking forward. <laughs> How do you how do you manage that? I mean, look, there you he, go, he, children. He, he gets it honestly, right? <laughs> exactly. I mean, you know, now he's twenty years old, and you know, he's always got something. But he thinks he knows everything. It is fun. Now I have a nephew that goes to Elder. Um, I have a seventh month old boy now, and we joke, you know, even though we're on the wrong side of town, we're going to have an Elder shuttle. So um, we're all staying. You know, we like being part of big, something bigger than ourselves, and it just happens to be purple for us. And the Panthers take a knee, and they're going to win this one, thirty-five to twenty-two. But Muller did a great Great job all night. They uh, they played pretty well, and uh, they gave Elder everything that they can handle tonight. A 35-22 win. We're going to come back 
We'll talk about the Cooper Electric Star of the Game. We'll wrap things up from here. And don't forget, uh, Boudinot's, they're, they're already at uh, Boudinot's, uh, you know, uh, La Rosa and Boudinot, rather, for the Prep Sports Radio Network game night. So make sure you step over there uh, after the game and see us. But the final score here, the Elder Panthers 35, the Muller Crusaders 22. We'll come back with the Cooper Electric Star of the Game on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Your electric bill these days can be pretty shocking. And trying to fix an electrical problem by yourself can be even more shocking. The way to solve both problems is by calling Cooper Electric. Cooper has been serving Greater Cincinnati's electrical needs for over 64 years. They're licensed pros with years of on-the-job experience. Cooper Electric will save you money by wiring or rewiring your home more efficiently and installing devices to conserve electricity. And when you call Cooper Electric, you'll be in for another shock. A real person will answer your call 24-7-365-513-271-5000. Hoding Realtors is a proud sponsor of Elder High School Football. The professionalism, integrity, and work ethic of Hoding agents reflect the values of the elder community they serve. Whether you're selling your home or property or finding a new one, you can expect Hoding agents to go the extra yard to meet and exceed your needs. Hoding Realtors is proud to be a part of the great heritage of Western Cincinnati, where they've chosen to raise their families and serve their community for the past 25 years. Hoding Realtors, 451-4800, or on the web at Hoding.com. For a sharp team look, work, or play, it's the Underground Sports Shop. From team uniforms and sports gear to fan apparel and promotional items, they can customize any order. A wide range of items is at UndergroundSportsShop.com or 513-751-1662. Dave Ramsey here. As a business owner, you don't have time to worry about your network. Fuller Information Technology, Cincinnati's IT department, can assess your network needs, stabilize any immediate issues, and manage your network. They've been helping businesses for over 20 years. So whether you have 50 employees or you're a one-person office, Fuller Information Technology can provide the IT support that you need. FullerInfotech.com. FullerInfotech.com. Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your favorite team? Do you have a headache from that last-minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional, friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428 and brozartpharmacy.com. I'm Father Chet Artishevitz of the Glen Mary Home Missioners, and thank you so much for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. It's time to call out the Cooper Electric star of the game. And now, let's go back on the field with Len Harvey and Phil Bengal to break down tonight's action and pick up the elder star of the game on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Well, welcome back. A uh, very happy night here at the pit tonight. Len Harvey, Rob Florian, and the Cooper Electric star of the game is Drew Ramsey. It's hard not to vote for somebody who not only had a, on a fourth and 18 play, had a, had a big catch. He also had a, a fake, uh, on a fourth down. He was able to, they had him back to punt. And, you know, that was kind of the turning point of the game. But if you look at his numbers, Rob, uh, it was 14 catches, 144 yards, three touchdowns. Then he, oh, by the way, he ran 
four, had 14 carries for 85 yards. So a combined, you know, 230 something yards, 239. That's uh, not too bad for a good night. You know? Yeah, I mean, you can't deny you can't deny that he was the spark when Elder needed a spark. And and you'd love, you know, Zach Schlachter, the the fullback. You know, he's probably your Gruden grinder. And yeah. Jalen Mitchell on defense was was stuffing the runs. But at the end of the day, it's you know, it's about those stats and it's about running that fake punt. I mean, he, he, when they got down early and it appeared to be a little flat, Drew Ramsey really stepped up. I mean, that catch he made in the back of the end zone. God, I'm just going through play yeah. by play, and you're like, man, play after play after play. Well, I'll do a quick one for you. Ramsey had a nine-yard touchdown catch from Hamilton in the second quarter. Now, keep in mind, the Panthers were down 13 nothing after the first quarter of play in this one. They scored 21 in the second quarter, and Muller didn't score until uh, the end of that kickoff return, 70 yards, and they got three points. But Ramsey had the nine-yard touchdown catch in the second. He also had a, an 18-yard catch on a fourth and 18 in the second quarter for the touchdown. A 17-yard catch down to the one-yard line, which then he he ran in one-yard uh, touchdown run. Then he had a 10-yard touchdown catch in the third quarter, and, you know, it's just it's, it's hard to, I it, mean. You I, get to the end of that, and you're like, all right, all right. All right, already. I get it. Yeah, I get we, it. But, man, yeah. that's how good of a game, that's how good of a player he is. Yeah. And, and he just had a really good uh, individual performance there. Um, again, supplemented by a lot of good role play and what Elder always does well is there's 22 guys, and they're all playing well. But, man, he, he was definitely a star tonight. Star, and you got you know, you look at Ben Hamilton, and again, you know, you look at these numbers that Hamilton had tonight, efficient. and it's very efficient numbers, and again, no turnovers. That's you look at that it is he was twenty three of twenty seven, okay, two hundred eighty one yards, four touchdowns, and he now has fourteen touchdowns on the year. The last touchdown went to uh, went to uh, Harp in the left corner, and I forgot about that one. That was another uh, touchdown. And, we, you know, you could have given it to Hamilton also tonight. Oh I gosh. mean, but Ramsey was just so good. It's almost like, you know, Ham- Hamilton gets us to a position where it's almost a shame that they don't have a full 10-game season because the stats he's putting up so far, I mean, uh, sp- speaking personally, he would be leaving my stats in the dust. <laughs> I mean, he has just been so efficient. And, again, it's not a, tonight was not an outlier. It's his baseball card. It's, it's what he does in such a short time frame in his first year as a starter, it's really impressive for, for the young man to come out and perform like that. So he's got about 1,100 yards passing based on my high school math there. He's got 1,100 yards of passing. He's got 14 touchdown passes, but more importantly, zero picks. And like I said, when you throw the ball, three things yeah. are going to happen. You catch it, yeah. it hits the ground, or they catch it. And they haven't, yeah. caught, they haven't caught one, and that ball is hardly hitting the ground. And, and and, and I would say it's not like there are a lot of run after catch. It's not a ton of screens. He's still throwing the ball downfield. All his touchdowns tonight were that 15 to 20-yard uh, go route or a flag route, if you will. Um, so he's still throwing the ball downfield. It's not it's not cheap and easy, 24 of 20, whatever he was. That, that wasn't cheap and easy. No. I mean, he earned those. Uh, just uh, some notable numbers. Scotty Neiman, five catches, 113 yards. So it's certainly a good game for him. Lance Neville had a couple of receptions for 11 yards. Andrew Harp had that touchdown, one catch for 10 yards. Sabato, one for three. Rushing, Cooper Johnson, 14 carries, 63 yards. Hamilton at 28 yards on the ground. Some of the, um, you know, it's looking at the Mueller Crusaders. And, 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 you know, if you had to pick a, a player on their team, Rotello was uh, receiving three catches, 108 yards, a touchdown. We had the 72-yard touchdown right off the bat and then he had 101 yards on the ground Dunlop seven carries 84 yards uh the quarterback you know 
Gesselbach, uh, you know, he 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 wound first up third. Start, uh, yeah, first, first start, start thirteen yeah. to twenty-two, two hundred yards, two touchdowns. But you know, didn't make a lot of mistakes, and uh, he's got a future. I mean, yeah, you that, look at him. Yeah, that could be a formula for them, right? I mean, yeah. Rotello, they were you know they were letting him spin a little bit more um, at a tailback position, and he felt a little better utilized there. And uh, I think the quarterback's going to grow. It's his first start. It's going to grow. And again, everybody makes the playoffs. You know, everybody yeah. gets a little dangerous. I wouldn't want to play Moeller. I got to be honest. No, yeah. and then uh, the the Caddis uh, tight end Josh Caddis had yeah. some. He, he's tough to cover. That's a great GCL win for Elder there. I mean that that was not that was that was not an easy one. And I think they earned a couple stripes there that they can build on. That again, winning breeds winning, right? Yep. So you, now you start to get on a roll a little bit. Well, now you're two and two. You know, you finished one and uh, two in the GCL South, but you know, not exactly what you wanted. But at the same token, Coach Ramsey's got to be happy to play. They play Walnut Hills next week, getting a game in because that that was yeah. not going to happen. There was yep. that was the Virginia game it was, it was supposed to be in there, but you know they are going to play next week, so that's another positive thing. Yeah, as you, well. you love these guys putting in all this work over this many years and being able to get to play. But yeah, back to it. I mean, Coach Ramsey has the team exactly they where they want to be. They got there in an odd way with playing two of the best teams in the city right out of the gate, and you know went toe to toe with them, and it, it you know they got two losses, but in a year where Harbin points don't matter and you're getting into the playoffs right now they're very battle tested nobody's going to want to play i don't care what their record is when they get to the playoffs nobody's going to want to play them now the explosiveness and and like i told you you know we we talked a little bit before the game uh about it off the off the air and and you know talking about the fact that i look at this team and i i see you know almost as explosive as they were last year and it's hard to you you look at luby who was just so explosive but the way ran the combination of ramsey and Hamilton has been spectacular. It, there's a lot of similarities to last year where they're having the same production. They're just getting there in different ways. You know, whether it's a combo of Ben and Drew this year uh, taking the place of um, of Matthew Luby, or even more so that defense bending and not breaking. They're playing so much better than the stat sheet would show. And, you know, as I'm getting through the game, I'm kind of saying like, oh, man, Moeller's kind of moving the ball at will. But they're, they're really not. Elder's choosing to give them those yards and making them go the length of the field. So, um, you know, there, there's a method to their madness there where the defense is actually, a, a, improving every week, and that's a huge key. And they're playing pretty well and very effective. Well, thanks, brother, for filling in tonight. You did a great Sorry. job, Rob Florian, uh, filling in for Phil the Thrill tonight. And thank you for doing so because it, uh, it, it was a pleasure working with you. Len, you are the consummate pro, and well, I look forward to doing it well, again. Well, we hope we'll call your number again. We sure we did not lose it. It is in the, is in the phone for, for life now. I love coming off the bench. Absolutely. Well, thanks to Mark Bengel, to Steve Bengel, to Tom Kenny, to Kevin Kenny, who without him back at the studio, we wouldn't be on the air. So thanks to him. And thanks to you, the listener. Once again, the final score, Elder Panthers 35 and the Muller Crusaders 22. Uh, next week we're at Walnut Hills, and uh, or actually uh, Walnut Hills, the Elder Panthers take on the Eagles with a 7 o'clock kickoff and 6.30 pregame show. For Rob Florian, I'm Len Harvey. So long from the pit. Stay tuned. Coming up next, it's Prep Sports Radio Network Game Night with Steve, Tom, Mark. You've been listening to Elder Football, Kelsey Chevrolet, Elder Panther Game of the Week on the Prep Sports Radio Network. So long. Your electric bill these days can be pretty shocking.
And trying to fix an electrical problem by yourself can be even more shocking. The way to solve both problems is by calling Cooper Electric. Cooper has been serving Greater Cincinnati's electrical needs for over 64 years. They're licensed pros with years of on-the-job experience. Cooper Electric will save you money by wiring or rewiring your home more efficiently and installing devices to conserve electricity. And when you call Cooper Electric, you'll be in for another shock. A real person will answer your call 24-7-365-513-271-5000. Hey, Panther fans. The doctors of the Westside Office of the Urology Group wish you a great season. If you find yourself standing in the restroom line too often, it can be the pits. But don't worry. Doctors Flynn, Fulton, Kuhn, Pliskin, and Rodesheimer in our Westside Office are here for you. They can keep you in the pit instead of in line this season. 513-841-7400 or at urologygroup.com. Proud to support elder football. Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years, but that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service, and with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace. And they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. Safety footwear. There is hardly a job site or business that doesn't require them. And your local Red Wing shoe stores have them. Red Wing has the popular safety styles you demand, from comfort shoes and athletics to traditional boot styles. With five convenient locations, Red Wing can manage your company's safety shoe program, and we can bring the store to you with our mobile safety shoe truck. Contact the Red Wing store nearest you in Eastgate, Tri-County, Western Hills, Mason, Florence, and online at redwingshoes.com. Thank you for listening to the Kelsey Chevrolet Elder Panther Game of the Week. Brought to you by Kelsey Chevrolet in Lawrenceburg. And by Cooper Electric, La Rosa's Pizza, The Urology Group, Rosart Pharmacy, Joseph Toyota, Robert Jones Plumbing, The Underground Sports Shop, Adam Schoester, Mercy Health and Orthopedics, Hoting Realty, Skyline Chili, Coldwell Banker West Shell, Red Wing Shoes, Schmidt Heating and Cooling, Ron's Roost, and Wardway Fuels. Join us again next week for all the exciting play-by-play of elder high school football on the Prep Sports Radio Network and Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. Anna Mitchell here. Enjoy the game and be sure to tune in Monday morning at 6 a.m. for the Sunrise Morning Show for news, weather, sports, and compelling interviews all from the Catholic perspective. The Sunrise Morning Show, 6 to 9 a.m. every Monday through Friday here on Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. It's time. The Prep Sports Radio Network Game Night, brought to you by La Rosa's Pizza. And now, for a recap on tonight's game and a look at all the regional key matchups and final scores, let's go live to the La Rosa's Pizza on Boudinot Avenue in Western Hills. Here is Steve Bengal, Tom Kennedy, and Mark Bengal. All right, that's uh, our time here. I had to make sure everything was my, – my grandson Mason was over here working all the buttons, and I, I think I got them all right. These are all right, Mason? He did yeah. a fine job. He did. Yeah. I think we all sound yeah, all right. Did. So a big, big win tonight for the Elder Panthers, uh, getting uh, a win over Muller. Uh, a young team, a team that is uh, on the up uptick. Uh, uh, you know, you, you can tell uh, they're, they're – 
they're getting there, uh, and they, they came out and shocked the Panthers early on, went ahead 13 to nothing. Uh, but we kind of talked about it at halftime. There really was no film to watch. They had a new quarterback. Everything they did was new and different. So yeah. older eventually the coaching staff figured out what was going on and eventually got it. Uh, on the right right side of the tracks. Yeah, they really did, Mark. It's a Moeller came into this game with 11 turnovers in three games, and and I know that Elder was looking at film or, or reading stuff, and uh, and that was with Vertelli uh, at, uh, at quarterback, and now he's running back. So no doubt, uh, Moeller came into the pit and punched Elder in the mouth. No doubt, uh, taking a 13 to nothing lead. And just like a good prize fighter, Elder uh, took the punch, and uh, they outscored Moeller 35 to nine since the first quarter uh, to come away with a uh, a convincing win, 35 to 22. The thing about the game is once once Elder took that punch, they realized on offense that that Moeller was pretty much playing a prevent defense that. They were going to bend but not break and give Elder anything they wanted to take in front of them. So uh, Ben Hamilton, very patient tonight. And you talk about numbers for Ben Hamilton. Tonight he was 23 for 27, uh, 281 yards and four touchdowns. That gives him 14 touchdowns for the year. But the even more amazing thing is that there's zero interceptions. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And tonight that's an 85% completion percentage. Uh, and he's just he just already have barely over 1,100 yards already in four games passing, and and I guess the thing it's 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 kind of unfortunate is it's unfortunate they won't have a full complement of a regular season 10 game schedule, and it will only be six games. But uh, he was he was really hooking up tonight with his uh, favorite receiver, and they play together as freshmen. Uh, so there was some familiarity between uh, Ben Hamilton and Drew Ramsey. Uh, how about these numbers? Drew Ramsey, 14 receptions for 144 yards and three touchdowns receiving. And on top of that, he had 14 carries for 85 yards and one other touchdown uh, rushing. So he had four touchdowns on the night. But the play of the game, I think, guys, was when in the, four, in the fourth quarter where uh, – Elder was punting the ball. Drew, Drew, Drew Carey, Drew Ramsey was punting, and it was fourth and six or seven. And he does the rugby style punt, and he realized that he was going to hold on to the ball. And if the Red Sea opened, and it did, and he just ran for the first down, and that kind of turned the tables. What do you think, Mark? It did. It, and we were sitting. Where we well, we normally are standing on the sideline, which we're not allowed to do now because of right. the COVID stuff. But yeah. we were in, in the stands, kind of on the visitor side down. And it, it was like he was going in slow motion, slow motion, yeah. slow motion. All of a sudden, boom! Yeah. You know, he, 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 I'm going for it, and yeah. he did. And, and uh, I, I, you know. Drew Ramsey's one of those guys, and we all in the preseason we're all talking. He's going to be quarterback. He's going to be quarterback. Mm-hmm. He's going. To be, and it was a stroke of genius by uh, Doug to say, you know what? Hamilton's a heck of a quarterback. Oh Drew's a heck of a quarterback. Yeah. But Drew can run. He can catch. Yeah. He can do all this stuff. Yeah. And Ben can throw. Let's get the best people in the best spot yeah. and, and it's utilize. Yeah. And, yeah. And 
And and Scotty Neiman has been a, a, oh. a breath of fresh air. I mean, you, you yeah. when you you lost uh, uh, Royer last year, you thought, oh boy, this is going to be a hard yeah. guy to uh, and Trishler and and yeah. uh, you know, You're it, right, it, Mark. it's really yeah. they've they've come on strong. They have the weapons, and Harp has been phenomenal as well. Yeah, yeah tonight uh, hey. tonight Scotty Neiman. You know, like under the radar somewhat, five receptions for 113 yards. Uh, Andrew Harp, another touchdown reception for him. So, uh, you know, Mark and and Steve, it's just like uh, it was a good game for the Elder Panthers to have. And I say that for a number of reasons. I thought in the pregame show that I was totally wrong. I thought it was going to be like a 35-7 Elder Romp victory because – of all the turnovers that Moeller had done in the previous games. I was thinking, you know, if Elder could, you know, play aggressive and get Moeller to turn it over. But Moeller didn't turn it over tonight. Uh, The only turnovers they had, I think, was when the Elder Panthers held them on fourth down. So, you know, it's not considered a turnover, but it 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 turned out to be a turnover. But the, the good thing for the Elder Panthers tonight is they'll be able to take this and build upon it. It's a game where they were behind against a good GCL team. I mean, you look at the front line for the Moeller offensive line, and the the, the, the shortest guy was uh, weighed 250. Uh, Luke Fickle's son's on the right tackle. He's he's going to 272. So there was a lot of lot of good things that the Elder Panthers did. But did you see was uh, Luke in the stands? I'm I, sure he was. I'm sure he was, but I didn't see it. And Elder or Moeller had a pretty good fan uh, following tonight because it was their home game technically, and okay. it was uh, their senior night, and they. It was kind of unusual, but it, just the way things were working, it would not have made sense. Uh, normally, Mahler would try to rent a, a, a facility with uh, the limited amount of capacity. What sense is that? Just play right. at the pit. Right. We'll have our, our uh, senior night there, and yeah. it was great. It was. So, it really so it's a big win, a, a great game that the Panthers can build upon. And, uh, you know, when you win, it just builds on winning, and, uh, it's just a great game for everybody associated with the uh, Elder Panthers. Well, uh, let's see. Is uh, is that guy uh, Steve Geis back in the uh, in, in the kitchen or not? I don't know. Was he over there with a stroke? He did make it. I don't know. I, I I thought that was pots and pans banging around there for a second, but no. I, Here well, they come. The Steve was. Geis drum line. Uh, yeah. We got a microphone over in the in the kitchen, and that's where Steve's at. Uh, He's normally cooking, playing drums, and leading the drum line. So, Steve, let's go over to you for the scores in or near the final. <laughs> Boy, yeah. that's our these game. are the final. Oh, these are that's the at final. or near the half. You're, you're, you're infringing on a copyright there. Yeah, and, and just want to point out, too, in, a, in our second segment, we got Mark and Missy Meinhardt coming up. We're going to be talking about the Soapy's Angels run here in just a little bit. And uh, But, Steve, let's go... Run down those scores. All right, Mark. In the GCL or GCL uh, South teams in action tonight, St. X Bombers traveled to Indianapolis Cathedral, uh, made a late comeback, but could not overcome the, the uh, now 5-0 and Indianapolis Cathedral, um, whatever they are, 25-22. Uh, uh, the, the, the Irish. Uh, the Irish. Irish, okay. Thank you. They look like Notre Dame. Their uniforms 
Bye, Mason. They, 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 they played well tonight, 25-22 uh, over the St. X Bombers. Bombers dropped to 2-2 to, uh, two and two on the season, and Indianapolis Cathedral rolls to 5-0 and oh in uh, Indiana play. And will that be the, the same? That, the, that'll be the team that Elder plays week six. So in two weeks, Elder will be playing, going up there to Indianapolis. In, in the game you heard here on the Prep Sports Radio Network, it was Elder 35, Moeller Crusaders 22. LaSalle Lancers were down early 7 to nothing, late in the uh, first quarter. Uh, Zach Branham uh, tied it up 7 nothing or 7-7 with, with a three-yard touchdown run. And then uh, LaSalle was off to the races and won that game 17-7. to So LaSalle... Uh, moves to, to uh, three and one on the season, and uh, Dupont. That was their their Dupont Manual. That was their first game um, of the season, so that they are zero and one. GMC action tonight. Colerain redeemed themselves from their loss last week to Princeton with a forty-two to six win over the Middletown Middies. So. Colerain evens it up at 2-2. Two and two. Mason remains unbeaten with a win tonight over Sycamore, 21-13. Mason now 4-0 in league play and 4-0 overall. Oak Hills took one on the chin tonight, 41-13. Hamilton visiting. Uh, Someday, the, Tom, the Highlanders are going to come back. Someday. I don't know, Mark. Highlanders. so. Highlanders still 0 for, for the season, 0-4. for 4, and, Going for the uh, first-round draft pick. Hamilton yeah. evens it up, 2-2. Two and two. They're going to go to Trevor Lawrence. Where they, yeah, yeah. Where they, will they make the playoffs, though, Tom? They will. Yeah, if they, they choose will. so. If they choose to. Last week, Princeton upset Coleraine and. This week, Lakota East travels to Princeton and upsets Princeton. Wow. Princeton, with their first loss of the season, they dropped to three and one and out of the top spot in the GMC with that loss. And the Lakota East wins 28 to 19 tonight. And uh, Lakota East was 0 and three coming into this game. So, yeah, strange season. There's uh, a lot of parity. A lot of parity, I think. And Lakota West remains unbeaten with a 21 to seven win over Fairfield. And Fairfield, much like Moeller, went out seven and nothing on top, and that that score held through most of the first quarter. And then Lakota West worked their way back into that one, but not at the top right now of uh, the GMC is uh, the Mason Comets and the Lakota West Thunderbirds Hawks things. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> whichever ones they are. Um, They're the black and gold, uh, silver team. Anderson in the ECC tonight, 42 to nothing over West Claremont. Anderson uh, rolls to, to three and one on the season. Kings remains unbeaten tonight with a 41 to 20 win over Lebanon. It was Walnut Hills 24, Withrow 6 in non-league play. But Walnut Hills, this is their week one, and this is uh, Elder's opponent next week. Uh, so they, they beat Withrow tonight. Uh, 24 to 6. Southwest Ohio Conference action. It was Edgewood 34, Talawanda 14, GCL Coed, Big Nick 22, Shamanad Julian 3, Baden 42, Fenwick 6. Miami Valley Conference action. The Cincinnati College prep team must have brought the college boys tonight. It was 70 to nothing over the Miami Valley Christian Academy. Wow. Uh, and that had been a running clock from 
early on. Yeah, it was it was like 50 something to nothing at halftime, and uh, they managed to squeak out 24 or 26 more points. Wow, that's hard um, to do. That is it is. They, 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 yeah. There's the college prep people. They're, yeah, they're just and they're yeah, agreeing with us. Yeah, they're they're waiting for it. so ten ten touchdowns they're put on the board the tonight by uh, Cincinnati College Prep by my St. Jude math. There's a uh, new Miami what does fourteen the stand for genius. There you go. The academy. The academy. Yes. Yeah. New Miami fourteen. St. Bernard eight. Roger Bacon thirty seven. Summit Country Day eight. In Southern Buckeye Conference action, it was Western Brown over Goshen, 29 to 15. East Clinton, 22. Williamsburg, 20. Other actions tonight: Middletown Mason, 30. Carlisle, 20. Brookville of Ohio, 28. Monroe, 3. In Kentucky, it was uh, Connor over Campbell County, 29 to, to nothing. It was DeSales, 42. Cooper, 14. Covington Catholic ekes out one against Beachwood Tigers tonight, 19 to 17. So wow. The powerhouse that they were last year, they've got two victories against two quality uh, teams. They won 21-14 to last week against Dixie Heights. And uh, this week uh, they were down in this game early and uh, outlasted Beachwood 19-17. to Neighborhood rivalry, they're not that far apart uh, over there in northern Kentucky. Uh, Newport Central Catholic 32, Holy Cross 6. Holmes 12, Newport 6, Highlands 23, Ryle 14. It was Scott County or Scott over uh, Boone County 12 to nothing, and Simon Kenton 36, Walton Verona 6, and uh, no scores out out of uh, Indiana yet. Um, East Central was was up in their game against Batesville, and an exciting score to report. The CMAC, uh, Cincinnati Metropolitan Athletic Conference, is back in play this week, and uh, it was Clark Montessori over Gamble, 22 to 14. So we've got the CMAC in action. There today. we go. And, are they uh, different from the Cincinnati Public Schools? They are the Cincinnati Public Schools. Oh, there I stand corrected. There we go. The CMAC. So, All right. So we'll get you some more scores. We've got to fill in the, the Cincinnati Hills League and some uh, Southwest Ohio Conference action uh, to, to get to, plus Indiana. Before we go to our first break, guys, I'd like to congratulate my sons, uh, Tom Kennedy and Joe Harbin Kennedy. They were uh, softball champions tonight at Westside Sports Complex in Addison uh, in the championship game. Uh, the DPP team uh, won 17-7, so congratulations to my sons, Tom and Joe. Congratulations, Tom and Joe. Way to go. Way to go, Tom and Joe. <laughs> so here we go. I'm a poet. And don't know it. That's why you were Longfellows. All right. And uh, things are back to normal. Uh, we got Bill Welch here. And happy birthday, Bill. Yeah. Happy uh, birthday. 49 years old. Yeah. God bless him. Doesn't look a day over 49. No. So he's out here in Wally, uh, out here, and good crowd tonight. We're happy, and and the whole my whole crew is over yeah. here tonight too. I feel happy about that. So yeah. we're going to take a timeout. We're going to be joined here in a few moments with Mark and Missy Meinhardt. We're going to talk about Sophie's Angel Run. A little different this year. Things aren't the same with COVID, but trying to make things as normal as possible. And I know eventually. 
Lenny and Rob are coming back, and they were saying, Rob was saying, I, I need a nickname because Phil the Thrill is such a yeah. natural. I, I was sitting there, what Rob rhymes with Rob? I said, God. I thought, Rob the God? Hey, you know, uh, that sounds good. I mean, you win two state championships. Yeah. Rob the God, uh, Florian, I don't think he'd, he'd probably, he's a humble guy. He, he said, heard, no yeah. way, no yeah. way. No. <laughs> I was going to say Rob the Slob, but that doesn't fit <laughs> that him. Doesn't he's fit either. He's a very fit, trim young man. He so uh, I say Rob the God. So uh, Rob the God, Florin will be out here uh, <laughs> in a little bit. So we're going to take our first time out, and uh, we come back. We'll talk with Mark and Missy Meinhart right here on the Prep Sports Radio Network. La Rosa's proudly supports high school sports. Whether you're fueling up before the game or celebrating afterwards, La Rosa's for great pizza, wings, hoagies, and more. Dine in or 513-347-1111 for pickup. Or we'll deliver wherever you are within our delivery area. Order online or La Rosa's new mobile ordering at LaRosa's.com. Hi, this is Dr. Matt Bosom from Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, head team physician for Elder High School. Due to COVID-19, 2020 has been an incredibly challenging year for all of us. But at Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, we never closed our doors. We immediately instituted extra screening, cleaning, and protective protocols for all our patients and associates, backed up by an outstanding hospital network of comprehensive care providers. We're available six days a week, including Saturday morning sports clinics. That's Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, 6045 Bridgetown Road, 513-347-9999. Proud to support elder football. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct decision is contacting Coldwell Banker West Shell. With outstanding agents and top-of-the-line marketing, Coldwell Banker West Shell has the tools to provide you with expert service. The professionals at Coldwell Banker West Shell will develop an effective plan to market and sell your home or assist you in acquiring your dream home. Coldwell Banker West Shell, 922-9400, on the web at cbws.com. For an easy shopping experience and unbelievable deals, it's Joseph Toyota on Coleraine and josephtoyota.com. By shopping online, you can value your trade-in and make your own deal all from the comfort of your own home. And every new car purchase includes the Joseph Toyota Advantage of a lifetime powertrain warranty, $500 towards your next trade-in, free shuttles for service, and a whole host of other benefits. Just ask your neighbor. They bought from us. Joseph Toyota, 9101 Colerain Avenue and at josephtoyota.com. Proud to support elder football. For a sharp team look, work, or play, it's the Underground Sports Shop. From team uniforms and sports gear to fan apparel, and promotional items. They can customize any order. A wide range of items is at undergroundsportshop.com or 513-751-1662. Dave Ramsey here. As a business owner, you don't have time to worry about your network. Fuller Information Technology, Cincinnati's IT department, can assess your network needs, stabilize any immediate issues, and manage your network. They've been helping businesses for over 20 years. So whether you have 50 employees or you're a one-person office, Fuller Information Technology can provide the IT support that you need. FullerInfotech.com. FullerInfotech.com. I am Father Kyle Schnippel. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at SacredHeartRadio.com. Sacred Heart Radio. Sports Radio Game Night continues. Now, back to La Rosa's on Boutneau Avenue. 
And that's our turn here coming to you live from the Rosam Budno, the high school heaven of the West. And we got to keep an eye on Lenny tonight because it is Rosh Hashanah, New Year's <laughs> Eve. Uh, you know, we don't want him to get too crazy tonight. That's so. right. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah that's, uh, that's, that's. It'd be a matzo ball. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, joining us now is Mark and Missy Meinhart, our regular guests here every year. And, and of course, normally we're promoting the St. Jude Oktoberfest, the run, the, the walk, the this and that. And this year, everything is different. It's kind of depressing and all that, but. It, it's still going to go on. We're still, the, the need is still there. We still need to have people understand if you were going to run. Uh, talk, talk about how things have changed. Well, you know, we over the last 13 years, this would have been the 14th annual Sophie's Angel Run, and we've had trials and tribulations from the very beginning, from being in deep grief from losing our child suddenly um, to the hurricane that happened, what, in 2008, uh, yeah. knocked out electric, and our banners couldn't get printed and all this stuff, but it all came together. There's just always been something that has gone wrong and seems like it was going to detour uh, us off the path, and we'd always have to take a step back and take a deep breath and pray and just make the best out of it. So when COVID hit back in March, and I'm I'm a teacher, I teach at Holy Family, and when it happened, we were just in a tailspin. Like suddenly we were at school and the next day we weren't and we were trying to pick up the pieces. And I remember even back then thinking, what are we going to do about the run? And I thought, well, surely six months from now we'll be back to normal. And so as the summer progressed, we kept holding off and holding off. And we had meetings with St. Jude's Oktoberfest, socially distanced in the parking lot. We were all trying to hold on because we wanted that hope. And just this time of year is wonderful. The weather at this time Mm -hmm. of year, Oktoberfest beer is out. Just people kind of celebrating the last minutes of summer. And you just enjoy this time of year so much and it didn't happen and when the uh, archdiocese said the parishes could not host anything we pretty much knew we had to cancel ours as well and i was telling someone earlier the cdc guidelines on having uh, any kind of type of race they're so extensive it's nearly impossible and so we had to start thinking well what are we going to do because like you said the need is still there you know just Mm -hmm. because COVID's here there are still children getting diagnosed today and tomorrow with brain tumors um, and less than 4% of our cancer funding in this country goes to children's cancers, and that's all children's cancers. And there's over 120 brain tumors alone. So it makes treating children and diagnosing them very difficult. And what adults get when they get diagnosed with a brain tumor not that it's it, there's still dire straits there, but there's other treatments that they can get because their bodies can handle it, but a child can't. Yeah. And so... Now we have the situation where COVID's happening, but the need is still there. And all charities, including ours, are are affected by this. So we had to think, what are we going to do? Well, we can't have the race. So what we thought was we're going to start doing, you know, asking, letting our people know. We know some businesses are hurting, and we've been trying to promote our – I was looking up before at your sponsors that you have here, and a lot of these are small business owners that are supporting your program and charities like ours, and they're hurting. So we're still continuing to use them as sponsors. There's still some of them sending in money. We have a lot of donors that have been sending in money still, and it's just exciting to see. Are we going to make as much money as we did last year? Absolutely not. But what we're trying to promote is a dime we make today is a dime more than research had yesterday. And if we can just put those dimes together, it's still going to make a ripple, and it's going to have a positive effect. Mark, let's talk. Let's go back a long time ago when – 
the angel that this is named after, Sophie. Uh, you know, what a, a heartache. You, you guys are on vacation. Everything's going good, and, and, you know, your world's turned upside down. Yeah, so we were a very typical West Side family doing a very traditional thing, going to Hilton Head Island with our, with our four girls. <clears throat> Sophie was our youngest. She was 18 months old and a very healthy, rambunctious child. She was kind of a troublemaker. I loved it. She had wild hair. But... Sophie was very healthy. She had never even had an ear infection. So when this tragedy struck, we didn't really know what was wrong with Sophie, but we knew as parents uh, that there was something wrong with Sophie. So through the the course of our vacation, we ended up at Savannah uh, Hospital because that was the, the nearest trauma hospital, which we're children's hospital. Yeah, you know, the, and we're they're using words like trauma. We didn't know. Well, ultimately. Uh, brain tumor was discovered. She was air cared back to Cincinnati Children's Hospital. And we're very, very fortunate that we have such a world-renowned hospital. As soon as the people in Savannah understood that we live in Cincinnati, they're like, hey, we'll step back. Please take her to Cincinnati. So ultimately, the rest of the story is that uh, within two days later, she was operated on and she did not survive surgery. Mm-hmm. So we went from taking our, uh, on one Saturday, taking our kids to uh, Hilton Head Island the following Saturday having uh, air care, and then the following Monday we we lost our child. And we were not prepared for the grief. No. uh, And we weren't prepared. We didn't even know anything about brain tumors. There there was no smartphones in 2007. At least we didn't have any. 2006. 2006, thank you. And and so we asked for a laptop. What's going on? You know, when we were in the hospital, we didn't even come home from our vacation. We went right to the hospital. And figured out, gosh, these brain tumors, this is really, uh, there's a lot of need. And through the course of the winter, we decided that uh, we would take a look at what we could do. Uh, and I'll tell you why. The reason why is that, and I, and I say this and it's still so true, we expected our friends and family to grab us and hug us and, you know, uh, be there for us. Everybody expects that. But we didn't. Ex- we, what we did expect was that... The community, the West Side community, is so, so good. And people, strangers and Kroger's, and people said prayers for us, and people, you know, sent us sandwiches and, and toys for our other daughter and, you know, or for other daughters. And, and so uh, we thought, gosh, there's some leverage here that we can use. And we, so we adopted the family motto to become better and not bitter. And so yeah. that's, that's, that's what uh, founded Sophie's Angel Run. So basically the whole emphasis of the Sophie Angel Run is you know this is not cured. These things happen, and, and, and it's happening over and over and over again. And you want to propel forward to help people that were in your shoes. And that's the whole idea behind this Angel's Run is to come up with resources to help help people through this. Yeah, so we made four goals. Okay, we made a little business plan, and the four goals were to uh, learn about or to make, raise awareness for pediatric brain tumor research, okay, that was necessary. We found that it was necessary to raise money for pediatric brain tumor research. We, our third goal was to, we, since we're Catholic West Side people, we thought, gosh, we go to St. Jude, our other children go to St. Jude, let's do scholarships uh, and memorialize our daughter's name. Right. And the fourth goal was, was to help ourselves and our family and the community grieve. And those f- were the four goals that, that started, like you said, for, to propel this. But what we didn't really want was a pity party. And I know that's easy to do, but we didn't want a pity party. 
we wanted to have fun. We're still fun. Our, we still owed it to our other daughters to have a good event. And uh, basically, I like uh, Oktoberfest. I, I love a Harry Brat. You know what a Harry Brat is? Yeah, it's with the sauerkraut, I with bet. With the sauerkraut, yeah, baby. Right. Yeah. Yep. And having wow. a, the mustard yeah. like, you ooze out of that sauerkraut. Yeah, right, right, you know? right. Good so answer. The, yeah. <laughs> Tom, yeah. Tom, Tom was oh, looking at me like, wait, wait, wait a minute, where is this thing going? I know. <laughs> so, Tom, yeah. I, you're a LaSalle guy, right? I am. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, the elder guys know what a Harry Brat is. Okay. You know? right. but are you a St. Jude? No. St. Martin's guy. Well, you can go back to St. Martin's and tell everybody about the Harry Brat. I will. But but so we wanted to have fun, and we wanted to be an event that's good for families. And I'll tell you what, uh, the St. Jude Oktoberfest works right into that. Uh, so a family can come, and they can um, have a baby in a stroller walking, and, and, and the runner can run, and the dads can come back and watch the football game on a Sunday afternoon, and then I can get my Harry brought, you know. Well, let's, let's, let's get to the, you know, talk about a Brightland mustard. Let's get to the mustard. We need people to step up to the plate, and, you know, we're on right now talking on three different radio stations because we're on 740 right down by Elder, but we're in the Miami Valley, uh, WPFB in Middletown, Dayton area, and WHHS in Hamilton and everyone. And if you want to help put, donate, I mean, a dollar or two, five, ten, whatever it is, let's talk about what you guys need us to do. So you can go to our website, sophieandgeron.org, and you can write, as soon as it pops up on the screen, it's going to let you know that the race was canceled this year, and then you can click, and it shows where you can make your donations. Um, you can either send them by mail, um, check, or we have an online function that will go directly to our fund at Children's Hospital if you want to pay by credit card. The other thing we just announced, um, something that evolved out of Ch- uh, Sophie Zangeron, which has helped our awareness, is our T-shirts. And it's kind of interesting because the page. artist who uh, did it, they, she made this for us. She's a friend of the family and actually did a painting of Mark and Sophie and I on the beach the last time we were in, in Hilton Head. And she did our graphic on that. And for whatever reason, that the shirt has become this phenomenon that people want. They try to guess the color, and it is purple. It's not for Elder. Sorry, Elder fans. Um, <laughs> yes, Sophie's, yeah. Sophie's birthstone was purple, and she loved Barney. And the secondary color that year, the first year, was gray for I don't know why. It just was. And it ends up that uh, gray is the color for brain tumors, but it wasn't. it was just insignificant at the time. But the shirts have really helped us. If somebody sees a Sophie Inge Run shirt, they identify it with the West Side Race, which we've never had a race on the West Side, really, of, uh, of this town. And they identify it with brain tumor research. So when we canceled the race, a lot of people were contacting us. But what about the shirt? What about the shirt? And they always tried to guess the secondary color. So last night we announced we have a T-shirt. And Underground Sports is uh, who does all of our stuff for us. They are ours too. I know they did, which is why I was hearing. And just this is the thing. This is another small business owner on the west side here that obviously they've been impacted by COVID because they would be doing Cincinnati right now, which has been canceled. So they've helped us and done our shirts from the get go, and they put together a nice online um, shopping thing for us. If you go to sophiesangerun.org. You can click on our merchandise, and the T-shirts for this year are all $10. They have a special logo on it this year. It's the basic Sophie Andron logo, but for COVID. And what we did was we inverted the colors this year. So the original was purple, and the secondary was gray. We flipped it and made the 
primary gray and the secondary purple. All of our sponsors from 2019 are listed again on our shirt. Actually, we got actually a new one that went up to platinum. So people had the opportunity to sponsor if they wanted. We kept all of our sponsors on there because they've been so good to us and, and almost all of them have donated again. Um, whether they could or not. Whether they could or not. And yeah. It's one of those years yeah. you're going to have to make exceptions and do right. things uh, yeah. a little bit different than you always have. So there's an option to buy shirts and um, or donate, and that's so we're still raising awareness through those T-shirts. So, and what we, our problem was with the T-shirts is how are we going to get it to the people? Because with COVID, you got to be careful. And if you have to pay for shipping, now all of a sudden that $10 T-shirt might be, I don't even know what shipping is, but $16, whatever. Yeah, that's yeah. a lot of money for families right now. So, you know, Underground said, well, they can come here and pick it up, which is awesome. You can still do that. But we thought Mark's president of Star One, and we're like, why don't we get them to all the different Star One offices? So what, if people order, they do not have to go pick it up. They don't have to pay for shipping. They can click on checkout what office they want it delivered to. We will make sure their products get to that office. It's safe. It's COVID safe. They can come in and pick it up at their convenience when they're ready. And that way, we're still raising awareness for brain tumor and raising much needed funds at the same time. But Mark, to your point about, um, I forget, WPFB or what was WPFB it? and yeah, Middletown. Miami Valley, Middletown, yeah. and Dayton. We actually, and it is a west side race for sure, but you'd be surprised at how many people from out of town come. And so we have a sister, my sister Amy Thorson is up in Springboro, and I, my office is in Westchester, so I've got a lot of connections up there. So we will service those areas as well. And uh, we and we counted the zip codes one year. It was an amazing amount of zip codes on the registration that come to us. We'll say it was 4,000 zip codes. Yeah. That's what we're going with, Tom. And, and, folks, and folks can rest assured that the, the money that they're donating is going to go right to where it's needed. Very... Uh, there's a whole, not a lot of overhead, I'm sure, and None, like that. No, we don't. And, and that's one of the reasons people are asking us, why didn't you do the virtual race? So the reason we didn't do the virtual race is because people are getting virtual tired. Um, Zoom tired, and and it was going to be and it yes. was going to be another ex, it was going to be yeah. another expense for us. And I I told I tell the story because I'm a teacher, so I'm always thrifty. I'm always looking at something. How can I use that again? Mark one year bought cardstock from a, a local office supply and I'm like, take it back. You can get that at Sam's Club for a third of the cost. We are not spending <laughs> Sophie's money on that. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't even let them get, what are those? Binder clips. Binder like, clips. Yeah, I'm like, no, clips. those are expensive. Back. You don't need you those. You don't need them. Like, so no, no, I, we clips. try to keep our costs down. And the only expense we ever have is having, obviously, to pay for the timer and whatever. But that comes out of the registration costs. And since we can't register people for the race, that's why we're just asking for donations. We try to keep it cheap as, as possible as we can. The, everything will go straight to the cost. We're 100% voluntary organization. We work from our home. We have real jobs. We come home and work on Sophie's Angel Run. We have a, a slew of volunteers that help us and a board of directors. And um, it's all 100% volunteer. And that that's what's gotten us this far, I think, as well. You know, over the last couple of years, we, we've come to know each other. I really didn't know you guys that well. And then my wife, Lynn, and I, Mark, and Steve, and our wives, we, we were in the race last year. And and I just want to tell you from my heart how how blessed we are that I can tell in your heart how blessed you are and it, it's really gratifying to see what you're doing and, and how much it means to you that you can do something and turn it better not bitter 
That's amazing. Yeah, thanks, Tom. And, you, and I, we remember you all coming and your wives. And I know that uh, yeah, we uh, came in first. Then year, we did. We? Yeah, I, I, I was training all year, and then I then I pulled a kidney. So. Uh. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. If I remember right, I ran the race. You guys all walked yeah. the yeah. thing, so I was well, we there. Were, I was on my second beer and Harry brought by the time. Yeah. You guys. Uh, I was carrying your oxygen, so, so uh, you know, just in case. Well, guys, thank you so much for being here. And, and the Underground Sports Shop, I, I know for experience, we're wearing all this stuff. You guys have got good quality stuff. If you want cotton, you can get cotton. But, you know, for me, the sports tech stuff, if you want the, the wick dry stuff, they have it all. It's yeah. really good quality stuff. And we stuff. have that all on our site because they it, added all hats and all kind of stuff that normally people see us all wearing saying, how can I get it? It's well, an incredible year, site. you can get it. You I'm can gonna, get what you want. When I get home, I'm going to somehow figure out how to link it to our Facebook page. I'm not the brightest awesome. guy in the world, yeah. but uh, I'll we'll figure it out, out somehow. Yeah. So. That'd be awesome. So I saw you guys did a, a live uh, webcast uh, last night on, on Facebook. How'd that go? It was interesting. I don't have a projecting voice. So I don't think uh, it, it, people could hear us as well. We are at Wild Mike's. Wild Mike's has been a great sponsor. George uh, Dolan put us in a corner, and we were trying to – and, of course, people were there for the Bengals game. Right. And, and oh, socially yeah. distant and safe. But uh, but it went really well. We get a lot – and I don't know, understand all the analytics of Facebook, but we had a lot of engagements, and a lot of people are interested in the shirts and are interested in what color the shirts are going to be. This has been this really cool thing. So, uh, We've been it doing well. the Face by Lives on Thursday starting in September because September is Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. So we started our first week at Ron's Roost, another one of your sponsors, local uh, business. Good yeah. chicken yeah. over here, Ron. Yeah, Elder class of 81. With myself. Um, and then the week after, we did John Lee. They're one of our major sponsors because the Harvest Home Parade was canceled, and we're always in it, yeah. and that's right in Cheviot. Yeah. And then last night, we were at uh, Wild Mike's, and next Thursday, we will be at um, Holy Grail, another one of our sponsors, Westside. Donnie Andres. Donnie Andres and Jim uh, Mooring. And um, I don't know we're going to do our last Thursday on October 1st because that will be kind of the wrap-up after our race. But the, the Facebook Live's keeping people engaged to see what's going mm-hmm. on, and that's how we kind of found out people were like, we want a shirt, so please get a shirt together. And so we did it. And so hopefully that will be uh, good and, and help out Underground and us as well to keep raising yep. awareness for Brainton Research. And all of that's on our website. So Once again, can. give us that website before we wrap this up. Sophiesangelrun.org. Easy enough. Sophiesangelrun.org. And like us on Facebook and stuff, too, because you can get a lot of information on Facebook as well. Well, Mark and Missy, next year, all this COVID will be out of here. September 26th. 2021 at 1 o'clock. We will be there. We'll no be there. What. We'll be there as well. We will be we'll there, yeah. And, and, and I'll be... Uh, oh, I'll, yeah. We'll, I'll, I'll race these guys. <laughs> I'll be running in at that time. I think that pulled kidney will be yeah. uh, cured by that. <laughs> got a year to get in shape. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll buy you a Harry Bryan. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. Race. Well, we're going to take a time out. Uh, when we come back, I think Rob Florian's in the house, and we'll be back on the Prep Sports Radio Network. God bless you guys. Thank you. Wardway Fuels has been your reliable West Side home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years, but that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service, and with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace, and they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. 
Your West Side Neighborhood Skyline Chilies are supporters of Elder Sports and Elder High School. After the game, stop in for some delicious cheese conies or your other favorites and support these locally owned Skyline Chili restaurants. Supporters of Elder include Glenway, Del High, Price Hill, Bridgetown, Cleves, and Dent. Talking about Skyline. <gasps> your electric bill these days can be pretty shocking. <laughs> And trying to fix an electrical problem by yourself can be even more shocking. The way to solve both problems is by calling Cooper Electric. Cooper has been serving greater Cincinnati's electrical needs for over 64 years. They're licensed pros with years of on-the-job experience. Cooper Electric will save you money by wiring or rewiring your home more efficiently and installing devices to conserve electricity. And when you call Cooper Electric, you'll be in for another shock. A real person will answer your call 24-7-365-513-271-5000. Portions of tonight's Elder Game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schuster, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schuster Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schuster, a certified financial planner practitioner with Morgan Stanley, is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. Portions of tonight's Elder Game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schuster, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schuster Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schuster, a certified financial planner practitioner with Morgan Stanley, is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. I'm Father Dan Schmidtmeyer, Director of Vocations for the Archdiocese of Cincinnati. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. Prep Sports Radio Game Night continues. Now, back to La Rosa's on Butno Avenue. Big win tonight for the Elder Panthers, 35-22 over the Mahler Crusaders. And uh, thanks to Mark and Missy Meinhardt for coming out, plugging the Angel Run, Sophie's Angel Run, a uh, tragic story that has turned into a good story, and we're always happy to Better have not that. bitter. That, it, it, that uh, little magnet's still on my, my refrigerator at home. Yep, and uh, we're going to yell for Steve Geis to come out of the kitchen with the drum line. Here they come. Here he comes. All right. Yeah. Like I said, at halftime, when the drums came out, I thought I needed to, to rip into the scores. There. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Other GCL South schools in action tonight. Indianapolis Cathedral over St. X Bombers tonight, 25-22. to Cathedral rolls to 5-0, and and St. X drops to 2-2. Two and two. Yeah, We got a... Uh, uh, and we got them in two weeks. Uh, yeah, wow. Got them in two weeks. Up there. The little, Fighting Irish. Little Sal. Wins tonight over DuPont Manual 17 to 7. DuPont Manual uh, jumped out 7 to nothing in LaSalle. Tied, the, it, tied the, it late in the first quarter. The plastic and, and then, yeah, It is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or is that the painters? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Emmanuel Painters. All right, GMC action. It was Coleraine redeeming themselves 42 to 6 over Middletown. Mason remains undefeated at 4 and 0 with a 21 to 13 win over the Sycamore Aviators. Hamilton 41, Oak Hills 13. Oak Hills still 0 for the season. No wins there. Uh, Dakota East. The Dakota <laughs> East wins their first game tonight, 28 to 19, over a previously uh, undefeated Princeton Vikings who won last week over Coleraine. So 28 to 19, it was Lakota East over the Princeton Vikings tonight. So a little shuffling into the power structure in the GMC there. Lakota West rolls to 4 and 0 with a 21 to 7 victory over uh, Fairfield tonight. I think Tom Bolden's not a bad coach. I, you know, I, I'm, you I'm, getting, I'm getting that impression. Yeah. yeah. Maybe someday he'll win a state championship. Yeah, that's true. It's yeah. not easy to do. Cincinnati Hills League. Wyoming uh, 35, Deer Park 7. Taylor gets a victory tonight over Madeira 15 to 14. Hey, so, Mark Miller. Yeah, so they, they uh, even up at uh, 2 and 2, and Madeira drops to 1 and 3 on the season. Eastern Cincinnati Conference action. It was Anderson all over West Claremont tonight, 42 to nothing. Kings 41, Lebanon 20, Little Miami 55, Loveland 20, trying to redeem themselves. They get their first win after that. That uh, flag incident last week. Uh, you can the flag incident? Oh, the flag incident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we won't go. We don't have time. We won't go that. into that. Yeah. <laughs> Walnut Hills uh, in non-league action. Walnut Hills is part of the ECC. They played Withrow tonight. C-Mac back in action, but Walnut Hills Elder's opponent next week wins 24 to six in the Southwest Ohio Conference action. It was Edgewood 34, Talawan to 14, GCL Coed McNick over Chaminade Jewel. 22 to 3. Alter over Carroll tonight, 48 to nothing. Baden, 42. Fenwick, 6. Baden and McNick uh, uh, still uh, are sitting atop uh, the the GCL co ed, uh, both. um, in, in, in the league, uh, undefeated on the year and in the league. Miami Valley Conference uh, action. It was Cincinnati College Prep uh, nastily 70 to nothing over Miami Valley Christian Academy. Just uh, Miami Valley Christian Academy. Not too friendly to the no, Christians. No, no wins. Yeah. Wow. No they, wins for the season. They got slaughtered uh, by the Lions. <laughs> <laughs> New Miami 14, St. Bernard. Eight. It was uh, Purcell Marion over uh, Norwood tonight, 21-14. Roger Bacon, seven, Summit Country Day. Summit Country Day, eight. I married a Summit Country Day cheerleader, by the way. You didn't know that, did you? Did you not know that. Right. Yeah, she Summit won. Country Day is now uh, two and two on the season. and uh, The Silver Knights. Oh and two in league play. Is in the Southern Buckeye Conference uh, action in um, the national division. Blanchester is is the number one team. They were three and zero coming into this game. They played Bethel Tate. Bethel Tate uh, was uh, tied in the league. They were both two and zero. Bethel Tate with the victory tonight, twenty five to sixteen, and uh, jumped to Southern Buckeye Conference national first place right now with uh, two weeks to play in the regular season. Claremont Northeastern twenty. Fayetteville Perry 13, Western Brown 29, Goshen 15, East Clinton 22, Williamsburg 20, the squeaker out at Williamsburg. 
That's the land of the Trump signs out there. Yeah, and flags yeah. Uh, everywhere. Everywhere. Middletown Mason. I was, in, I was out there a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Middletown Mason in another action, 30. Uh, Carlisle, 20. Brookville, 28. Brookville of Ohio, 28. Monroe, 3. In Kentucky action is Gallatin County over Bellevue, 27-7. to 7. Connor over Campbell County, 29-2. to 2. Nothing. DeSales, 42. Cooper, 14. What? what the? It was senior night for my daughter, by the way, oh. Cooper, oh, for band. Oh, I missed it. I bet the Cooper uh, band was better. The Coop? Cooper band was better than the Cooper football drops team to, always. Yeah. <laughs> Cooper drops to an uncharacteristic 0-2 on the season. Oh, wow. So, Coach Borster's on the hot seat. So the sales came in 0-1, so they, they go to 1-1 on the season. Covington Catholic squeaks one out against Beachwood, 19-17. to Newport Central Catholic, 32. Holy Cross, 6. Ludlow, 54. Bishop Brossard, 33. Holmes, 12. Newport, 6. Pendleton County, 24. Owen County, 19. Highlands over Ryle tonight, 23-14. to And it was Scott blanking Boone County, 12 to nothing. Simon Kenton, 36. Walton Verona, 6. I remember back in the day when Boone County would use Scott as a oh. floor mat. Yeah. Uh, in, until Ryle cropped up, Boone County was, was all that and a slice of cheese. And, yeah. and uh <laughs> And, 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 and Sean, then, Sean Allen, Allen, yeah, yeah. yeah. Aren't they? Uh, don't they have uh, Riles old coach now coaching Boone County now? Or you, you're in Kentucky. I don't know. Yeah. Apparently, Owen Houck is he rejected from the grave? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Apparently, it, it didn't work tonight. Uh, but uh, it was only it was Scott County's uh, first first game of the season. Uh, so they're one and zero, and Boone County goes to zero and two on the season. Simon Kenton thirty six, Walton Verona six, and in Indiana East Central all over Baseville thirty six to three. And uh, our final score is uh, thank goodness Cincinnati Public Schools are back playing. It's Clark yeah. Montessori twenty four or twenty two, Gamble fourteen. And those are all the scores that I care to give you. That's all the scores I got. All right. Well, joining us, uh, you know, is the the play-by-play team here. We got Lanny and Rob Florian, and and, uh, Rob, I thought would be driving over. I was making some funny jokes, and you didn't hear it on the way over, so you missed it. But uh, trying to come up with a nickname for Phil the Thrill, and right, and uh, Rob the God. Rob the God. Yeah, you heard it. I heard it. uh, I was listening. And I said, you know, we can't call him Rob the Slob. I can't think of what else Rob rhymes with Rob. I I, I don't know. But you can't name yourself. You can't do a nickname for yourself. Well, you know, you know, what's actually been passed down from like generation was my dad was Flo. Growing up, I was a little Flo. So we can probably go with that. I think little Flo. I think I think Rob the God. I think I was a little uh, yeah a a little off in the in the booth tonight to go by (laughs) the Rob the God. But yeah, uh, yeah, but Coach Ramsey warned Phil. Yeah, he did. He said, "Don't take a day off." He said, "Yeah, here's the deal, Phil. You know." You got a situation where you're, you know, you miss a week, you know, you got Rob Florian yeah. coming in. If, if Phil's listening, tell him to Google Wally Pip. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Right? Yeah. Not Wally yeah. Welsh. Yeah. Right. 
Lou Gehrig. Yeah, right. right. Lou, Lou, uh, Lou. Right. Wally, Gehrig. Mr. Fact of Fact. Wally, Wally Pig. Yeah, Mr. Fact of Fact. That's right. I think that would have been Doug Ramsey. I was a, the facilitator there. Yeah. But yeah. I like it. It's got a better ring to it. it does. I, yeah. I told a couple of St. X kids one time because they won state two out of three years a couple years after us. And I said, he's like, yeah, we won two out of three. I was like, yeah, how'd that look on a ring? Probably not very good. Back to back rolls off the tongue. Yeah. 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 It's it's a marketing statement That's there. Right. Back to back. That's right. So That's funny. You can read read about some of it right there. Yeah. yeah, that's right. There yeah. you go. We still have a couple of those uh, clippings hanging up, and and it's funny that um, it was so cool how the whole city wraps uh, rallies around Elder High School. You know, I don't know if it's because it's in the city limits or it's just that community atmosphere that I think Cincinnati really responds to. But you know, you bring up the the Cincinnati Enquirer fall in Elder High School. I mean, that was such a big piece of it. Not only. Um, the players and the coaches and the families that were a part of it. But still today, getting to see at least some of the community back in the pit. Um, Len and I talked a lot about tonight about, like, where would you rather be on a Friday night in the middle of September on a cool, crisp night than the pit? And that is all good. I miss my daughter's senior night to come here, so you can tell how bad (laughs) Right. And and maybe it's it's a microcosm of Friday night lights across the country, right? And and, um, Cooper's got it the same right it's their it's their kind of release at the end of a long work week as guys putting their feet up and listening to football on the radio so i'm happy to be a part of it rob talk about your impressions of the the 2020 elder panther football team i don't think people had a lot of expectations there was not a lot of uh What's going to happen? And I think they're surprising a lot of folks. Yeah, you and me both. I mean, I was excited to come. To, I was excited to come off the bench tonight because I wanted to see them live, right? You know, I've been keeping up and listening to you guys and working through bath times and bedtimes at home when the game's <laughs> kicking off. But, like, so to get to see them live, it, there was so much good tonight, right? You had all kinds of – you had some resilience, right? They didn't come out. Things weren't always going the Panthers' way tonight. They responded, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they needed a spark they got it from drew ramsey um ben hamilton continues to impress we we talked about how he was 24 or 28 300 yards four touchdowns we're like oh what a great game but no that's just what he does now that's the back of his baseball card and he's, he's proven to do that now in a really short time so that's really good and lastly you do have to give credit to the defense because i was kind of harping on them during the game i was like man these guys are molars just running the ball down their throats but they're doing this bend but don't break and at this level when an offense has to go the full length of the field, you get those those hidden yards that, that you talk about a lot, Tom, right? Like you get a penalty here and there, and now all of a sudden, yeah, they've moved the ball down the field, but maybe they're in a third and 12, they get off the field, and here comes Elder's potent offense back on. So Elder's defense is playing much better than the stats sheet show, and, and they're keeping them in ball games and, and really letting the, the offense do what they do best. Rob, talk about defensive uh, coach brett kern you know brett real well you played with him uh he's a very calming kind of guy very intelligent very bright but talk about what what he means to the team I mean, he he's he's a huge influence on that defensive side of the ball because the offense, they're a machine, right? The offense at Elder's been a machine for years, right? 
the defense is a little bit more unheralded, which is perfect for Brett because he's like, you know, he's a great, he's he's a genius, but he's a he's a grinder and he he's going to get these kids to really respond. And he's got a lot of moving parts. Um, you know, he's got guys that probably are more of linebacker, but they're playing DN because that's what the team needs. He's got um, you know defensive backs that have been. Uh, quarterbacks all grow, you know, through the system. Now they're playing um, DB. So he's got these moving parts that it looks like he's playing the long game. Yes, they they came out and they got two losses right away, but they were against very two games and two best teams in the city. Went toe for toe. And it was really smart what Elder did scheduling-wise because now on defense they can kind of see what they are, right, because mm-hmm. with all those moving parts. So so Brett being the, the – uh, what he aced his math portion of his SAT or whatever. I joke <laughs> yeah. that he's too smart for his own good. But there's some <laughs> method to his madness right now, right, is that that defense, yeah, it doesn't appear to be um, the steel curtain or it's not that imposing. And, yeah, they're giving up some yards. But they're playing good enough to win, and they're getting better every week, which – which is which is key right now, especially knowing everybody's getting in the playoffs and all those kind of things in this year to, to improve that defense every week. They're going to be a really really tough out. And, uh, you know, Mark alluded to it that if you look at the, if you look coming into this year, there wouldn't be a lot of people that there would be a little bit of a comparison between this year's team and last year's team. But after three four weeks in, yeah. there's a lot of comparisons. Right. Like you guys alluded to on the on the broadcast tonight. Especially on offense, but the defense, right? Because, like you said, the moving parts. You got Galen Mitchell started out as a linebacker. Now he's on the D line because he's going to plug holes. Or, you know, Brett and Doug, they're putting them in the right spots, and they're growing in the roles, aren't they? Absolutely. There's so many parallels to last year where they end up producing the same, but they're getting their different ways, um, whether it be through utilizing Drew Ramsey uh, and Ben Hamilton or kind of taking the place of one effective Matthew Luby, and they're doing different things like that. And, yes, the defense is um, getting better every week and bending with don't break, and, and you have to – judge that defense differently when your offense scores so much that other team gets the ball a lot like you, you that's just they're going to give up yards but they've been really effective at getting off the field when they need to and you're right there's a ton of parallels from last year there's also a ton of parallels from historic elder teams so i got goosebumps tonight when Elder got the ball with eight minutes left, and you could tell Moeller's not touching the ball again. They were going to do that classic Elder eight-minute drive, kill the clock, nothing you can do about it. I, I remember we won a game against Finley in a, in a state semifinal. That was that a we close went, nail-biter we, game. Oh, it was a yeah. nail-biter, and we finally got the edge. We were finally leading. We got the ball with eight minutes left. We drove all the way down the field, took the full eight minutes, and took a knee on the three-yard line. <laughs> Like, yeah, and yeah. If, if you're a football purist, like, you know that line is getting excited about that. And this game had some excitement and some mm-hmm. big plays, but that was such just iconic elder football that it, it gave me chills. It was so much fun to watch. So as far as par- parallels to past teams and past championship teams, mm-hmm. I mean, they they have it right now. They have the credentials and the pedigree, even even sitting at 2-2, two and two, which is odd. How has Doug Ramsey changed over the t- times uh, oh, since back in the day to now? How would you – I mean, he's he seems 
different, calm? I don't know. What? I'll tell you, one thing that hasn't changed, he still coaches at a collegiate and pre- professional level. Like, I, I, we probably take him for granted, but what he does to have a really complex scheme, simplify it for kids where they can feel confident, that has never changed. Um, you're right. You know, I, I don't know. There's there's so much history there. You know, I bring up that Drew Ramsey was born. I remember the day he was born because we beat St. X to win a GCL championship. It was on St. X's. They played on a new field. And I remember Drew was born that week. So his birthday's probably coming up. What's he? That was 2003. He's going to be 17 years old in yeah. two weeks, I can tell you, yeah. just off the memories, right? Yeah. There's another great story about Drew Ramsey. Um, and this is, this is the side of Doug we probably don't know is he is such a family man. Um, there's a there was a play we ran in a, in a that led we used it a lot throughout the uh, state championship run. It was called a jump pass. So the quarterback goes to the line of scrimmage and they jump over. That play was. Um, curated through Doug having to stay up late with little Drew, who was a baby at the time. He was watching West Coast football, and he said, I was up with with baby Drew last night. I saw this play. I think it was Utah. It was Utah, Urban Meyer, and um, Alex Smith, who all those guys are big teams now. And they ran this jump pass. We put it in that week, ran it for a two-point conversion against Coleraine. So you could say that (laughs) little Drew Ramsey had an impact on our season. All because he stayed up late. all, All because he was up late with the baby and he saw it on West Coast football. He's so a good family man. He is a family man that that transfers, I think, to everybody. Um, it's why elders always had uh, great role players, and we buy in. And guys that you mentioned are playing out of position. You know, the colleges are probably going to recruit him at a linebacker, yeah. but yeah. he's going to play defensive end because that's what the team needs. So yeah. that has not changed. I think he yells a little less, probably, I, but he's still pretty active down there today. Oh, yeah. He was getting pretty hot, especially when Elder came out maybe a little flat. He's yeah. still he's still got some fire. Um, it's just still so fun to watch him because, uh, like I said, he, he's a he's a class act, and he, not to mention a great coach. Uh, is that no doubt about it? Yeah, and the and the whole staff as well too. Yeah, Lenny, uh, when, when you get into the pit and it, you, you kind of get the smell of the. There was no hamburger smell. No. You were right about that. The, no it. Glee Club uh, hamburger smell. No hot dog smell. But tonight, I we when after halftime, Steve, Tom, and I we go up up by the flagpole and sit there wait and then. We exit to get here, but uh, I could smell campfires or you know the fire pits all over the place, and I know that's a, a big thing to do on the west side. Everybody, their kids running around and 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 so forth. But it just felt like high school football night tonight. It was it was probably the best, like just overall the best uh, weather um, for football, and you could smell the fire just cool enough, right? Yeah, 60, 55 degrees or whatever. The the best. Uh, time for that, and you you mentioned the fire pit. It doesn't get much better listening, yeah. you know, to the game or to be at the game, and to have it in this this whole craziness that we've got is amazing. It, so it, it was right for for yeah. three hours tonight. It was you like take your mind off. Yeah, it was all good, right? No matter how long and yeah. weird of a year it's been, when you show up in the pit and the sun's going down, like it's all good. And I, I hope that trans because because that's how we feel in the booth. And we all, I have a great time with you guys here, and you hope that that transfers to everybody at home yep. watching around. You know, watching on the west side around the fire pits, but you know, all around the world and where guys have traveled to and and the whole other community. So I hope I hope they share in that joy as well and i think you know that's why yeah. you know bring joy that's why we're here i so. was yeah. thinking about that this week that um 
what is it about elder football? What is it about the pit? What is it about, you know, when, when you, I, I can't even turn on the TV and even watch TV. I, I get so depressed anymore. I can't watch people beating up people, uh, getting in their face because they're out to, out to dinner. They're, they're hitting, they're hurting, they're blah, blah, blah. And then you get into the pit. And I remember doing this in 19, in the seventies when I went there and the eighties and I, it's just something. It, it brings you home. It's something that calms you. It's, uh, it, it's, uh, it's American. It's what makes you feel good. And, 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 I tell you, it it is something that uh, I, I don't know it calms the soul. I will I will tell you this as someone who didn't grow up with this kind of atmosphere. You know, my high school team. I mean, it wasn't like a big deal. Football was not. It was it was you know the team was good, but it wasn't like this on a Friday night. I just I can't explain it, but it is just a different feeling to experience it and to see everybody come out as a family or to, to you know the their their kid played and they're still at 40 50 60 70 80 90 we had a 104 year old last week yeah i mean it it amazes me but this is what is good with what's right with america right football on friday night at elder is what's right like there's certain things that are what's right and sitting watching the game or going to the game or maybe you're on a fire pit you just want to listen to us on a friday night and you forget about every other nonsense that's going on in the world so we we all want to be a part of something bigger than ourselves right and it it gives everybody it's a it's also like an equalizer like everybody can share in it uh and all for all the right reasons so um you know, I think it's got some staying power, right? It's been that you know, my, my grandpa's elder class of forty seven and they're you know, they're trying to scrape him out of the pit. You know, it's, <laughs> he, he doesn't you know, he doesn't want to go. So, um, you know, what what was the joke, um Mr. Tierney, that was a loyal elder backer for years, he says, guys are waiting for me to die so they can have my season tickets. And he had a great attitude about it. But you're right, there's something to be said about it. And it was a lot of fun tonight. And we look forward to a good rest of the year, too. And I brought this up on the broadcast as well. I mean, I talked to Doug last year even, and I said, you know, you have ruined me for Sunday. Yeah. Because this Friday is just so good and so pure that it has just made me look at Sunday going, eh, I could do without it. I agree. Rob, uh, unusual year and the fact that normally on the last week of the season we're going to have our big Harbin show, will Elder get in, will, where, who will they play, blah, blah, blah. We're still going to worry and wonder about who they're going to play, but everyone's going to get in the playoffs. But, you know, kind of in your vision of uh, try to – you know, paint a scenario. What is Doug and, and the staff, and, and how, how how do you handle this? You know, you're in the playoffs. What do you, what's your goals here? Uh, you want to get better and better and better. You want to peak at the right time. Yeah, they, they've actually. It's pretty ingenious how when they did the schedule reshift, and I don't know how much say they had and how they worked the schedule, but you can tell that Doug and and Kevin Espelage, the AD, thought about this. Right? They're like, look, let's put the 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 two best teams in the city let's come out right away and if we take two losses it's okay this year but we can find out who we are right so they've been really kind of strategic and really smart about how they're going this and and they're kind of playing the long game right they got all these moving parts on defense so let's test them early right we're not we're not going to see a better running back than we saw out of LaSalle you know you're not going to see those kind of things so let's see what we have and we can kind of settle in and 
as opposed to putting those two games at the end of the season when, yeah, you maybe get three easy wins and you don't really know what you have. So they've been really smart about how they do this. Um, On the other side of the coin, uh, winning is a habit. So, yes, they they were battle-tested from those two games, but they did lose. So you do have to get in the... Um, you know, the, the habit of winning. Hopefully that started tonight. Hopefully it continues next week. Then all of a sudden now you have this combination of we're battle-tested and we know how to win. Because you do have a lot of new guys there, and they're, they're, they're proving themselves early like a Ben Hamilton, but you need to learn how to win. And I think that's their next step, right? They've, they've had their tough tests, and now they learn how to win. And hopefully that's the perfect elixir for playoff time. Well, and, and Doug talked to you about that in the pregame that I, I – I was mad that I feel that they don't know how good they are, and they're not listening to us. They don't have the confidence. We can't instill that in it. Yeah, I mean, it's true. You got to, you know, winning will do that. You lose a game like they lost last week. They gave up 21 points in the fourth quarter, and you lose. But they are getting better and better and better every week, and you can see it. And you know, they. I think that Ram, Ramsey, you know, looks at it as. These guys are really good. They yeah. really are. But you have to prove it. Yeah, you yourself. have to prove it. You're right. And as players, I mean, as coaches, you can talk it all you want. But when you come back from 13 down and outscore them 35 yeah. to 9 the rest That's or it. whatever, 35 to 16 the rest of the way or whatever, yeah. 35 to 9 the rest of the way, you proved it. Yeah, Tom, to your point, you, you do have to prove it to yourself. I think one thing that's kind of interesting with this team is a lot of key guys aren't essentially seniors, right? Ben Hamilton, right. I remember when I was a junior, you're just trying to make the bus on time. Like, you you know, you're just trying to, to get yourself in position to you're, to practice. You're not thinking about how good are we, can we make a state run. You're just trying to tie your shoes and make it to the bus, right? And then once you do that, now things keep going. So you got these ascent, a lot of uh, key players that are in their first year starting where that's going to take some time. And uh, fortunately and unfortunately this year, they're going to have to do that quick, but they've shown that they are continuing to progress. And, and the thing I like about it on the offensive side is, is the Hamilton family, they've got the history. His older brother, his yeah. dad played. And then with Drew, you know, his older brother, Peyton. and uh, So it's in the family, and, and, and there's a lot to be said about yeah. that. James on the front line. Yeah, yeah they James got, on the front line. Right. So as much as the coaches want to teach it, when you have that in your blood because of your dad or your brothers, yeah. it's inherent. It's it's it's, in, it's innate. Can we circle this back to the conversation we had three minutes ago about it's part of the community, right? Yeah. Right. It's, it's, yeah, it is. It's, it's like kind of an indirect result of the community yeah. environment where yeah. these kids are growing up and they want to be a part of elder football. Right. For it, the right it is reasons. the community. It's not somebody that, that just showed up from right. wherever. Right. Um, right. Not saying anything about any other school in the GCL South. But yeah. And then just you say it with all due respect. Yeah. Not, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not, not that that happens, but, yeah. you know, yeah. one just saying. In the yeah. cherry on top of the Sunday, if you will, Rob, you were lucky enough to lead the team as a quarterback. It's both a junior and a senior. Hopefully for two years, and yeah. there's no doubt why he shouldn't. There's a lot to be said about that when you're planning your team yeah. with the same quarterback for not one year like typically most teams do, yep. but for two years. And yeah. your little engine that could, Drew Ramsey, yeah. is also a I junior. Know. You know? Right. Well, and he got right. to play a lot last year, which yeah. makes it even yeah. better Absolutely. as a sophomore. Think about that. Absolutely. But, but when, they, when, when Ben and, and Drew play together as freshmen, 
you know, so they have some familiarity already. You can tell they just play pitch and catch with, yeah. with each other. That's one thing, as far as like a nuance, I was blown away with tonight was how Drew Ramsey, who doesn't play wide receiver full-time, could feel a defense and have such great awareness as a receiver and then know where he's going to be before he's there. And I'm thinking, we're, what, four games into this? But then you think back to what you said. These yeah. guys, and who knows, they could be playing pitch oh. and catch on the knot hole exactly. you know, yeah. when they were and in. They both, they both play basketball together as right. well. Right. Yeah. So so they grew up together and uh, coming from, you know, not seeing that, you know, knowing that that happens other, but not knowing that for sure. You're like, man, these kids have been but doing this forever. And then you're like, oh, yeah, yeah they actually have been. But when yeah. Ben threaded that 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 touchdown oh, pass in the end zone, gorgeous. Like, oh my gosh! But it just goes back to why kids should play multiple sports too. Yeah. It, it it shows when you play basketball and you play and you play with the same kids, it helps you on every aspect of life. It helps you on the football field and, and playing multiple sports is a good thing. Absolutely. Uh, helps the footwork oh, immensely. Absolutely. The, those guys on the front lines, if they play basketball or run track and field or wrestle or any of that, it helps their footwork. I mean, it develops young athletes, absolutely, not to mention just the um, you know teamwork and all that goes into it, too. Guys, uh, next week we got Walnut Hills on a schedule, kind of a change-up uh, from the original team from Virginia coming up here. And Cincinnati Public has not been – has has not been playing. I think tonight was the first night, but I don't think Walnut right. Hills was playing. Walnut Hills, they, they, played, they, won, they, won, they won. They played Withrow. Withrow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, what do, what do we expect out of that game, Rob? And, and what do you, I mean, I know we and, don't. Yeah, yeah it, it's, that's kind it, of it, it, it is senior night for for Walnut Hills. I will tell you that next yeah. week at the pit. I, I, I'm assuming the game's at the pit. I, it is, yeah. I, I mean, okay. with, with a six-game season, you really don't want to waste a week, right? So no matter who you're playing, this week has got to be a hard week of preparation for the for the bigger picture, right? You really can't take a week off. Not to say they would, but it makes the each individual practice even more important. So it's not so much they're playing Walnut Hills. It's getting another Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday of good work in uh, for the bigger picture, too. Yeah. It, right, and because the week after is... Indianapolis Cathedral, right? Yeah, and that's yeah. up on the road. Yeah, at yeah. Cathedral, so this will be that'll be their first. And uh, just beat Saint X tonight, uh, and that'll be their first night. You know, time to, to do the whole road thing, right. which is a whole different animal. And, and you need it. I mean, when we were going up the state, we had the benefit of playing a Cleveland team each year in those seasons. So we did that five-hour drive. We did the, uh, you know, dinner pregame at a weird rest stop somewhere. Like you, you do all those things that you're a creature habit. So you have to do that. So it is. Again, I get back to when they were um, sitting down looking at this revised schedule. I have to think there's some method to that madness of going to Indianapolis Cathedral. Oh, I hear the music. I hear the music. I just got, I think the game is at Walnut Hills. It is. I, I was going to correct you there, okay. but yeah. I figured what the heck. Darn it. You were rolling. Okay. Yeah. Well, so, so this is the, the last game in the pit till the playoffs. Yep. Darn it. Playoffs. 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 Thank you for coming out, and thank you, everyone at home listening. Uh, We appreciate it, as always. So for Len Harvey, Rob Florian, Steve Bengal, Tom Kennedy, I'm Mark Bengal, coming live from Lorenzo Budna. We'll see you next week on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Good night, everybody.
Thank you for listening to the Kelsey Chevrolet Elder Panther Game of the Week. Brought to you by Kelsey Chevrolet in Lawrenceburg. And by Cooper Electric, La Rosa's Pizza, The Urology Group, Rosart Pharmacy, Joseph Toyota, Robert Jones Plumbing, The Underground Sports Shop, Adam Schoester, Mercy Health and Orthopedics, Hoting Realty, Skyline Chili, Coldwell Banker West Shell, Red Wing Shoes, Schmidt Heating and Cooling, Ron's Roost, and Wardway Fuels. Join us again next week for all the exciting play-by-play of Elder High School football on the Prep Sports Radio Network and Sacred Heart Catholic Radio.